Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You are now listening to the Save Cast, the number one old school RuneScape podcast featuring guests from all across Gellinor. To support this podcast, visit the Patreon link in the description. Hello, beautiful listeners. Just a quick note before we get into the actual cast segment. Connor's mic peaks for the first two to three-ish minutes of this episode, but rest assured the mic quality improved significantly for the remaining five hours. Now, I did, with his permission, decide to cut out the first 25 minutes due to just poor audio quality. Uh, He does just give a brief history of his childhood playing RuneScape and his history with retro games. He is a variety streamer on Twitch. But the ball really gets rolling where you guys are going to be starting from. It's a phenomenal cast. I mean, seriously, this is like in the league of BC Guppy. I mean, we talk everything old school. I mean, we cover everything. If you guys were a fan of the BC Guppy cast, you are going to absolutely love this one. And he has got some great takes. And I had just an absolute blast with him. Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you very much for listening, as always. I greatly appreciate you guys' support. And yeah, that's it for me. Enjoy the episode, guys. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast number 125 with Conno1. How are you doing, hello? Connor? I'm good. Hello, hello. So I'm excited to talk. It looks like we actually are going to be talking about a bunch of different things just regarding the game. Um, and I know you pretty much exclusively through Hey Jace's chat. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been there for like more than half a decade now. So, yeah. Damn. So what, what about, let, let me just ask you about RuneScape. What's your uh, relationship with RuneScape and what, what was it? All right, I played RuneScape since 2006 when I was nine years old. I'm 25 now. Uh, I love I love RuneScape. I've always loved RuneScape. They've made some weird choices in the past, especially with like evolution of combat and adding microtransactions to RuneScape 3, uh, which, in my opinion, destroyed 
the integrity of the game. Yep. Totally. I still think RS3 is a good game, but I think it's ruined by microtransactions. And I would actually, I would play RuneScape 3 if it didn't have any microtransactions at all and there was integrity, but there's none. So it's like, you just feel like you're playing a game where people who pay money have an advantage, Yep. which I hate. Uh, but with old school, I feel like this, like Jagus are very afraid to make any balance changes for the integrity of the game. And they would rather just please people in the short term by giving insane, stupid drop tables and and just ruin the, the game for the future. And I I don't know why they're doing it, and I wish they would stop. But I love RuneScape. I want, I want it to last forever, but with some of the choices they're making, it's it's not going to last. I agree. Yeah, it's hard to say. You know the um that like the I guess the grade of which it's becoming a, a, a like a game we're not going to be able to recognize in the next few years because obviously yeah. changes have to be made and it's going to be I mean it's literally impossible to just make the perfect change that's going to appeal to everybody. Um, yeah, and everybody has, and this is the other problem is like. I mean, I would probably argue that it's good to design the game around the players that, you know, have been here the longest. I Again, this is yeah. a very subjective argument because it's like, who really decides that? Um, but I think that's really how RuneScape became so great is because you are listening to the core, like, base player base that really love the game for what it is and what it has been. And so when you start listening to just the overall just crowd that just wants fun now and just doesn't really care or see a vision of the future of the game, it's like, yeah. I think that's bad to appeal to. Yeah, I feel like the need to, to, the need to stick to the simplistic roots of what makes RuneScape great instead of trying to overcomplicate and modernize the game, it's not... It's old school RuneScape, and they're trying to make it something else, which it isn't. Yep. Yeah, and you have uh, a clearly. So I'm just going to show the people, at least on YouTube's end, um, just a yep. little sneak peek of what we're going to be talking about today. Um, so a yep. ginormous list of things that you know we're going to just we're going to talk about it. We're going to hear Con. Um, I guess I'll call you Connor. Is that okay? Yeah, Con or Connor. I don't mind. Okay. Well, well, we are going to hear from Connor's perspective. I'm going to share, obviously, my perspective on a lot of these things, and we're going to start seeing, um, you know, where improvements can be made in the game. And, and of course, none of us are J mods, but <laughs> at least we yeah. can voice our opinions on it. I'm going to let you kind of take the lead a little bit, Connor. So I guess yeah. if we want, we can kind of go in order just so it's easier. Is that the way you'd want to go, you think? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't necessarily matter, but the, the order of that listed these out in uh it, i think it flows decently okay yeah let's yeah. do that because then we can keep track yeah so the first thing that i put on the list of topics is the collection log pop-up so the collection log pop-up itself like the the idea of it is fine it's good to have that pop-up but the execution is like why is it such a huge box that covers half the screen uh I don't know why the box hasn't just been like shrunk. I've got a picture of like um, a mock-up that I've made. I'll put it in Discord if Let's you want to put yeah, that on the yeah, screen yeah, as absolutely. well. So this is an example I made in like two minutes. How it Woo! could be. 
Okay, yeah, I'm gonna if you yeah, yeah link any graphics you want. I'm sorry for those listening, but basically for those listening on Spotify or other podcasting platforms, um, it's the collection log pop up, but literally probably what would you say like sixty percent like of half, the size, or maybe like even fifty yeah, percent? It's it's probably about half. Actually, no, it's probably about a third smaller between a third and a half yeah. of the size. So, so he has a screenshot of the clue scroll, which is the main thing that blocks stuff. Like, you know, when Rune Light takes a screenshot and you can't even see the clue reward. This yeah. is making it so you can see all the rewards. Yeah, like the, the log right now blocks the entirety of the first three items in the clue scroll. Yeah, so this you, looks you get this so like clean. Third, it's like you get a third inch longsword, something insane, and then you've just got this big box that's over the top of it, and you can't even see your reward. And okay. then you put the screenshot on Twitter, and there's nothing there. Question: um, Yeah, are there any items that go on two lines, or is every single one fit on one? Uh, well, with clue scrolls, you can get like a fourth and fifth object, but yeah, like do you mean like um like no, no, in no. the new item? Yeah, 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 thing? yeah, yeah. In the new like third age vampires, I don't think there... so. It's all in one line, correct? Everything's always one one line, yeah. So okay. there's, there's no reason to have another another line. That but looks if, so clean. If like the item name was that long enough, they could just make the box wider instead of taller. The the which pro- would be fine. The problem is, yeah, they could just make it a little bit wider too. That totally. Yeah. Um, the problem is, is I feel like Jagex tests almost everything on resizable. Like that yeah, I don't know perfect why. example is Sepulcher. Yeah. <laughs> like they they I, never went on the even, fixed mode for that you can't even do like support without the increase like the render distance as well it's like almost unplayable and fixed without the render distance increase as yeah, well it's it's pretty miserable it's pretty miserable indeed yeah yeah that looks very very clean and the, you're totally right that has not been addressed at all and i think the biggest reason for it is well first of all nobody talks about it because people yeah. don't care that much. There's obviously a ton of other issues, but this is such an easy change. It would, yeah. It would be nice. Because the thing with old school is there's so many little things that could easily be changed or modified that would like enhance the game so much. Like a small change makes a big difference. It's the small things that add up. Mm-hmm. And the, they never look at the small things. They're too busy looking at sailing instead of like stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Or forestry. Yeah. Yeah, forestry. Yeah, forestry. That is a point here, right? Like, are we going to be talking? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Did I write that down? There are Um, so many words here. If if not, we are definitely going to be talking about it. Yeah, I'll talk about forestry as well. I don't, I think I removed that from the bullet point list. Should we just talk about uh, it right now? Yeah, if you want. Okay, so forestry, right? Yeah. Give me your thoughts. Right. I think they've completely overcomplicated what it should have been. All it should have been is a little random event thing that happens sometimes when you're woodcutting that's personal to you that you can do if you choose to for a bit of extra woodcutting XP or even farming XP. I don't know why you get woodcutting XP for helping a sapling out. That's farming. Um, <laughs> do you know? And leaves, I don't know why they added leaves. They're useless at the minute, but they're going to be for teas, which no one wants. I don't know why they're doing teas. This forestry backpack... Um, it's it's not intuitive and it's like the interface as well is too big. Have you looked inside of this backpack? Yeah, like I down. literally have not yet. I've just I have the backpack. Let me see it. The amount of have you? It's like multiple rows. You have to scroll down. If you attach like the log basket to it, you have to like take the backpack off, use it on the bank, which will put the logs into your inventory. Then you have to open the bank. 
deposit the logs, close the bank, use the bag on the bank again to get the 28th log out, <laughs> open the bank, put the log in, then close the bank, and then equip the backpack again. <laughs> I don't know why they designed it like that. And I feel like they need to do more like... Um, they need to think more about the flow of the game because that it does not flow. That is really bad design. That's horrible. Absolutely horrible. Yeah. It's really uh, bad. Yeah. Um. I th- I agree with you about. Okay. So I made a ramble on forestry, and I was very polite. Yeah. I feel like I was like overly polite because I just I understand that some people like it, and I am not. I have zero incentive to be woodcutting right now. So my ideas and my opinions on it are kind of just like biased, I feel mm-hmm. like. But yeah. the the fear is that you could... This is this is my fear. And this is what I actually talked about on Real Homie Hour, which um, is probably going to be coming out today. That's with Mick and Lopsy, their podcast. Mm-hmm. I was talking with Solo Mission on there. And i really shared my true thoughts on it i hate forestry i actually hate it and i'll probably make a secondary ramble talking about why um and i feel like i almost am being dishonest with myself by being like overly polite about it i really feel like it's a detriment to the game and it is yeah honestly like i don't know it it just scares me that you can come out with literally any update and as long as it's better xp and it's different then player base is happy. Yep. Like it like literally, yeah. If if forestry was exactly as it is right now, but the XP rate was shit, people would hate forestry. But since it's good XP, they'll love it. Yep. That's the thing. That yep. doesn't mean it's designed well or it's good. It just means people like XP. 100%. That is the problem we're facing is like this idea yeah. that as long as the XP rates are good for its skilling updates, then it's a successful yeah. update regardless. Like that is literally Giant's Foundry. I yep. cannot believe that that's even like a debatable thing of like Giants Foundry is the most dog shit mini game that's ever come yes. out in old school. It's so boring. It's for toddlers. It's literally for toddlers. It's matching colors with colors. Yep. And the only reason people find it fun or find it a successful update is because the reward of it is extremely busted you're saving like 80 mm. plus percent of your bars that you normally would more than that yep. I, I don't know what the actual percentage is it's something ridiculous though like you literally have to use way fewer bars and yeah you get like really good xp for, to be honest but it's the most poorly designed mini game in mm. terms of fun in terms of excitement or anything it's horrible I don't like the user interface that they did either. Like, I've done a lot of that, Giants Foundry, just for the log. Yeah. But I think the user interface is not very intuitive, and it's kind of pointless. Like, I don't know why they've got, like, the... Completely pointless. Comple- it's, it's it's like it's too much information on your screen. You don't need to know the quality of your sword at all. It's the You stupidest... get the quality at the end. Everything about it is kind of a failure in my eyes. Like it's yeah. the, it's such a weak update. Probably the weakest we've ever seen by the old school team. I literally think it's weaker than agility, like rooftop, like rooftop agility. Like like yeah. a rooftop I've, agility is bad, but yeah, I've got a bullet point on rooftop agility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so uh, this is my fear is and this oh my god this scared the hell out of me. I was I saw a Reddit post and it was talking about. We need to forestry eyes every skill. 
Like, we need to do that across the board. Like, mining needs to be forestry across the game, and uh, fishing yes. needs Let's to have forestry. complicate every skill. <laughs> I'm like, okay. dude. And there were actually people agreeing. I'm like, bro, this is the fucking most dangerous thing I've ever read. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't mind if it was more of, like, a, a personal random event that is, like, negligible in XP. Even if it was just for... Even if it didn't increase XP, if it was just like to get more resources, because I do I do think that skilling is dead right now. It's and this is because of boss drop tables. Skilling is dead. Yeah. Uh, so I do think skilling needs some love, but not like this. This this is not love. This it's is just not. increasing XP rates. Yep, that's not love at all. It's horrible. Yeah, horrible. You know, for forestry. Go on, sorry. Sorry, the the uh -huh. greatest skilling update they've ever come out with is Hallowed Sepulcher. Yeah, that's so good. That that is... mix that is very good. It it's worthy of the XP rate increase. Yes, and that's what you want. That, and it's rewarding. What? And it's rewarding, and it's hard. Yes. <laughs> so you deserve. You have to feel like you deserve the rewards that you're getting, and with forestry, you just. You just get the rewards and you just kind of like <laughs> run around and click on roots. Oh, dude. Like there, there's a fundamental issue with the team at Jagex in regards to skilling updates. There's a fundamental yeah. issue. Like they're not, they don't see the vision. They literally are just making, I'm sorry, but garbage. They're releasing garbage and they, they probably yeah. don't even know that they are. And again, a lot of this is subjective, but... I promise you, if we could see a very successful skilling update that's actually good, and then just mm -hmm. see... I, I mean, we can already see it by just comparing Hallowed Sepulchre to Giant's Foundry, or just anything like yeah. that. Like, you just compare the... Like, these are so incredibly lopsided in, like, every sense of the word. Like, they're completely different pieces of content, and one of them just sucks, and one of them's great. And yeah. we need to get back on the... Uh, side of making great great skilling updates consistently. Yeah. Like what I would have done with forestry is I would have made the events be personal to you. Mm -hmm. So I know this means it's not group activity, so who cares? You can still work up with people, but you're doing your own little thing next to them. Yep. The buff, the so the reward shouldn't be directly from the root. So for example, the sapling one, when you nurture the sapling, you well, currently you get a big woodcutting XP drop at the end. What, in my opinion, it should have been is when you've nurtured the sapling, the tree that spawns gives more wood, gives wood faster, for example. Just something like that. Something that you're rewarded after the fact instead of just for doing it. You're you're given something to do woodcutting with afterwards. Yeah. To be rewarded with. Just stuff like that. Like I've not really thought too much into it and designed it and thought about the pros and cons of it, but that that general vibe yeah is what i would go for instead of just here's your xp drop now run the next one for me personally i mean uh, that, that's actually already a great idea i agree with you on the point that it's too convoluted as well there's too many things going on like and there's gonna be way too much coming out with part two like literally yeah. like six more events tees. are coming out as well as the teas and the campfires and everything yeah. else um it, do, it did not need to be this overcomplicated. Like, th the best parts of forestry are updating it so you're not punished for chopping with other players. In fact, yep. you're slightly rewarded, but so minimally that it feels good. 
Um, I also think they should have capped it at like five. Somebody brought up a great point as well. I think it was on Reddit saying that the cap mm. at 10 is a little bit overdone simply yeah. because like the idea of forestry really, if we're thinking about it, is to make, you know, new friendships potentially while chopping trees. And yeah, having think, 10 I've, people is just overkill. Yeah, I've got my own thoughts on okay. what they did with trees as well. Let's hear it. I hate that trees are on static timers. Why the hell did they put them on static timers? That is dumb. What would you what, suggest differently? My suggestion would be to change the rate at which it falls per person cutting the tree. So on average, for most trees, it was one in eight. Mm. Per log collected, it would fall. So if two people were cutting it, it could be one in 16 per person, per log. Then, you know, increase it by eight each time. So the chance is the same. So it could potentially fall in one log, chop, or multiple. It would last around about the same amount of time. So let's say 100 people were chopping it. It would be like one in 800. Woo, yeah. But 100 people are chopping it. So you're okay. going to hit that at about the same rate as a one in eight person would. That's how I would have done that, it. it would have that actually is, the that's the smartest way. Because whenever they try to do timer things, there's always issues with it. Yeah, um, that's hate, what we saw with Motherload yeah. Mine as well. I hate Motherload Mine. It's horrible. It's so ass. People it's do so it bad. just because it's easy. I know. No it's another. It. Everyone hates it. It's another update of like people just accept it because it's easy or whatever. Like the, they, they can't actually say it's a great mini game. It's not. It is not good content. It is ass content. Absolute dog shit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, you're you're right on that. I'm glad you brought that up because that is a better alternative. Yeah. Um, I like that. It feels like the respawn rates are all across the board like slightly faster. Is that true? Um, in the trees. Yeah, like when they've died, is there a faster I think it's respawn? The same. Okay. I don't think they changed that. Okay, maybe they haven't no. then. Yeah, I think you just haven't seen trees for a while. Yeah, I really haven't. I've just seen redwoods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, they could um yeah, that would that would be great. I think that would be a great way to go about it. Mm -hmm. I also think that the cap of like 5 would be the best. Yeah. I've got I thought of another idea as well the other day. So instead of this stupid leaf shit that they're doing, I don't know why they're doing leaves. Um they're basically they're trying to add more money to woodcutting by adding another item mm -hmm. when instead what they should do is make the current items logs be worth more or have more value. That would be the, in my opinion, right thing to do. Yep. I wouldn't mind because this also equals a fire making buff because fire making is useless. I wouldn't mind if, for example, you lit a magic log next to a magic tree. Uh, you got an invisible boost for cutting magic trees, so it gives a reason to burn the log while you were cutting, even if it's just like five. Like even if you were cutting it by yourself, it buffed it to like the five limit that you were talking about, so you mm -hmm. could still get that buff. But when you're by yourself, by doing fine mating, just something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with your points. I I think forestry overall is there's way too much going on and they didn't need yeah. to make it overcomplicate it, especially simply because it's across the entire game besides like yeah. a few select areas. Like the forestry update. All it did was replace woodcutting, the scale, with forestry, which is now the new scale. That's how it fails. Woodcutting is now forestry. Yep, entirely. Yep. That's almost what they did with Winter Todd, but at oh, least... God. Winter Todd. Yeah. 
Uh, but at, is, but at least you know, yeah. fire making didn't really have much purpose anyway. Yeah, so I mean, they like, could have given purpose instead of doing that. The, here, okay, so I need to share this. So, yep, I, I, you probably maybe on Twitter saw my. It's not my idea, by the way, but the the gnome mm. cube. Did you hear? Yeah, that? I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. So the gnome cube was not my idea. That that came from mm-hmm. this guy, these two guys that made the skill idea mastery. And one of the reward mm-hmm. proposals was a gnome cube, which it doesn't need to be called the gnome cube, but it's the idea that you get an item that as a reward, an advanced um, reward from this new skill idea that would cause you to be able to start a um, a three tick action in one click. Yeah. And. Then it got me thinking. I was thinking, okay, what actually makes like skilling fun? What makes what makes a lot of that tick manipulation skilling fun? But obviously, there's downsides to tick manipulation. And then I was thinking mm-hmm. of Winter Todd. I'm like, dude, Winter Todd is the exact example of what you never want to release in this game. Yeah, is clicking something and then not having anything happen for like three to four ticks. Like the dude is like winding up to put the logs in the brazier. Yeah. You click it, and nothing happens. You get frozen again randomly and just uh, just it does it's not satisfying and how i put it on twitter was the i the fun and the satisfaction of tick manipulation in particular but skilling methods is that satisfaction of resource extraction that's predictable it's like yeah you're you you are in control of what's happening it feels like you click something that's happened yes it's the rhythm. It's a satisfying rhythm. And the thing with Wintertard, they intentionally designed it to not be tick manipulatable. That's why there's wind-ups on everything there. And horrible. that's why you get interrupted with the fucking snow shit, which is so annoying. <laughs> it's so bad. I know. It's horrible. Horrible. Them trying to like be anti-tick. It's mm-hmm. They've also done it with certain fishing spots. Certain newer fishing spots, they've completely gone off of the tick uh cycle or like the 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 skilling timer as they call it and so like there's for example infernal eels you can't Mm three you cannot tick manipulate them it's impossible they've designed it that way because this is an afk method so we're gonna design it we're gonna code it so that's impossible for you to try to do anything it's dumb it's so dumb it's like stupid like tick manipulation is a core part of skilling and the game they need to lean into it not away from it i know they need to balance things with that in mind that that is what people will do bounce it around it not ignore it and block it out bounce around it i know people like to do these things so why prevent them i know and it's actually fun the 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 problem is that people don't try it and i i completely understand why people wouldn't try it and some some people don't want to and that's totally fine you can play the game however you want but the problem is is that none of the fun and none of that like uh excitement is coming from additional tick or additional clicks and that is where like that gnome cube idea is just brilliant in my eyes is this idea yeah. that tick manipulation across the board you you're keeping all the fun from it all the satisfaction everything else that comes from it but you're removing an unnecessary click every single time by having to click like a, a knife and a log or an herb and a tar. It's just one. And for those, yeah. there was an argument going around just like, well, I want to click more. Well, you still can. You know, you can have a feather and a dart stack and you can, in between those, you know, fletch a dart or whatever if you're really into that. But th- this gives you more options, actually. Yeah. 
I feel like if the Norm Cube was added, people would no longer ever do the dot feather thing. Just because why would you when you've got this, which is less clicks and easier? Even though they enjoy that, why would they do it when they've got an easier option? Well, the thing is, is I mean, all, all I'm saying is that if somebody's true, truly saying that they actually enjoy doing that method because there's more mm. more clicks involved, then here, like you can literally gain zero time XP then during this by doing fletching, adding fletching. Because if you already yeah. wanted to do that in the first place, now it's one fewer clicks and now it's only three clicks instead of four, which it was previously. Yeah. That's fair. So yeah, it's it's kind. Of, it reminds me of kind of how like board, you never use like shift drop. You want to keep as muscle memory yeah. and like right clicking and using items and stuff like that. So that that does make sense. People probably, if they really did enjoy it and wanted to keep doing it, they would. So yeah, that that makes sense. But I'm not against the norm cube. I know some people yeah. are, but no, and and I don't, I, I don't think it's the worst idea. I definitely understand the idea of like easy scape or whatever, but that's why yeah. I'm trying to almost just show the idea that like it's it easy scape it's there's different ideas it's like i'm thinking quality of life i'm not saying do this to make it easier i'm doing this Mm. for quality of life's sake most of the quality of life updates we've had in this game have been really good like for the long-term game as we've seen like there's just and we see rune light like rune light is literally you can just you can literally switch the terminology and say rune light is easy scape but it's like yeah. literally made the game so much more playable and so much more fun for like the majority of players. Removed, if Runelight was removed right now, so many people would quit. Yeah. Runelight is carrying old school. <laughs> Runelight is adding all the quality of life that Jagex will not add. I know. That's exactly what. And so I'm trying to paint that the idea of a gnome cuber, the idea of just one click mm-hmm. as literally just it's not easy scape. It's called quality of life and in the long yeah. term it's going to be really a healthy change in my opinion yeah and i have actually thought about the norm cube quite a lot and i kind of come up with a backstory for it okay uh, it. <laughs> another small favor a sequel Ooh. to one small favor so and it would still be a norm cube so my idea was a sequel to one small favor that's an even bigger favor i haven't like thought out what the favors would be but it would be a similar in like similar how one small favor was yeah and do you know how at the end of one small favor he like he's like oh i guess you want a reward and he just kind of looks in his pockets and finds a key ring yeah and yeah. just gives you it and says here you go it's the same thing again but you get the norm cube oh like, here, oh, here you have this i found it i fell out of the sky recently so he gives you it and then you go to the crashed glider on eastern karamja it fell out of that norm's pocket when the, the glider was coming down and then he talks to you and tells you about it and Ooh. the cube itself, I'm imagining it's kind of like a Rubik's Cube, but the yeah. Gnome Cube. So you'll click on it, and it would initiate three to action, would be, which would be basically you just doing a, a Rubik's Cube. And he would basically tell you that and say, he'd say, you can keep it. Um, obviously, you wouldn't break game immersion because it wouldn't talk about, you can use this for ticket manipulation. Yep. I wouldn't say that. I would say it's just a fun little cube. Um, have some fun with it or whatever. But yeah, oh, that's, that's my idea for it anyway. You're a genius, dude. I love you. Like, it's brilliant. <laughs> that is brilliant. It just ties everything together. <laughs> I feel like it fits. It totally. Fits. I totally think it fits. Yeah, I'm obviously I'm biased. The but glider it's and amazing. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And another small favor. 
to get this useless item that you think's useless, like the keyring kind of mm -hmm. is. But yeah, it's it's actually useful if you use it in the right way. Yeah, I think it could have some really great potential in the game, and it could uh, just across the board. This is another thing that across the board with skilling um, would just be a really helpful item that's like genuinely useful and genuinely makes a positive impact in quality of life for the game. And like, yeah, yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah, I'm not against it. I'll be fine with it coming in the game. It, it does just reduce the amount of clicks by one yeah and it would be satisfying as well so it I keeps all the satisfaction it. yep it doesn't increase xp rates it doesn't change anything it just changes one click exactly that's unnecessary all. click too okay yeah. um let's go to the next one uh loot broadcast for friends chat yeah well it's self-explanatory it's just loot broadcast for friends chat and that's it just yeah. add it. That needs to be because a thing. Because clans have it. It's amazing. It feels more social. You're seeing what each other's doing. Someone got a cool drop. Everyone can go like, yay, well done, grats. Uh, but it would be nice to have that in friends chat as well. Apparently, it's quite easy to add as well. So I don't know why it's not been done. Sailing. It's like a small a small <laughs> thing we could do that would just make friends chat so much more enjoyable. Yeah. And drops and it would just feel great. Yeah. Okay, pet insurance removal. Right. Pet insurance. Who the hell likes pet insurance? Pet insurance was originally designed as a cash sink, a money sink, right? Okay. Because people would lose the pets and Jags were like, okay, we'll add pet insurance so you can get it back, but it'll cost money. Mm -hmm. My opinion is remove pet insurance entirely. When you die, your pet stays with you, but you respawn, your pet's still following you. And that's it. Because pet insurance right now, all it does is makes people not want to do anything with the pet out in case <laughs> they die. Because it's so annoying. Like, I never have my pet out just in case I ever do something <laughs> dangerous. And it, it's... People love to have the pets out. They like to show off what they've got. But they can't because of the stupid insurance. See, you know what's so funny about this? Is you're yeah. making the most valid, just completely clear-headed points. And yeah. we, I can already see the community being incredibly dogmatic about this and just saying like, no, it's been this way. We have to keep it this way without any no. actual argument as to why. Just keep it because it was that way. Pet insurance is ass. That is totally. T I I was actually really curious of what your argument was. It was like, oh, I kind of like gold sinks, but you're totally right. The it prevents people from showing off their pets, and a yeah, lot of the time, it's just, gold. Yeah. It barely sinks gold anyway. The GE does a fantastic oh, yeah. job with the tax. The pet insurance is not sinking anything, really, because no one's dying with their pets out, because no one's got the pets out. All it's doing is stopping people having the pets out. That's yep. all the insurance yep. is doing. And, and just pissing people off whenever they do yeah. die, and then just pretty much de-incentivizing yeah. them having it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, and that's an easy one that they could make. A simple change, it would take like half an hour of programming, probably remove it just let the pets stay with you when you die boom quality of life that's fantastic people will love it everyone will have the pets out it'll be a beautiful day in runescape see here's the problem is they would pull it and people wouldn't see the arguments they would only see the question yeah and then they would vote no to it because it's a change yeah <laughs> potentially I've got a bullet point about polls as well okay um <laughs> 
let's let's talk death item reclaim remove right. fixed prices at certain locations in 53 yeah days. yeah you, you go for it you yeah it. this is mainly for consistency across the game because death item reclaim is so inconsistent across the board half the bosses have got like a little box outside where your stuff goes and you pay 50k 100k whatever to get it back what's the point in that when we've got the the death system now if you're going to risk a large amount of money, be prepared to pay a large amount of money to, to get it back. And that's how it should be. That's a cash sink. That's good. That adds risk. But when you've got this, like, pay 100k flat fee, no matter what it is, you might as well just go and all your good stuff. Why not? Who cares? It's the same amount anyway. But this is mainly for consistency. And it's also a cash sink. But yeah. Yep. And also the, the Zora thing as well. That's just, they just put that in there back when they changed the, that ages ago just to appease people. That is arbitrary and should just be non-existent. <laughs> I know. I know. Here's, here's the other thing is like what I've heard is I remember when they were first coming out with this idea like, oh, it's unfair that Zora used to be free and now the people that are learning it, you know. Yep. That's what they said. I, I just I just remember thinking like, dude, like you don't you don't have to die. There's such thing as teleports. Like there's such yeah. thing as like leaving the Get kill good. early. Like there's so this Get idea good. that oh no, I'm trying to learn this and I need to die to it in order to learn it. It's <laughs> like that's not even the case. Like you could literally just tell me out. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, like imagine if we had this free reclaim on all these bosses, how stupid that would be. It's very it's stupid that's even on stupid. Zora. It's very stupid. I, I, you know what? I'm looking. I'm actually now curious if I'm if I'm gonna disagree with you on any of these points. <laughs> to be honest, mm. everything you've said is pretty, uh, pretty sound. Yeah, I mean, I've got some like hot hot takes. That I'm excited. Might not them. like, but that okay. me, you might disagree with, but I have valid reasons for them, and I do think it would enhance the game. Okay, yeah. let's talk about the next point. You can read it. Oh yes, current favor. Right, remove. Right, current favor. Right, what a terrible thing. Who likes current favor? Not me. Do you like it? The problem is, it just takes up an entire tab that's completely oh, useless. Yes. The stupid tab in there with your quests, achievement diaries, and then we've got one for current favor for some reason. Dude, current favor is it's like it's actually worse than the designer of Giants Foundry. It's it's yeah. let 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 us add absolute miserable menial tasks yep that no one likes no one wants to do them the boring <laughs> all it's doing to... is stopping people from doing what they want to do <laughs> and it's a stupid tab that we'll have to have there forever now <laughs> next to our quest and diaries just to be reminded that it's there oh my god dude. so annoying but we've got the five house quests now make the rewards that you would have got from the favor make them rewards from the quests that you do there it makes sense. I don't know why they haven't done that. Do you remember when the like current? Were you were you playing when Zia first came out? Uh, yeah, I yeah, I remember start? walking past miles and miles of tide farm. The, yeah, miles <laughs> of tide farm, miles of grass. There was no paths. You you arrived at Zia and you walked off the like the the port onto just a field, and that's Zia. That's the whole thing. <laughs> it's so it was bad. So and it was, bad. Uh, and the so favor bad. system was even worse back then, where if you did anything in any other house, it would drain <laughs> from the ones that you've just done. Yep. Yep. 
It was yeah. the worst thing I've ever seen. Everyone e- hated it. Even after they changed it, you had to like talk to like a certain NPC to lock it in. And yeah, also, they made a mini quest. That was a mini quest. Th- they've made extreme like helps into getting favor quicker now. Like there's like genuinely like everything's like over twice as fast. I'm pretty sure for oh, yeah. favor now. And I remember doing full favor the old school way with no quest help. I'm I'm talking literally. I think it was like three hours of sulfur mining. Like yep. I, I literally think it was three hours of it. it yeah, was I did the it as worst. well. It was absolute ass. It was one of the worst things I've ever done. You get like no XP. You feel like you're wasting your time. You're getting fucked up by these clouds that are NPCs. Yeah, you're getting poisoned to death by little thought clouds. <laughs> Absolute ass They they literally <laughs> like that is literally when I think about it, <laughs> an update that a masochist is coming out with like let let me like the, the Jagex was like, hey, make the most dog shit possible system right now. I dare you. Like, let's see how dog mm-hmm. shit this can be. And that's what they literally produced. Yeah, and I don't know why Jags don't look back at what they've made and think, hmm, this is still shit and it's still in the game. Let's fix this and remove it. Because that needs to be removed. Oh my Just distribute God. the rewards to the five house quests and leave it. Get the tab removed, put the minigames tab back there. Totally. Done. Totally. Yeah, it's an abomination to this game. Yeah. It's horrible. Also, on minigames tab, um, remove the minigame teleports. I know some people, this is one of the hot takes. People might think this is the like the minigame teleports. They should never have been added. Why the hell do I have minigame teleports on the minigames tab? I don't know. We've got like stuff like the games necklace, uh, the ring of dueling, stuff like that for the teleports already. And now we've got these other ones where you do like home teleport to different minigames. The reason they did it initially was because they thought it was going to make minigames popular all of a sudden because people can just teleport there. Obviously not. <laughs> people just use it as an easy early game teleport, but I, I don't think it should exist at all. Mm-hmm. What, I actually agree with you on that. Yeah. It is It is a hot take, obviously, because a lot of us have gotten used to it. Yeah. I mean, this is I equate this hot take to the hot take of like the Ornit pool being too OP. Oh, that is very OP. Be- because I'm I'm totally with, like, obviously it's just been so many years that me even saying to change the Ornate Pool, people are just going to be screaming. Just, the thing no! is, the Ornate Pool, I don't think directly it is overpowered. I think the issue is how easy it is to get back to bosses after you've been to the Ornate Pool. That's the issue. Like, I... people wouldn't be using an Ornate Pool for DKs, would they? Because it takes so long to get no, there. No, no, no. If you so... could teleport straight the ladder, then yes. Here... This is my point on it. I don't think that extending the distances to certain bosses is the way to handle it. I actually mm. truly think the way to handle it is there needs to be a constant cost to using your Ornit pool. Yeah, so either by paying your butler, your butler is so either it's just paid by gold, which I actually think mm. would be the most convenient and fair way, or you're constantly loading up your potions into it. And maybe it could yeah. cost a significant amount less, you know? So, like, maybe, like, yeah. you putting in 10 stamina actually does, like, 100 doses instead of just 40. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that as well. There's a few different ways you can balance it, but as it is right now, it is it is overpowered. It's because it's entirely free. It's yeah. You can use it as much as you want. So, it and, and again, going back to the whole, like, trying to prevent people from using this thing that they've created by 
artificially just making the path to a, a new boss just extremely long and tedious is not the way to do it. It's literally, you have to add a cost to that pool. It is incredibly broken. And yeah, that's the way to handle it. Honestly, that's my, my take on it. Yeah, I think that would be fine. I do think that getting to bosses has become far too convenient, though. Especially with some, like, some of the new ones. Like, even with, like, with Zora, do you remember when it would drop, like, a thousand fucking teleports straight yep. back to Zora? Yeah, horrible. That was... I, I Honestly, I don't think the Zora teleport scroll should exist. I really don't. I think it should have just been go to the fairy ring and just jump over the thing and go to Zora that way. I personally like the Zora teleport scrolls. I like how yeah. you get them and they have a cost to it. A, a significant yeah. cost that's like, okay, it's still going to be worth it if you're an efficient player to use these. But you are going to be... Yeah. You know, losing a little bit of your money, but for any yeah. efficient player, you're realizing that KVS is worth it. Yeah, it is more fair now, but back then it was like 50 GP for totally. a scroll. See, which was just like stupid because they were just infinitely dropping like all the time. So, um, I love the idea of scrolls. I think actually, Serb, Serb is a great example of. I actually think there should be more yeah. scrolls given, and they really should not be untradeable. They they don't even need to make them it's, more common yeah, as long as they were it's... tradable. I don't understand the consistency with this. Like, why are the Zoro ones tradable and the Cerberus ones not? Totally, yeah. Um, I, I the think they should all be with, tradable. Yeah, I think we do need more consistency across the board with tradability of items. Like, the, you know, like the Nightmare staff, when you put an orb on, all of a sudden it's not tradable now. I don't know why the hell that's a thing. It's like, imagine a God Sword if you put... Like a hilt on a god sword, and then it was just not tradable. Yeah. Like why? Why is it like that? Just make it tradable. Start with these weird things. Just make it consistent and tradable. Totally. It's the same with um, what was it? I've got a bullet point on this. Um. Oh yeah, like um, like the Avernic Defender hilt. I don't know why it has to be an attachment to the Dragon Defender. It's not like it's hard to get. I personally think it should just drop as an Avernic Defender straight from the chest and just make it tradable. Don't make an attachment to the Dragon Defender. There's no point. Yeah, if anyone's going to get an Avernic Defender anyway, they probably already have the Dragon one. So why have this extra step that is pointless? Yeah, that's one it's of the... It's like 80 mil, isn't it? Oh, they're expensive now. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, that is a good point. I think uh, for the most part, I some some attachments are definitely warranted, but that that is definitely one yeah, that some, isn't particularly. Warranted. That one is that one is unnecessary. Some are fine, but that one yeah. is just like, what's the point? Just make You're it right. and have to be tradable. I think at the time it made more sense. As time goes yeah. on, we're just like whatever. Yeah, and this is why Jags need to like look back at what game they have currently and try to improve it instead yeah. of only looking forward because they're kind of ignoring everything that's an issue at the minute. You know what really bothers me yeah. is is still to this day the scaling of TOB. Theater of Blood. Yeah, the Theater of Blood scale. So if you're in a five man, all yeah. the HP of bosses and stuff is in a five man scale, and then four man, and then mm -hmm. three man. But then two and one man is all just, you know, three man scale. Um, yeah, I, I, I think do, I, I think it lowers a little bit actually. I, I think it it should scale down better, honestly, because the other two raids are soloable, where this one is just not, because it's how stupid it scales. Well, I think it would be good to make it soloable. 
at some capacity. He, Maybe not efficiently, but here here's my take on it. It's like you can go that route where everything's scalable. I love how they did it with Nex, where it's like, okay, yeah. Nex is a certain amount of H. This is a boss that is not gonna be changing. You can kill it however you want. You want to mass it, you're gonna just annihilate it. Problem with Nex yeah. is there's so much downtime where you're just your hits are being nulled. I think that's stupid. Um, I also yeah. think just the respawn time of next needs to not be as long, but for the most part, I actually like that. I wish TOB was always, you know, a three man. I actually like the three man scale in, in general. Mm -hmm. I think that's like a really good balance. I think everything should be scaled to that. And so if you're going in as a five man, you're going to just breeze by it a little bit. It's going to be an easier thing because you have more people, but it's still the yeah. exact same fight. And in that case, yeah. now you actually have a, a little bit of like choice. You're like, okay, I want to do this, you know, with more people to get it done faster. But all the rates are mm -hmm. still the same. Nightmare was a nightmare when they changed. Literally, it was a nightmare how they scaled it because they made it so 80 mans scale to literally 80 man of like the um, HP. Multiplied by 80. Yeah, like everything was just it, every phase had like Jesus. twenty thousand HP. It was literally twenty thousand HP, and the the problem is they didn't correlate that with the drops at all. Like it was literally if you were in an eighty man, it was a one in ninety thousand to get a an orb in your name. You would have to kill ninety thousand eighty mans for you yourself to get an an orb in your name to get on rate for the orb. Yeah, I think it was a specific orb, but still, yeah. like ninety thousand. What the fuck yeah. is going I, on here? I don't know who balances this game, or people just like flip a coin. But they, it doesn't feel like it's been very thought through with a lot of the balance in the past. Well, since since Zora, really, they've like the balance has been ass. Yeah, they they've started to understand. I remember literally having an like a legitimate argument with some of the J mods that'll go unnamed. In my stream, I, I was trying to just tell them, like, there is, this math does not compute. Like, the drop rates do not compute whatsoever with Nightmare, how the scaling goes. And the idea was, well, you know, if we, this is how they responded, like, well, if, and they've probably changed their mind because we've seen better drop rates in the, you know, since then. But they were saying, yeah. like, well, you know, if 80 people are in this fight, that means, you know, there, there's going to be way too many items coming into the game. I'm like... Well. What? Like that is the stupidest art like that to, makes no to, sense. To make the rates like appropriate by saying, well, if 80 people are we don't want the game to get flooded too much. The, oh my god. It was like so, it was actually painful trying to argue that point to them. Like um yeah. that is stupid because if there's 80 people there doing one boss, and what the multiplying the rate by 80 as well for the item. So it's essentially like 80 people doing one eightieth of a boss, right? Instead of eighty people sharing one boss, um, like for example, if if all eighty people individually soloed the boss, that that's exactly be... the point. And yeah, I'm and trying to explain it, but I can't. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah I it's it's hard to put into words, but it's very yeah. simple to see the point. And if you, you know, you gave me five minutes, I could write out the exactly how I feel about it. But and also. If eighty people are killing this, that's eighty people less that are killing anything else. So yeah, exactly. like. That's 80 people less. That, this is one boss fight with one drop and you're scaling it times 80 when there's 80 people here. It should be the same rate yeah. for all, like for everyone. 
I know. Because everyone's doing the boss together. It was such a shit show. I could just... Oh, my God. Like, if I... Oh, my gosh. Those first few days, I remember watching Bodie's videos on Nightmare Release, and nobody... He had not... He was doing huge masses. I'm talking, like, 50-plus people in there for, like, yeah. three days. I think he saw, like, a jar in, like, 300 KC. Wow. So, we're, we're talking, like, 15,000... You know, what should have been the equivalent of, like... 15,000 like individual like people getting roles, you know? Yeah. No, there was nothing that was dropped besides like a jar. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And, and especially because the health and stuff's being multiplied by that amount. You might as you're basically it's... doing the amount of stuff you would be in a solo anyway. Exactly. So why didn't it just like be normal? I it don't was, know. It was it they was overcomplicated sh- it and it ruined it essentially. It was a total shit show. And I'm glad yeah. they you know change their ways a little bit i've got a small point on nightmare as well um just i think the drop table is fine it's good this is how drop table should be it shouldn't drop fucking resources out the ass like a lot of ones do these days Mm -hmm. but the uniques are a bit too rare so i do think they should be made i think it's like one in one six seven that you'll get a rare Mm -hmm. on average like across like all of them in total Mm -hmm. i think one in a hundred would be fine Totally. And I I don't know why Jags are so against like rebalancing something that's just not very well balanced because Nightmare still isn't perfectly balanced. Yeah. Here, they're just against it. They never do it. Here's the problem is they're trying to be very careful. And I actually appreciate that because like, for example, Lake and me and a few others, we were grinding the worst state of Nightmare. Or, well, not the worst state because the first two weeks were just horrendous. Yeah. People calculated day day one, people calculated completing nightmare would take sixty five hundred hours. It was like doing wow. it was like doing two hundred mil agility like three times or twice or something. It's just ridiculous. And then they obviously made like drastic changes within the first two weeks. But the thing is they're trying to be careful because they know players have invested thousands of hours potentially into this boss and them saying, Oh, well, this is unbalanced, let's just boost the rates by you know a hundred percent it's like they do this anyway though they do this with everything anyway they say they won't but then they add something that just boosts the rates of skills no you're you're right though they they made a blunder on nightmare the whole thing was a pretty much just a huge blunder um they literally had to just revamp the entire boss and now normal nightmares never killed anyway like the whole thing was a total shit show and yeah. they admitted it. They said, we tried to do way too many things at once, and we missed the mark on every single one. Yeah. And and they could really make the drop rates. I don't actually think anybody would be that butthurt if they made the drop rates 1 in 100. Yeah. Be, be, we have to see it, though, as like this is a healthy change to the game that's going to make this boss fight more enjoyable long-term for players, and we yeah. have to see that. Like, think about 100 nightmares. Like Fasani Nightmare Souls. Just to get an item. Yeah. How lo- so it's like, what, is it 8 minutes-ish for a fight? So that's, what, 800 minutes? Yep. On average, you would get one drop. So that's like, what, 12 hours? It used 12 to be, hours of Fasani's? It used to be 35 hours. I, I When I was doing Nightmare, it was 35 hours to get one drop, and it was always a staff for me. Yeah, I think it's like 18 hours at the minute, isn't it? Around about. But I think yeah, getting it down from 18 to 12 would be fair. I think that makes it a fair boss to do. And yeah, um, I think that's. I think they should do that. To be honest, they should. I would even be okay if it was just one in eighty. Um, 
Even one in 80 would be like appropriate. It is a, a solo boss. The They could actually... I, I do think regardless of what they do to the actual rebalancing of the item stats, it, this mm. is going to be my proposal, is like, first of all, full Inquisitor should guarantee Dragon Warhammer specs. I've been saying that for years. Yeah, that would be good. That makes sense. Actually, the thing is, right, so not specifically Dragon Warhammer, but including Dragon Warhammer, I think it should guarantee any crush weapon spec to always land because it buffs crush. Hmm. I feel like it just being Dragon Warhammer feels arbitrary. And even though what I'm saying does make it even more powerful, it makes yeah. more sense as well. The concern... Well, here's the lore behind the Dragon Warhammer. I don't know if you've ever like just walked around the Nightmare Place. There's people with the Dragon Warhammer mall. Oh, right. It's like, it's like, that, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like that two-handed thing that they're carrying. And yeah. they could wrap some sort of lore behind the Dragon Warhammer was what we used back in the good old days or whatever. And yeah. It has some ability with this and only simply because there are people walking around with those but i haven't actually checked the balancing maybe it could be appropriate if all crush weapons were like that all yeah. crush spec weapons i mean it's not like there's many crush spec weapons yeah and god swords are not by the way for those one yeah that's slash you can't put it on crush and make it go crush yeah yeah i i think that could be fair um i also just want them to boost the overall inquisitor set to four percent it's right now at 2.5. 4% would get, make it so the ham joint gets an extra max hit, which I would love. Yeah. They might as well. I mean, it's it's not a very good set, is it? It's not. Not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> no. The okay. next point. Should I go yeah. on the next point? So, <clears throat> Catacombs of Karend removed and redistributed. So... The Catacombs of Karend, I don't know what your opinion is on this, but I think it is probably the worst... One of the worst updates of all time. <laughs> uh, not only does it look like absolute ass because it's just purple <laughs> and a purple maze, basically, with like blue floors. I don't know why. Let me just pause. Me, we, we are shitting on this game because we love it. Yeah, That's, this is all out of love. We would not. Yeah, this be... is love. Yeah. I want this. I want the game to do better, and we've got all this shit that needs fixing. Yes, this is purely coming out of love, and so yeah. I just want to paint that point. It's, we would not be talking on a perfectly good Tuesday afternoon about a game that we didn't care about deeply. Yeah, it's okay. called tough love, and sometimes you need it because people like these things that I'm talking about. Not maybe not everything. Maybe some of them are hot takes, but a lot of these will drastically improve the game, and I do think it's important that they've at least thought about. Because I feel like Jags just does not look at what they've got and how they can improve it. Because there's a lot of stuff that just release it, say this is this, and then they move on to the next never thing and they never again. look back. Yeah, yeah. It's like, do you remember that old clip from I think it was like 2015 when Mod Mark was on the old school Q and A, and he was talking about how they were always focused on the next big thing and they never looked back at like what doesn't work and then they basically got this whole game this huge game where like 90% of the content is dead and that's what's happening to old school now yep. the same thing again and it needs to be addressed before it's too late because it's it's getting there it's not too late yet but it, it is getting there yeah yeah but the catacombs I hate them <laughs> um, I hate how it looks I hate that it's multi-combat I hate that it's, I hate the necreals that are 
infinite slayer xp and free magic xp and you make money doing it as well terrible they did not balance that place at all oh no there was, it's no, one of the, there was the, no it ruined on slayer it, it destroyed slayer yeah. it, it's one of the worst things ever like neve's cave back in the day people didn't like it but it didn't break slayer it just had everything in one cave yep which wasn't great but at least it didn't you know destroy slayer uh, when that was removed, I think, did this come out after or before Neve's Cave 2.0? I think it was around about the same time. Probably. I can't remember. But um, but they already knew, oh, it's a bad idea to have all the monsters in one cave. Let's do it again and bigger. <laughs> that's basically what they did. And let's yeah. make a multi-combat as well. Yeah. And make it purple. Because nobody, nobody knew that barraging would be the meta because it had just never been before. So they, they it was a complete oversight, I think. Yep, and I don't know why they didn't go, oh, this was an oversight, let's fix it now. Nope, and, let's just leave it forever. And the other problem is, like, on top of them, like, clusterfucking all these monsters into one cave, they also made it so, you know, Necreals and alongside Gargoyles and everything just had insane drop table buffs. Yep, I don't know why they time. did that. So now you have these greater Necreals just shitting out, like, good, Rune valuable items. stuff. Yeah. All you literally time. profit barraging them, <laughs> which know. is so dumb. You get what? Is it? It's not like a hundred k slayer XP an hour or something doing them. Probably more, or more. If and like three hundred k magic XP and loads of health XP, and it's you make money doing it. It's like <laughs> who the fuck made this? I know. Like what the hell? It's horrible. It's horrible. But yeah, in my opinion, remove the entire thing, delete it right, and remake it. Do you know how they did the giant's den? That's great. Giant's Den is great. Yeah, Giant's Den is fantastic. Do that. Add little caves around Karend. One with dragons in. Put that at Lovakenge. Um The Dust Devils put that down by the beach. A little cave down there. Uh, with the crabs and stuff. Unique caves with a unique art style. Have the little crystal things if you want. Because I know they want to have the Skatezo stuff. Mm -hmm. And then have a new catacomb. Honestly, I would say put it underneath Karen Castle instead of through the statue. Put a little staircase down into the like the, the catacombs that you can enter instead of through. I don't know why they put it in the statue. Put it inside. <laughs> it makes no sense. I know, it looks you, like you're you digging open... in a statue. <laughs> it's so dumb. I don't know why it's there. Put it inside the castle. You go down and it make, make it look like an actual catacomb. Yeah. Not, I don't know, a purple cave thing. Make it a catacomb and have that be undead creatures, zombies, skeletons etc ghosts whatever because it's a catacomb and and you know what so you know like the dark altar thing that brings you to Skotizo yeah yeah that thing you can use ancient shards on it to teleport, to teleport. around yep. please that make that a one time cost I think well I would remove it entirely me no with no. this I, I well, literally the altar, I think I think there should be altars in every single one of those little dens that you're mm -hmm. talking about like little dens and so now you do have a way to be in one thing and use the altar to teleport to the next one i actually think yeah. that like even though yes it would kind of bring them all together in some sort of way at least i don't yeah. know so the way they've got at the minute is giant's den has a little crawl space that takes you to the catacombs mm -hmm. i wouldn't mind if you could connect with them all through crawl spaces i think that would be fine well, yeah. linked it in some way because they are connected through the crystals. Yeah. Um, I, I, I haven't I just, thought much about the teleport thing, but 
The problem is, like, they came out with that, and nobody's ever really used it. There's some real... It's a waste. Yeah, it's a complete waste. You have to use one shard on... I think it's just one shard per, it's per one teleport. teleport. It's ridiculous. So yeah. if they could make it so it's like, you know, some hefty one-time fee or something like you now, you can now use them everywhere. Um, you would still go to your respective areas, you know, like if you wanted to go to like the whatever, the Dragon's Den, you, you mm. wouldn't necessarily <laughs> just go to the middle and then use, you know, the teleport there. But you could if you wanted to, but there would also be a quick option just going to the source itself and going down. Yeah. They could even have like an altar in each one, and you have to activate each one individually with like the uh, totem. Mm. So each one costs a totem. Ooh, I like that. I do yeah. like that. So obviously you're sacrificing one Skatizo kill for that, but I, I mean, if it's worth it to you. Totally. No, that's completely appropriate. Yeah, I think yeah. that's great. And then we should have the main central altar, probably in Arceus. It makes the most sense because it's kind of like magical i mean it's got the crystals all over our case already it's it's the same theme of, of scottizo they could have some kind of underground dungeon with demons and then an altar that takes you to scottizo's lair perfect yeah and, and personally i think scottizo's lair needs a whole revamp as well it looks terrible it looks really bad it's that whole and it's fight most, is stupid the whole fight is absolute ass cheeks i would just shrink the room make the room smaller because <laughs> it's just, it's just an, an annoying fight to be honest you just run to altars and hit it once that is not fun to shrink the room, have the altars there if you want, just make it so that you don't have to run a marathon for each one. You know what they should also do? <laughs> yep. They should, and like, this is a, uh, actually, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna hold back on that. It was, it was kind of a stupid, <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking brief, I was like, what if you could like cut up ancient uh, shards and make it into like arrow tips so you could just Tebow the 100s oh, on God. the pillars? <laughs> just, but that is just convoluted as fuck. Like just change the fight arrows. itself. I mean, Demon Bane Arrows is an idea because we do have Demon Bane weaponry, like yeah. our fight, which Ooh. is also charged with that. So it, it would make sense to make Demon Bane Arrows that are good against demons <clears throat> or bolts. Can we please talk about Dragon Bane weaponry? Um, yeah, Lan like Lance and stuff. What you Yes, yes. This is the problem. This is my personal take on specialized weaponry. Including yeah. Arclight, including Dragon Hunter Crossbow, Dragon Hunter Lance. Yeah. Yes, in theory, cool. You now have this one weapon that you know is it's is a niche, so it's not good everywhere. But now you've completely eliminated any other weapon to be good against those monsters. So you're yeah. you're seeing it very one sided. Where oh, this is a great idea because it's a niche, but you've just completely over dominated this whole entire category of monsters with one weapon now. Um, yeah. It's the same thing with Arclight. Arclight, the, the reason Arclight is good, there it's not perfect, but it's good because there is a cost to using the Arclight that is now the dominant weapon. There needs to be costs with these specialized weapons, consistent yeah. costs. Or and, even if the, the weapons themselves are just way more hard to obtain or more expensive. I I am completely on the side of it needs to have a consistent cost. A consistent one. And it's yeah. the same uh, same idea with the scythe. Now, there is our, obviously an argument with how tedious it is to upkeep costs and stuff. That's an argument mm -hmm. in and of itself that we can talk about. But And just overall convenience of charging items. The well, charging a scythe with a fucking well, that's a one-stop thing. It's just super arbitrary, putting noted vials yep. of blood and blood. Like, what is going on? Just, uh, just yes. make it so you're just 
put blood runes into the scythe, like, you know, mm -hmm. and have it be a hundred thousand. So you don't have to deal with it all the time. Yeah. That is another argument. But if a scythe was, if you got a scythe from TOB and it's now unlimited, mm -hmm. you have completely removed any other alternative weapon for using stuff because now you just have this insanely OP item that has no cost to it. So yeah. now there is just one dominating meta. It, it literally is the same thing I have a problem with the shadow. The shadow should be way more costly. That thing is a fucking beast. It's a yeah. beast of a weapon and it needs to have a hefty cost to it. Like, and, and this is the really cool thing about PVM if we think about it. Like, we could come out with extremely awesome items. We come out with Zenite bolts as well, like something like insanely good that has hefty, hefty costs, but yeah. it makes PVM so much fun and you have insane power. Like, but there needs to be heavy costs to it consistently. They cannot be free mm -hmm. to use. Yeah, I do agree that um, the more powerful weapons do need to have some kind of cost to use. Every it player does, is so goddamn yeah. wealthy too. Like, just yeah, like just add this. This so. In my opinion, most of the bosses need to be rebalanced because half of them just shit out resources out the ass. Mm -hmm. It's so bad for the game. They could, honestly, um, Musper, one of the worst, I'd say the worst drop table of all time. And that was the most recent boss, so that makes me worried for the Desert Treasure 2 ones. <laughs> it's going to be but, bad. It's going to be bad. Oh, yes. Musper is the worst designed drop table I have ever seen in my life. Wasn't it dropping like 84 noted, like, was it Torstals or something? <laughs> As one of its two roles. <laughs> Who designed this? Who thought that? Oh, Dude, yeah, that's fine. It's called, that's it. it's called um, numbers. It's like they, they see the statistics on a week of release. Holy shit, people are at, interacting yeah. with this new update we got. Can, that's yeah. a success. Jagex based success based on how many people do it. The reason people do stuff is because of how good it, like how much money or XP it generates. They don't do it because they like it or if it's a good update. They just do it for the money or the XP. And that's why Muspel was so popular because it shit out everything. It's horrendous. And the thing is, it could have been so good. It's got the one of the best weapons in the game, that bow. Yep. An upgrade to the imbued heart, yep. which I don't know why they didn't just make that one unique item instead of just being a passive you get the dust and then you stick it on then it's done yep because they could have just had two big drops the ball and the whatever item to add to the heart like i don't know a pacemaker an ancient pacemaker stick it on the heart make them both one in one thousand drop and have literally fuck all else on the drop table no resources maybe one singular herb it drops a renar weed it drops a, like five cooked sharks keeps your trip going Dude, this is all bosses should be dropping, and then it should have the big drops be worth so much money. The, yeah, no, I I agree with that, and I actually think we, when there is a boss that shits out incredible upgrades, those are the bosses that need to not be Vorkath style. Yeah, Vorkath, first of all, way over tuned still, but at least it makes sense because Vorkath is not giving incredible uniques. Um, yeah. Now I have my own take on Vorkath that I've talked about for years. I was thinking like the, I'm not even going to go into that. Actually, I've got take too long. no. I've got I've got an idea on Vorkath as well. Here, let me. Just, I would. Let me yeah. quickly say this, and I'll let you go to the Vorkath. Yeah. Is in regards to Muspa, I honestly think what would have been really cool is to get those Venator shards or whatever, 
or yep. everything could have been like sort of like an unsired, like where you get a Venator shard and then you go to a certain place and then that's like the RNG role for getting whatever you're going to get. I actually, yeah. I, lo I love how Sire works personally. That's my take though. I prefer to seeing a big drop on the floor than gambling it. That's fair. Because the the thing is though, because isn't Unsired like, what's the chance of getting a piece? It's like one in three or something when you use it. Yeah. Because the thing is... Or no, no, it's a, wait, a, wait, a piece of a bludgeon? A piece of bludgeon, yeah. No, it's a 52%. So 50-50? Yeah, pretty much. So that means when you get a bludgeon piece, when you use the Unsired on the thing, mm -hmm. it kind of like dumbs down the hype because you know it's probably, chances are it could be this, where if it just dropped the bludgeon piece on the floor when you're killing the boss, you're not expecting it at all. Do you know what I mean? That's true. So it kind of like prevents the hype. It like... It, it wouldn't need to... Explain, to okay, yeah. okay, so how about this? How about like... Well, yeah. No, I mean, there there's some there's some valid takes there. I, I would like to see personally some sort of Sire style. It doesn't need to be exactly how Sire is where every single thing is just like oh the, now you have the entire drop table maybe it could drop the bow itself from the boss yeah. or whatever but maybe i would be fine with that just drop the whole board don't have it in shards honestly because imagine if you were doing um if you were doing chambers of zarek and you got a fifth of a t-ball wow you're never going to get that big t-ball drop ever again because it's only going to be fifth of an item that's true there is no hype drop you that's just get a fifth point. of a hype drop and that's what it's like with this you've got a fifth of this fantastic ball but there's never going to be any hype when you get it as a drop because you only get a fifth of it each time. Yeah. In fact, you're going to be pissed off it. that you're going dry on the last like fifth of it. Just come yeah. on, just give me it already. Yeah. Like imagine it just drops the whole ball. There it is on the floor. That's hype. Not a, a piece That's of it. That's fair. Like, and then um, the price would be so much higher because it would be less consistent. People wouldn't be like spamming the boss. For resources and just making infinite money anywhere, yep. where they don't even care if they get the ball. The only reason to do it would be for the ball and the heart upgrade has two separate single drops with no resources on the table at all. There shouldn't be resources. This is what's killing skilling. There's no point in, like, why go like mine when bosses just drop like a, a hundred, like, noted gold ore or whatever? Well, there's no point. There's uh, there's other reasons besides just ro just um, GP rewards. I do understand that yep. point, but like on top of it, mining is just not fun. Yeah, I've they, got a I've got a bullet point yeah. in mining as well. Okay, let me hear your point about Vorkath, though. I interrupted you there. Yeah. So this interlinks with so a bit. First of all, I would remove same thing. This is across the board for all bosses. Like no double rolls. No stacks of noted anything. Honestly, remove noted drops entirely. Um, I, lo like I love that take, by the way. Love yeah. that take. I remember you brought it up in, was it with Automology? I'm surprised you remember, to be honest, because I said it in Jason's yeah. chat before. Well, whenever anybody has a hot take that I've been strongly agreeing with for years, I instantly am like, yep, legend. Yeah, I hate <laughs> noted item drops a soul immersion breaking like uh venonatus that's a spider right yep drops 500 noted eggs why is she laying noted eggs what <laughs> she is went that to the bank she's banking yeah, she her banked children. eggs banking her she banked children. her eggs and came back to the wilderness <laughs> like what you doing 
<laughs> just have a big egg sack. Make it change it to a big egg sack or something. Yeah, yeah. something that makes more sense. Uh, but honestly, across the board, I think all <laughs> noted drops should just be removed. Things shouldn't like resources should not be dropping in such a quantity that it requires to be noted in the first place. Yep. And having them noted just makes them just go, fuck it, we'll add 50, 84 noted torstal or whatever. Why not? I would nerf it to 76 now. It's fine. <laughs> That's how it feels. Dude, it's stupid. you're totally, totally right. Um, of course, we've gone so many years without addressing the problem that if we were to make some changes like this... Oh, and here's the other thing. So much of this is intertwined with the horrendous amount of botting that's occurring in this game yep just blatant botting everywhere everywhere yeah the bots are just doing the bosses now so there's no point in these drop tables having the resources on because yeah. back then the solution kind of i think this is where they were going with it they were just going to put loads of resources on bosses because bots can't so that would it. kill bots because at the time bots weren't good enough. Yep. But these days it's just destroying the whole game because bots can do it and they're bringing in infinite resources. Yep. Like it's destroying the whole economy. It's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point is like you can make as many band-aid fixes as you want, but it's never going to fix it. Yeah. That And that was a complete band-aid fix they tried to do. Yeah. It's really sad. Now, I will just go back to the other point of, like, PVM is just more engaging and more fun and more rewarding. Yeah, that's fine. That's in, good. In general. And so that's why skilling, we need to, re, we need to revolutionize what, what makes skilling fun besides just, oh, this is going to get done with quicker. Like, you know, like th this is going to get done with quicker so I can get my 99 mm -hmm. and then move on to PVM for the rest of my life and then quit. Yeah, I think... So the thing is, it's, it is a game, and combat, what is the difference between clicking on a monster and clicking on a rock? The I think it's the risk. The risk and the engagement and the reward and the potential for a large reward. I don't know if somehow in skilling we could make it so that there's a more engaging way to do the skill with a chance of like a rare big drop from skilling i'm gonna literally just give you one example that i just came up with in my head yeah gem mining okay first of yeah. all i love the underground gem mine it's great yeah it's really I love good it. that's great they, yeah. they could they could even sort of design another mining spot like that like i would say you know even kind of just add a few rocks into the gem mine that make the whole circuit feel really smooth especially especially mm -hmm. just thinking about having a gnome cube involved and now think about this you're mining and you can now have a chance at a dragonstone and an onyx yep. a very rare yep. chance of an onyx yeah why not and like why why are these things not being added and the thing is know. oh well There's... bots will do it and then bots will get like Ban the fucking bots then. The bots already do everything. What's the point in hurting skills <laughs> when bots Just already do everything? Ban anyway? the bots then. Like if it, yeah. like that is the botting is a, another topic that is infest yep. that is infecting the game so much in every aspect of it. Yeah, take care bots, of it. Bots are one of the biggest issues, and Jagex are barely doing anything about it. To be honest, I think. Jags are just happy to have the the bonds be bought and the memberships and the money because bots do make Jags money. So Tons of money, yeah. 
yeah, loads of money. Half the people playing the game are robots. Half of the PM members are robots. So, like, why would they want to remove them? Yep, it's pathetic. Even though it's destroying the game, bad, the economy in ruins. And here's because the, of bots and their drop tables. Here's the problem is they don't see it as it's destroying the game. They don't they're see it. That, they, they're not bothered because they're not seeing it on their side. They're just saying, oh, people are still playing. They're yeah, not happy at all, but they're, they're still playing. And, people on and, all these memberships. And the only way to keep them continually engaged is, okay, this new piece of content has to have three rolls on the drop table now. And we just got to keep oh, pumping no. up more stuff. So more dopamine, more dopamine, like with these new bosses and just ignore the infection that is everywhere else yep. in the game. Like, do you remember back in the day, like King Black Dragon, Calpite Queen? It would drop nothing. It would drop what? What would it drop? A 5GP or something. Dude, I remember... Really? Ooh, I remember KB... There we go. I remember KBD, and, uh, you know, it shouldn't have dropped this, but it did drop 100 noted U-logs, and that was ah, yes. an incredible drop. You're like, oh, like, 100 <laughs> U's, 30K, like, let's fucking go. When was that? Was that... When, when did they used to drop those? When, when I was playing in 2015... I was playing in ah. 2015. This is when I was a complete noob, and I ah, thought yes. KBD was like end game for me. Yeah, I yeah. think they probably buffed the drop tails at that point. Yeah, they. And again, going back to noted drops, they didn't even need yep. to do that. They never. That would not have been a thing when the KBD was added. 100 U logs? Hell yep. no. No way. No. The only way thing too the KB, broken. The only thing the KBD had that was unique was the. I think it was a Dragon Med Helm. Mm-hmm. I think that was the only place at the time you could get it. So the only reason to do the KBD was for the D-Med, which at the time was the best helmet in the entire game. Yep. But now, while it's a terrible helmet, who the hell uses the D-Med? <clears throat> so instead, it just shits out resources again. Yeah. I mean, not as bad as some other things, but I think a lot of bosses could be more... They could drop some stuff. Like, obviously, Black Dragon Hide, I would have to drop that. But it should lean more into what it is. Like, why is a dragon dropping herbs, for example? Yep. Or logs? Why does it even have logs? Yep. It, it needs to fit the thematic of what the creature is. Like, it makes sense for Venonatus to drop the 500 spider eggs in order. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's a spider. But it doesn't make sense that they're noted. So that's the issue there. Yep. Literally and also, ha- I think 500 is too much as well. But It is. It is too much. They could literally make it a drop where it's like three giant egg sacks. Like, 300 eggs yeah. is a rare, nice well, can have a giant... A, gi- a gigantic mega egg sack that has 100 eggs in it or something. That's really Wait, rare. Wait, I think the something original like one has 100, doesn't it? Does it? I don't even know. Actually, I know maybe I'm thinking of... what. Do Oh, you know what brought up the whole noted thing was the scaly blue hide. Scaly blue dehyde. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. So, <clears throat> I think the whole... I mean, I think the, the concept is fine. Yeah. Not wanting to just like... Like a new way to get like blue dragon scales instead of just picking them up off the yeah. floor. Yeah. It's fine to come from dragons now with the scaly hide. Cool. It makes no sense that you use a knife on it and you get noted ones. What's that about? <laughs> That's how it works, right? You knife it and you get noted. noted. <laughs> yes. Like what's that? It becomes 50 noted blue dragon scales when you use a knife on a scaly... Why? Just Dude. have a go... And you take one scale off at a time, fill your inventory up, bank them, close it, take them off one by one. What's yep. wrong with that? Yep. Or, you know I mean? or they could do the exact same thing that they did with the giant egg sack, which is perfect, where it's like there's literally you have a knife and that thing and you just click extract while in your bank and boom, they go mm. into your bank. 
Yeah, or if you're not in the bank, you knife it in the inventory yes. full of eggs. Yes, and that's exactly what they've done with the giant egg yeah. sack, which is a great idea. Yeah. This is, again, consistency. There is absolutely no consistency there between the two items, even though they're in not the same genre of item. Exactly. They are basically like bulk items without being noted. Mm -hmm. But they're done in totally different ways. One's done perfectly, and the other one's done absolutely terribly. It's bad. Yeah. So I didn't actually touch on the Volcaf thing entirely yet. So yes, I would remove the like all of the resources across the board for all bosses, like I said. But I would take Dragon Claws from James of Zarek, and that will be its big drop on Volcath. One in, I don't know, a thousand or something. What do you think? Yeah, that was actually... Where did I hear that? I heard that years ago. Yeah, because the thing is, with like the raids, they all have their unique items themed around the raid. Mm -hmm. Like the Twisted Bow, the Buckler, the Ancestral, etc. But then you've got Dragon Claws. It doesn't feel Random. like... Yep. Uh, it doesn't it feels like an outer an outer raid item like something that should come from the overworld like all the other dragon weaponry yep because like the other two raids don't have dragon stuff it mm. makes no sense that only this one has dragon stuff i don't know I, and i feel like it kind of fits on volkath as well oh like yeah it's a dragon dragons normally drop dragon stuff anyway so having volkath drop nothing no resource shitting out all over the place anymore and only having this big was it 90 mil 90 mil drop. I yeah, think that's could, what the work right now. You could still have a skeletal visage, the jar, the, yeah. everything have else. Be rare. And but you could still as well. And and the thing is, is Vorkath would still be consistent profit with the superior yeah. bones. That's all you need. It's like superior bones, some some blue dehyde, and some crazy chances at some uniques. And with some very minimal, mm -hmm. maybe like some food drops or just yeah. little thing. Com uh, totally. I completely yeah. agree with that. Like, even if the claws were, like, stupid rare, like, 1 in 2k. Like, how long does it take to kill 2,000 Vorkaths? Yeah, not that long. Take, what not what that is it, long. like, 35 kills an hour? 30 kills an hour? Is it? Divide that by, wait, so 2,000 divided by 35. That's why. Well, 35 kills. 57 hours. Yeah, and 35 kills an hour is efficient with total max gear. Too. Yeah, so let's say it was 2,000. It could even be 2,500. It'd be one in twenty five hundred with the skeletal yeah. versus being one in five thousand. Yeah, that would increase the price of dragon claws. I'm guessing. I don't think it would kill the price. I think it would make it go even more up. Oh yeah, because way less higher. people would be doing Volcar. The price of the bones would go up because there's less people doing Volcar. The price of prayer would go up, which it needs to. Yep. Because less people are doing Volcar. Yep. I do also. The very next bullet point is about prayer and the wilderness altar, which is one of the worst things. I've ever seen in the game. Dude, um, this is the worst, the <laughs> most the abominable worst. update. It is an abomination. <laughs> yeah, the wilderness altar. What a terrible, terrible update. So it basically just half the price of prayer in one update for no reason. Like, what was the point? Not only did it remove the requirement of needing a gilded altar, it made it twice as good as a gilded altar for free with no risk. Why? I don't know. Remove it. Or even keep the altar if you want. Remove the bone saving effect. So you can either get your gilded altar in your house. Do it that way. Or if you don't have the construction level. You can do it in the wilderness if you want. So you can still get the same XP without saving bones. So it would be the same XP essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, the rates probably would be a bit slower. Because you have to run there. But 
um, the risk, well, the, the trade-off is that you're in the wilderness instead of, so basically either have the construction level or do it in the wilderness. That, that should be the option. Yep. You shouldn't be saving bones. What What is that about? Dude. It makes no sense. It is the stupidest update I had ever seen. Yeah. It was, oh my God. Like the fact that it's still in the game too and has had no adjustments to it. Yeah, I'll just entirely remove the bone saving effect. Just remove Completely, it. Completely, yes. Be, just let it be a normal free gilded altar that anyone can yes. use in the wilderness. And that's just laugh. That's yes. Balanced. Even that <laughs> is balanced. That is more balanced than it is now. Fucking ridiculous. voice of reason right here. Please, Jagex, like, listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, go on, sorry. What it's you gonna been say? in the game for so fucking long. But it's. <laughs> it, it, yep. I am still... A player that believes it's never too late for change. Mm -hmm. It's never too late. Yep. I'm the same. It's never too late. The boat has never sailed. Yep. I don't know why. Right. So Jagex sometimes have this mindset of the ship is now the ship sailed. They can't change it now. But the thing is, the Titanic sailed and it hit an iceberg and it went down. And that's what's going to happen with old school. You need to steer the course. Don't just go straight into the ice field. <laughs> Look look where you're going, because right now you're driving blind into an ice field. That's basically what's happening. Dude, it's so true. It's Everything you've said about... Well, every, every point so far has made perfect sense. And this last yeah. one, just about the uh, the Chaos Altar, it's, it just makes too much sense. Like, you're making too much sense. And you know what? This is a really sad thing, is like... With the release of the Wilderness Altar, I mean, yep. every single Iron Man, you are trolling if you're not using it. You are literally you, trolling. You have to use it. You're forced you, to use it. You, you don't are, have a There's no choice. Yeah, there is no... It. It's it's either... You, what are you going to kill? 30,000 dragons or 15,000 dragons? That's yep. your choice. Maybe 16,000 if you're really bad and die with a thousand of your bones or whatever. Yep. Um, but even then, it's only 16,000 dragons out of 30,000 or whatever the numbers are. And... Yep. It used to be so cool to finally get enough money in construction level to build a gilded altar in your home. You had to have marantils prepped, lighting your incense, going into... Like, dude, that was a great grind, and that was really nostalgic, and it was fair. Yeah. And it's just like it, the zealot robes would have worked perfectly. That could have been, you know, I think that idea was cool, um, but... The, the chaos altar had completely like completely fucking destroyed the skill it's now a wilderness yep. skill prayer is a wilderness skill yep i've got a lot of more thoughts on this point about prayer in, in its entirety and bones personally i think the bone sack as well just to like help people a bit since it's going to be double the amount of bones to get 99 now since the altar was removed i think the bone sack should be able to store bones as the road from Dragon Ball Man 2. I don't really see an issue with being able to store bones, like normal bones, big bones. Yep, there's no issue. Why not? And then, have it be upgradable in future, I would change the elite, is it the elite Fremenic for Dagonoth bones? I would, yep. what I would do, I would remove the noted bone thing from Dagonoths and make it so this bone sack can collect Dagonoth bones into it. So it's exactly the same. They're not dropping noted bones for whatever reason. And it's also infinite storage, but you can only withdraw out of bank. Oh, that's it. Really? Infinite storage? You'd be okay with that? Yep. 
Why not? It's bonds. Who cares? But you can't. But you can only withdraw them at a bank. That's the. Yep. That's the. Yep. Okay. Because noted bonds anyway. Yep, that is would make sense. Storage. So why not? Yep. That Just, would make perfect sense as long as you can yep. only use it as a bank. Um, yeah. And the the thing is, the demand for bonds is going to go up a lot if this alt is removed because people are going to need twice the amount. So, so it makes sense to have another way to collect them, an easy way to collect these bonds. So let me let me just cross this idea with you. What if yep. the on or the non-upgraded sack mm -hmm. was a sack that you could withdraw from, but it only holds twenty-eight, and then the upgraded sack, and 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 also keep in mind this sack could hold any bones. So from the get-go, it holds any bones you want, including superior bones, Dagonoth bones. Mm. But it only holds up to 28, but you can release them as well. You can release them from your... But then there's an upgraded version, which is not necessarily a full upgrade, but this is one that has unlimited storage, but you cannot release them. Because I honestly think there would be a little bit of... Like, I don't know. I, I, for some reason, I think it would be kind of cool to have a sack where you can release them. Like you fill your like room pouches basically exactly your house exactly. do the bones empty your sack do your bones again yeah I think that would be fine but I think it should be a totally different item okay I don't think it should be linked in with this that's fair um maybe like a bone box or something or a like even the like they've got that coffin thing haven't they from the new the update a few years ago yeah what does that do again doesn't it store remains yeah it stores like twenty seven remains or something there you go just add on to that that like would store be... bones in it. That would be Easy. cool because I think both of those options are amazing because one yep. is encouraging long trips because you're not being yep. suffered by inventory space. And the other yep. one would, yeah, have great utility uh, in other like skilling methods and stuff. Yeah. The thing is, since the reason I want to do, like I would love this to be a thing mm -hmm. is because since you're nerfing, like I would want to nerf all these drop tails of these bosses. Instead, a bulk of the money would instead come from the bones. Which is fantastic. Look, that's more for the economy. It's good for press, good for everything. Because the price of resources will go up. The demand for bones will go up. And the supply of like the supply and the demand is both going to go up. So it balances out quite nicely. It makes new ways to make money. Um, I would want it to be the bone sack. I would want it to be like just normal and big bones at first. Obviously, to store infinite of them. Only deposit black bank. Then I would have... The Dagonoth Bones as an upgrade for the Elite Diary. I would have Dragon Bones as a reward for Dragon Slayer 2. So you could store Vorkat's Bones. And I would say as well, for the current... Is it the, the Kebos Lowlands one? Hydra Bones. Let you store Hydra Bones in there too. Mm -hmm. Just like end game upgrades to this bag. It gives you a goal to work towards. <clears> and cool. it's a, that's, that's good. Because people... I know people were asking for noted Hydra bones, but the thing is, Hydra is ridiculously profitable. It is insane. It yeah, drops that, all shits out. That is the exact idea of Muspa. Like yep. this is literally coming out with incredible upgrades: ferocious gloves and dragon hunter fucking lance. Yep. And now it also has a Vorkath table that's on steroids. Yep. So the thing <laughs> is, I would I would remove. I would keep, obviously it keeps it unique. So that's fine. Remove all the extra shit. Just let it drop resort like um, supplies sometimes to keep your trips going. And two but, hydro bones. Yeah. Yeah. And let you honestly, I would not it a one hydro bone to be honest. That would be fair too. Yeah. And then let you store them in the bag because honestly, when you go to hydro, you just leave the bones. Yeah. Because yeah. there's too many. So all these bones are going to 
despawn. Or you just bury them like an idiot. Yeah. It's pointless. It's right, it's pointless for them even dropping two because all of them go away. Yeah. So yeah. just make up one and let you store them all in, in this upgraded bone sack. I think it would, I... it would honestly revolutionize prayer mm-hmm. for the good. It would spice up the economy nicely. I totally agree. What are your thoughts on just the whole demonic ashes everywhere? Um, well, I, I, to be honest, I don't think it's terrible. I actually think it's a good update. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think I don't think it's terrible. I'm not against it. I do like it. I just feel like it's not fully fleshed out. It needs yeah. more fleshing out. Because um, doesn't it do everything the same as normal bones do? That you alter them and stuff. This, I, I've never really used them. This is the problem I kind of have with it. Is that um, first of all, I think the XP of them are a bit too high. Mainly because, yep, like, you for like Abbey Demons and stuff. Yeah, like you're killing an Abbey Demon, and you're like, if you use the spell, it's like fucking <laughs> two hundred and forty or something per, like, just something like quite high. Yeah, I can't remember the actual XP, but. Those are a bit high, um, but I actually really do like the fact that you can kind of get prayer from everything. But this is why I would kind of like a, almost like a rebalance, like take a look and just see, okay, first of all, get rid of the wilderness altar entirely. That's step yep. number one. Step number two is like, just look, if everything is giving you prayer XP, we can really tone back a lot of the XP that everything gives out. Because you literally just kill anything and it's giving you XP yep. for prayer. Um, and I like the bone crusher. I like the the ash burial thing. And yeah. I think we yeah the XP rates are the biggest thing. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I've got another thing as well as part of this point for rebalancing prayer. <clears throat> so I would like to add prayer level requirements per bone type. So at the minute there is one bone that has a prayer requirement. It's superior dragon bones. You need seventy prayer to bury them. Mm-hmm. Everything below that. A level three of tutorial island could just bury them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got an image for this because I kind of like. Ooh, let's see. Put up a. I just kind of like um, compared the XPs to the requirements. What I would put. So on the right is the new requirements, and I honestly, I think that's quite fair. And it would it would um, diversify prayer training, so you wouldn't just spam dragon bones from the start or whatever. Yep. You would start with normal. You would grade a big, then baby dragon, then worm, then wyvern. Uh, or dragon, they're the same tier. Then Drake, Lava, Hydra, Dagonoth, then finally Superior. And it, it, it gives more goals in prayer because right now the only goals for prayer is the actual prayers. But there's no goals or changes in the method at all from the start to the end. Where this would it would change um, the demand for these lower tier bones because people would maybe want baby dragon bones and worm bones and wyvern bones more mm-hmm. because at a low level, you would need these to train the, the skill. Yeah, that looks completely, completely balanced. Yeah, <laughs> like I have no, absolutely no complaints whatsoever. I think that's perfect. Like I feel like this is one of the hot take ones because always bones have been one prayer to bury any bone, but mm-hmm. I feel like they've, they've really missed something when they made prayer initially, and yep. I think this this could diversify the skill a lot it would really change the bone economy yep for the better absolutely fantastic yeah. same thing with the ashes the ashes don't have any level requirements yeah do they? same same with the ashes yep. like just kind of balance it around this balance sort of... requirements yeah yeah totally yeah. that's yeah, so that's all that's like all my thoughts on like the wilderness altar and stuff and prayer in general 
I do think that that skill has a lot of potential and it's just in the bin at the minute. Because prayer right now is just wilderness altar to 99, done, boom. That's prayer. It's terrible. Great take. Okay, next yeah. one. Next one, non-best in slot max capes. Remove them. Max capes were supposed to be these prestigious things, which they are. I mean, they're becoming less prestigious over time because everyone's got one. Mm -hmm. But those, it was supposed to just have the best in slot ones. Initially, that's how it was pulled. Yep. To have the best in slots. But now the best in slots have been, well, they're no longer best in slots, but the, the max cape versions still exist. I think there needs to be a bit of a change with the like the alternative max capes. The way I would do it, I would just I would remove all the, the non-bis ones, and I would also change the RD cloak max cape, and I would change the um the mythical cape max cape technically i would be removing them but literally what i would be doing is replacing them with an upgraded version that has higher requirements so instead of the um instead of the rd cloak 4 max cape we would have an achievement diary max cape which would have all the teleports of the achievement diaries plus the teleports of the rd cape Oh. And the stats of the RD cape. So essentially, it's it's a higher requirement RD max cape with the achievement diary teleports. That's fucking sexy. Yep, and I would also do it for the um, the mythical cape. I would change it to a quest point max cape, where it's got the legend skill teleport, the myth skill teleport, and the myths um, cape stats. Yeah. So obviously it puts the it makes them slightly better. Um, well, it makes the the Arty Cloak one a lot better because it's essentially an achievement diary cape now. <clears throat> but but it it also puts the requirements up and it makes them more prestigious. And I've got a graphic for this as well, just to show. Oh yeah. The I'll only the, on, <clears throat> the only max capes that would exist in the oh, game. I thought, I thought I thought it was gonna be your achievement diary cape, <clears throat> like it's something you've created. But yeah. well, it is. It is. I, okay, I, I did make that graphic for it. But that's the melee, Ooh. the magic, and the ranged. Ooh. And they would be the only max capes. Ooh, I want that achievement diary max cape. Yep. Okay, let me ask you this. So this is going to be my... um. In regards... So these... None of these capes right here, out of the eight mm -hmm. that you've listed that are on screen, which is for those yep. listening, Infernal Max Cape, Achievement Diary Max Cape, Quest Point Max Cape, and then the three God Capes, Guthic, Ceridomen, Zamorak Max Cape, Assembler, and Masori. Yeah. So, and he's highlighted them, like the melee capes, mage capes, and range. Uh, now, none of these act as a max cape, correct? Correct. It's just the same as they are right now, basically. Okay, so this is you may you may have heard this argument from me before. What if we could have um, max cape variants that act exactly like the max cape with no other benefits whatsoever, but are cosmetic? And this would be um, the two thousand CM cape, the two thousand Tob cape, the two thousand Toa cape, uh, one thousand LMS cape, and I would even say champion's cape and these are purely yeah. cosmetic that allow you to at least have a max cape but you don't have to have the fucking red version yeah all the time but you... yeah i think that's fine this will come in a different category of max capes so these are yeah. like the 
um, up, basically upgrades or um, act as something else, where they would be like a cosmetic change, and it would basically be a max cape that looks different. Yes. But yeah, I think that's good. It shows off your achievements more. Yes. I have. Yes. I just I want that because it just sucks that to use the most OP cape in the game, which is the max cape, you have mm-hmm. to just have one version of it. And there's no other versions of flex. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. that would be good. That would diversify the max cape since everyone having a pink cape. Everyone would have their own, well, cape that they want to wear. Yeah. There was also the... You probably saw the Reddit post of the Iron Man and the Ultimate Iron Man and the Hardcore Iron Man max capes. I think I did, yeah. A while ago. white one and a black one and a... Just a red one again. (laughs) Like, slightly different shade. Um, Yeah. I I think those are kind of cool. I'm not... Soup. I, I just think a black max cape though is pretty fucking badass for normal Iron Man. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think that's... Iron Man should have their own specific items that non-mains can get because yeah, I I also that's yeah. the, that's the worry with those. As much as I love them, but you know they also could just come out with something where it's like, hey, yeah. you want to change the color of your max cape? Yeah, Here, they could pay. I mean, they could much money. If we went with your idea, like you said, with the the different like the champions cape and stuff yeah if they had a cool like even the um what was the last man standing one that could be a black max cape yep no right? totally that that should be it. and they should all be the maxed out version so it has to be a thousand wins <clears throat> yep it has to be the maximum of every yes. single thing yes it has to be otherwise what's the point yes and it has to be the best it's a max cape and um one of the other ones could be a. Obviously, this would be super easy to get, but they could come out with a music maxcape that would. It that actually that worries me a little bit. The music one actually worries me a little bit, mainly because yeah. there is an effect to it that teleports you to, Fallow. Yeah, the thing with the music that cape. Would be tough, actually. I feel like the music cape fits more in line with the infernal achievement and quest. You're right. But but the thing with but it, it is, doesn't have any it, actual stats. It, it doesn't have any stats, so it's basically a max cape that you're removing all the teleports from to have <sighs> one teleport. So right. even though it's a shame, I don't think it really fits in anywhere properly. You're right. Right now, it does. Yeah, you're right. It would. If yeah. only the bard skill came out, then it would have. Then it would have had <laughs> <Yeah>. stats. <laughs> the barding skill. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I like it. I uh, and you know what? I think this was Tedious's idea. He he wants a not a champion's cape, but a uh, hero's cape. And the hero's cape would have the hero's challenge, which is slightly improved mm. champion's cape. Where instead of killing lesser demons, you're now killing greater demons. You're killing like green mm. dragons, perhaps killing like just slightly higher. I would love that. So like honestly. a new plethora of heroes scrolls that would drop. Yes. From different creatures. Yes. Yeah, that would be a cool little Fuck update. It. Dude, I actually loved the Champion's Cape grind. I yeah. loved that grind. Like, it was I've just... I've only gotten one of them. Oh, one scroll? One scroll. Just wow. passively. I haven't tried to get it. I just yeah, got yeah. it. I got that, honestly, ages ago. Like, 2014, probably. Dude, it's, it's such a just an old school grind. It's so cool. Yeah. Like, I just love little things like that. Yeah, the monsters are very cool looking as well. Very cool designs. I like them a lot. And yeah. the... The different ways that you have to fight them is quite unique as well. Where, mm-hmm. Like one of them you have to punch to death. Stuff like that. It's quite yeah. cool. I, I really hope in the future. They, and this is like the simplest update of all time too. Mm-hmm. Just add a scroll. <laughs> Do like 15 different monsters or whatever. Yeah. 
and then we could have a new a whole new goal to work towards to to grind for for a new cape a new little challenge yep <clears throat> i mean it didn't seem like to i mean to create 15 more unique um simple ish bosses i think that would be the um the most painstaking part of it yeah uh, and but and make... just to make the cape it wouldn't be too hard yeah it wouldn't be tough at all that'd be yeah. sick they could make that cape look so cool too hell yeah they're really good or it could even be like a mythical challenge like i mean i feel like it skips a lot of the guilds from champions to it a myth but yeah the I myth feel like yeah i feel like it's like the myths guild could have an extension to it as well like they've already got the big underground bit they could have another bit yeah they or could something extend. like that yeah, yeah because tough i feel because like there's... yeah i feel like these um if we were to do an expansion on the champions challenge do like a myths challenge or heroes challenge or whatever i feel like it's going to be quite an end game targeted update so i feel like putting it in like the myths guild makes more sense than like the heroes guild yeah, or even the Legends Guild, something like that. The the only problem is that there's already a Legends Cape and a Myths Cape that they just gave yeah. for free. That's yeah, that's true actually. That's the only problem because like Heroes doesn't have anything yet. Yeah, that's true actually. I changed my mind. Yeah. I like it in Heroes because didn't get the Heroes Cape. Yeah, they yeah. they could in the future if they ever do come out with like Dragon Slayer three or something and come out with an entirely new guild. You know, five years down the line. Yeah, and then have they like even have like epic a true legends a true legends cape or something. Yeah, that's true. Something like that. But yeah. yeah, they're just like little ideas. Yeah, heroes for now though, just the slightly yeah. slightly higher tier. Yeah, monsters. yeah, like because the the champions challenge came out so long ago. Yep, and it's what's like the most big monster on there? Is it like probably, lesser demon or something? Probably jogers or lesser demons. But, those are probably yeah. the top two. Because there's like, like very imps low. and ghouls and zombies and skeletons, skeletons and stuff. Yeah. And hobgoblins. It's all the low-level stuff. Exactly. It could be for things like Blood Vals, Necreal Champion, Abyssal Demon Champion, stuff like that. I wouldn't even say... I would say literally exclude Slayer Monsters. Exclude them. Yeah, yeah so it's like yeah. Green Dragons... Um, <laughs> greater demons uh, i'm trying to think of like the cla- black it's, demons yeah it's so hard i mean even black demons a slayer monster well no it's not unless you mean it's not a slayer monster i know i know i i just i think i misunderstood what you meant yeah not, yeah, a, slayer, it's not a slayer monster it's a slayer yeah. assignment yeah 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 i know what you mean now yeah and then so, what else would they add um i'm just now i'm just got now i just need to think of these so fire fire the- giants Fire Giants. So many of the monsters are just Slayer monsters. Fire... There's barely any monsters that are. Oh, wait, no. Fire Giants dropped the Giant Scroll. Shit. Um, yeah. Unless they change it to drop giant... Fire Giant Scroll. That's true. They could but change it. So there's... They could change it retroactively. Ooh. And they could change it because it's just a Giant Scroll, isn't it? They could change it so just Hell Giants drop that. And they could have a Moss Giant Champion, Fire Giant Champion as well. Yeah. It's uh, it's tough now because... But it does change the champion's challenge at yeah. that point. I, th- I think that would be okay, though, because what they would have to do, though, is make it so the original giant one is just the hill giant. I had an idea. What? So you can only embark on this challenge once you've completed the champion's challenge. That fixes all the issues. Yeah, that actually would. That would straight away fix it. Yeah. So you can only get these um, that would be hero oh. scrolls after you've done the champion yes. scrolls. It's like a sequel. Ugh, I want this so bad. Yeah. Okay, let's go it's to the next like, one. All right. Yeah, yeah let's go. I was just going to say, it's just like ideas like this, like 
like simple ideas, simple things, is what makes the game RuneScape. It's these small little things that you can do around the world. Yep. It's not these huge game-changing things. It's just these little things to do. It, it all comes together to make a really good game. Yeah. It's like a yeah. It's like a big quest to, to go on that's already yeah. in the game. Yeah. Yeah. The next bullet point I've got is it's love about upgraded one. weapons. You love, like this? Love this one. <laughs> yeah. So upgraded weapons. I don't know why there's like so many different variants of upgraded weapons. You've got like the Ivan Staff, the Ivan Staff U. The reason I added that is because the Ivan Staff was dog shit because it had no charges. <laughs> How about this? We just we have the Ivan Staff not shit. Yeah, it was dog shit. It was, it was, I think it was even worse than that RuneScape Classic. I think it was like 50 or 25. Holy you kill one monster and you have to go back shit. and charge it. Holy shit. Yeah. So in my opinion, remove all these upgraded weapons, the upgraded ones, and make the base ones good. It's just putting an arbitrary roadblock in the way of what should have, of what it should have been in the first place. Like the trident, like why do I have to upgrade it with randomly like 10 tentacles or whatever it is? Why do we even need to do that? Yeah. Just have the trident have more charges. As simple as. Yep, I am. I've been talking them, about this for years. Is the, just buff them all to one hundred thousand. Just have a flat, consistent amount for every single charged weapon, so you know how much can a charged weapon hold. One hundred thousand across the board. Yes, make it consistent. Absolutely brilliant. And you could, and in just regards to the upgraded trident. Yeah, because the Kraken drops a full one, so you wouldn't want yeah. to drop a hundred thousand charge trident. Just well, chain, just take that yeah. off and just have it drop runes or something. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, just literally have it be like a normal, or just get rid of that drop entirely and just, just replace it. it with just some other bullshit. Yeah. Um, the uh, but it would be okay. So like for those that have made their upgraded one, which first of all affects no end game players because there's better weapons now anyway. Just make yep. it so it's a cosmetic change. Like, you've turned it blue, which it already does change it. Honestly, I would just remove it and just revert it back to the normal one and just say, unlucky. It's a, it's a shame, but it is what it is. Yeah, they could do that. I don't I don't actually mind just the, the like, the color change. I actually... Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, that's... that's I'm, not the, I'm not the biggest supporter of, like, cosmetic changes to weapons. I feel like every weapon should have its own unique look and it shouldn't really be changeable, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I don't really like that the whip's got a volcanic skin and a, an ice skin. Oh, that was it, the it most private so servery off. thing ever. It is, it is. So Honestly, I would remove server. those as well. If, if it was up to me, I would I would love to remove those, but I feel like people would be angry. But I, I really feel like it just, it, it makes the whip not the whip anymore. It doesn't, it's not the iconic whip that we all know and love. We're seeing these fucking lava whips. What is this? Yep. It's complete private server. Yeah, I hate. Like, there, it was the same with the dark bow as well. Like, what was it like blue dark bow? Yeah, they came out with a bunch of. The, the thing is, is like they can do it appropriately at times. Like for example, dark yeah. torva looks <laughs> so cool. Yeah, and and they can actually make that come into the game, but it would have to be through something. You know, not just yeah. don't just I, give it out. But I, I like the way they did it with the new update to um bounty hunter i think that's a quite that's a cool way of doing it it's it's not like a recolor i fucking hate recolors because that's just so cheap and looks so private servery but when it's kind of like a a visual upgrade or visual change like in in theme and style where it's themed towards um like the bounty hunter like dark theme i think it's quite cool Mm -hmm. 
totally. So I do like it like that, but I don't like it the way the whips and the dark bows are. <clears throat> and the thing is, there's some inconsistency as well with item names with things like cosmetic things. Like the dragon scimitar, do you know the gilded dragon scimitar? Oh, the the, the red the red the 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 mustard and ketchup one. Yeah, the the dragon scimitar with like the yeah the gold. I'm, I'm seeing it right the now. The gold one. I, I have it on my character. You do. Yep, oh. I'm wearing it right now. It's it's the elite ornament kit you put on your dragon scimitar. The um. You're talking about yeah, the ornament kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one. So why is that called an ornament kit when it's like, a, it's a gilding kit? That's a gilded weapon. Well, it actually does say Dragon Scimitar Ornament Kit, but they change. The thing is, is what they've done with all dragon weapons is they've made it all look gilded. Like they've made it look gilded, and that is the ornament. Yeah, but this is more about the, the item name consistency because you've got like the Dragon Chin Body G. Really? And the it's called Dragon G. Ornament. It's a G. All of the, everything's okay, a G yeah, apart from the Scimitar. It's all. Oh, that's just for the yeah, scimitar. That's messed up. It does me head in, and it's been like that since 2016, and no one's changed <laughs> it. And there's a bunch of other items as well, like this. You're right. Like, I hate the inconsistency as well between the trident names. Because, like, um, oh my god, there's so many trident names. Let me have a look. So, there's Trident of the Swamp, but when it's uncharged, it's uncharged Toxic Trident. Which is it? Is it a Toxic Trident, or is it a Trident of the Swamp? <laughs> and then. You've got the normal trident, which is trident of the seas, or uncharged trident. <laughs> and then you've got the other one, which is uh, the, what's it called again? The one with the skull on it. The, huh. Of the dead, the dead one. Staff of the dead? Oh, toxic staff of the dead? Oh, the toxic staff of the dead. Where is it? It's toxic staff of the dead. But then when you uncharge it, it's just toxic staff, uncharged, in brackets, the full word. There's no consistency at all between yep. any of these names. Like, yep. none. It, it's like they rolled the dice and thought, how should, we, how should we name this one? What's the format for this one? Didn't even think about it. I just want some more consistency with item names. They should honestly just go over all the items and standardize the naming format of every item to be consistent with each other. Because so many just are just not like some of them are confusing, like these these trident ones, like a toxic trident and a trident of the swamp. They're the same item, aren't they? But they've got totally different names. Dude, you know what pisses me off is yeah. okay. Go to your equipment scene, like in the gear tab, and click on the equipment. Yeah, I, I like that they've decided to make some changes to you know give more details. But what they did with the attack bonuses and defense bonuses, they put magic before range. Oh, yep. I know I noticed that one. Like, and then, why? Like, it's and then at the so... bottom, it's range before magic. I know! It's like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. like who is making this? You are literally coding this in the wrong... Th and, and the, you know, they actually made an even bigger blunder initially. It was like... They made it so it was like different on each or something. They, they've already made a change to this. Mm -hmm. But they still haven't fixed the problem. Like, put range before magic, please. Yep. Please. <laughs> like, what I the don't fuck? know why. They, I feel like no one looks at what they're doing and thinks about it for more than one second. <laughs> because it doesn't take a, a genius to see that it's backwards. 
It's so bad. I think they need someone who's like proper OCD to look over stuff. Because honestly, <laughs> I would do it. Because no. I'm very, very, I'm, I'm the most perfectionist person that oh, will ever meet. Same, dude. I, I catch things so quickly. It's like I um in school, at least for like a year, I think it was like three semesters, I, I was trying to go into technical writing because I was, I'm just like, I'm a grant, I'm, I don't speak you know, great when it comes to like grammar and stuff. But when it comes yep. to writing and editing papers, like I see mistakes yep. so easily. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm the same, to be yeah. honest. I am like that as well. And in my head, I'm pretty, like in my head, I have so many thoughts and everything connects together and I see the whole picture. I understand how it all functions and goes together and works. But then I'm so bad at like articulating it and putting yeah. it out of my mouth. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> totally. I'm, I'm exactly <laughs> the same I'm way. Like. Yep. I, I can sentence structure very great on paper. As soon as it's, you know, live and I have to speak it, mm -hmm. it's like, no, it's, it's going to be a mess. Listen, this is something that bothered me to death and it's still here. But I, I just always have my prayer tooltips off. But I don't know if you have your yep. prayer tooltips on right now, do you? I uh, can't remember. I think they're on. Well, but... if you, if if you, uh, oh hover... yeah, are you talking about are you talking about piety and the rigor and augury having yep. different the... formats for how it's written? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh yes. I oh well. my god! When they came out with that, I'm like, <sighs> I don't know why they didn't just look at how it is right now and then just replicate it again, exactly the same. Just change the word from range to magic or melee to range or whatever. Yes. Just just Keep for it the same format for consistency, for God's sake. Just for those listening, because I am showing it on my end, but uh, piety says increases your defense by 25%, strength by 23%, and attack by 20%. And then rigor and augury say increases your ranged attack by 20% and damage by 23% and your defense by 25%. It's like, why is the your in there and why is the, the first and in there? Like, I know nobody yep. gives, a, like 99% of the listeners are not going to give a fuck, but for those OCD people that are listening like oh my god like this stuff just bother oh they just you know don't i feel like they just don't think about these little things and they're just like oh well that'll do it's it's what it is but... i know it's a problem oh also when they came when they were trying to come out with ruinous powers they were yep. not in uh everything was shrunken slightly like it was er smaller yeah yeah everything was like kind of pushed up a little bit so um mm. you know if there had been six I, I can't remember if there was six rows of prayers or not there are here or yeah. um and yeah they were like squished up more so your your muscle memory is just not there anymore at all and of course all the yeah. prayers were just in the weirdest spots ever which you know kind of makes sense because they're trying to go based off of levels but i'm so glad i got binned oh my god thank god thank god i'm so glad because the thing is with prayer it's like the core it's the core like if this is combat it's prayer and if yeah. you change that, you you change in combat entirely. The whole game is balanced around this prayer book, and if you change it, the game is not. It's gonna be fucked forever. Yep, no going back. Just like woodcutting. Well, just like woodcutting <laughs> forever. Yep. I mean, I would love it if the had the balls to say, you know what, and just removed some stuff, removed the leaves. To unfortunately, leaves are terrible. We're not doing teas anymore. We're removing leaves. I know. Remove them. Dude, if they would have just... This is my opinion on it. Just made it so we do your idea of if multiple people are chopping, it increases that 
chance of the tree not falling, yep. not not time based. Plus, there's some weird yep. stuff where like the tree's chopping, you're still chopping. That's weird. Yeah. Um. And make it so it just caps to five. That would be appropriate because then you can you know not feel like ah oh, shit we got to get five more people. Yep. And then you know just like an event maybe that's like you said just soloable so you can go do it get some stuff. And then honestly yep. like. This is my personal take. I don't even like any of the new random stuff like the anima bark and the leaves and stuff. Like, why couldn't oh, no, it have just terrible. been why couldn't it have just been logs pay for rewards at a shop? Yep. That's the thing it. is like, I hate the bark as well. I don't know why they had to make a new currency as bark. If they wanted to have a store, I mean they could have had it with logs, but I don't know why they didn't just have a point system. Just have a point system or something. Yeah, I, I they don't see just why we that. need a new item. When we can just have a point yeah. system. I mean, you go to I, the shop, you see how many points you've got, and you can buy whatever. Yeah. I mean, truly, if it was paid for with logs, even like that's great because that is literally yeah. the reward from woodcutting is you get logs. And yeah. now your logs are worth slightly more because you can sell them at the Grand Exchange and people are going to be in demand for them. So we can buy their little untradeable rewards at the Forester, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And they've yeah, just honestly, gone way it, overboard. It, it should have been logs or a point system. I don't know why they've added new items to try and make woodcutting more profitable. Because, like I said this earlier, but we don't need new items to make woodcutting more profitable. We need the logs to have more use to make the, the value go up to make woodcutting more profitable. That's what we need. Yeah, it's... <sighs> it's a shame. Okay, Yep. let's go to the next one. Yep. So immersion break and stuff like Hishus Cosintius or whatever the hell his name is in Lumbridge. Why the hell is he there? Hatus Cosianus. Just delete him. <laughs> yeah, Hatus Cosianus. Just delete him. Why? Just because you him. hate him? You hate him because yeah. you hate him? <laughs> yeah, I hate him. He's the most private server person I've ever seen. You literally land in Lumbridge, fresh off Tutorial Island, and you see this cunt with full third age or whatever, with his little top hat. Why? Like you're playing a medieval role-playing game and you see this dude with a little pimp cane, briefcase and top hat. He's the first guy you see. What an introduction to the game. Just delete him oh and put God. the reward on the Lumbridge guide or something. Or that woman who walks around with the stick. Just get rid of all those guides. Let's go back yeah. to the fucking like, good old days where you just are actually lost and you got to figure things. You actually got to talk to players like, what's going on here, dude? Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I'm okay with some of the guides, whatever. Yeah, I'd remove Hatius, Cushiantus. Count check as well. It doesn't make sense for a vampire to be in Lumbridge. The vampire shouldn't be there. There was only one vampire <laughs> who was left west of the River Salve after the river was put there, and that was Count Drena. And his abilities were greatly reduced due to the like the separation from Mauritania. There's not a second vampire in Lumbridge. It completely goes against... The entirety of the law of the vampires and the history of the world. And he's just there cracking jokes about like one, two, like is a Sesame Street character. Why? Why? I understand the want to have a, a character there to like teach people about like bank security and stuff. But why not just have a banker do that? Why does it have to be an immersion break in pun joke in Lumbridge called Count Check? What's it about? The only... <laughs> that was such a throwback. You actually nailed the Count... Uh, count... Um, yeah. What was his name? The Count? Was that Sesame Street's name? I think so, yeah. Name just The yeah. Count or whatever. 
Yeah, that is the one, the two. <laughs> That's what he does. Perfect. It's a joke. And it just completely Perfect. breaks the lore of the game just for a joke. The the What's only the thing point? the only thing they could do is either get rid of it or add additional lore that this dude is faking it. He's not actually nah. a vampire, but obviously nah, just I'll get rid of it him. would be better. I'd remove him and stick just like a, a banker who's having a little sandwich on a bench on his day off, whatever, and you can talk to him. And I don't think there should be a teleport the stronghold security. Why is that there? No. Walk. That's what your legs are for. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Um, question. Yeah. What are your thoughts on stamina and running in this game? I've got a point on that, and I think... Um, graceful and stamina uh it's absolutely ass cheeks and i hate it and i think agility needs to be <clears throat> i think agility needs to completely affect stamina um degradation so like i, I did do a whole graph on this mm -hmm. if you want to see it i'll have to quickly get it up but i've kind of balanced it linearly between one and 99 agility and also on weight as well between zero and 60 kilograms where 60 will cap out um but i would want it so that at 99 agility well let's find the graph it's quite good this graph um here it is i've got a whole powerpoint slide so i just send you the whole slide and you can look at it let's see it yeah This was my thoughts. I mean, the numbers don't have to be exactly that, but. Okay. Do you want to read, do you want to read through it or should I read through it? Yeah, you read through it. <clears throat> so at one agility, when you weigh zero kilograms, I think right now your run runs out like, I think it's at the same rate, isn't it? Is it 99? It's the same rate. It doesn't change. I think agility only affects the regeneration of agility. And it's all based on your weight. Mm -hmm. But I would change it so at one agility with nothing on, the your run energy would last around two minutes. And then it would take about four minutes to recharge back up to 100. And at 99 agility with zero kilograms as well, it should last four minutes. So double the duration. And the wait time should be two minutes for 100%. So it's double the duration and half the regen time for getting to 99 agility. And that would scale linearly through 1 to 99. And then if you've got weight, if you weigh anything, like let's say you weigh 10 kilograms, that would take 10 seconds off the total run duration. Mm. So if you had 60 kilograms, that would take one minute off the total run. So if you had max weight, you would be at 99 agility, you would run for three minutes instead of four. And at one agility, you would run for one minute instead of two. That means less people are going to wear graceful. So you're going to see more variety in outfits. Not everyone is a clone of each other. It'll make agility more useful. And it'll make running less aids. And it'll make staminas less necessary because who the hell actually wants staminas? So what what is your change to graceful? <clears throat> graceful um, would, well, what I wrote here is it would increase the regeneration rate by 25%. So at 99, it would take one and a half minutes to regen instead of two. Okay. And at level yeah does it still have weight reducing yeah i might as well but okay but weight is less of an issue yeah with this change yeah that would be cool um because each kilogram only takes a second off so okay 
they're I'll they're with full minutes. They're also that's my idea. Yeah, and for those listening, there also is going to be another point where we talk about um, uh, run stuff. I, I just saw it. I'm, uh, you're talking about like musicians and resting and stuff. Yeah, so we'll talk about that later. But yeah, I've still got one more thing to say about the immersion breaking thing. So, okay, uh, do you know the PvP arena, the new dual arena thing that is an absolute failure? Um, yeah, that no one Unfortunately, uses. I know that about one. That. I think it's it's a cool idea. The dual arena did have to go, and I think it's a cool. It looks cool. It has cool features. It's just pointless because no one uses it. On the world map, it's called PvP Arena. I don't know why, because it's it's actually called Emir's Arena. That's what it's called. And I feel like having immersion breaking things like literally saying player versus player inside of the world is just like it's immersion breaking. It's basically addressing <laughs> the adventurers, us, as a player of a game inside of the game and it should there should not be stuff like that in the game <laughs> nothing should be addressed as player versus player inside of the game <laughs> nothing we should just we should have a, the new dungeon the pvm dungeon <laughs> yeah it's like it's like instead of ferox enclave just calling it the mini game zone that's basically what they've done with this <laughs> but thankfully for that they didn't they gave it an actual name which isn't immersion breaking but this is i mean they gave it the name but they didn't put it on the map I, I love yeah. the way you think yeah that's great that's great yeah I, I agree like immersion is very important to like making an authentic immersive world totally and you can't just have these little things that just take you out of it yeah even like, though it's runescape and old school and it looks like mm-hmm. an old ass game and it's like low poly and stuff yeah it doesn't matter it can still be immersive you're right and the way the gowers did it is perfect where yeah you have full immersion but then you have like you know like um modern jokes kind of thrown into quest dialogue yeah. and funny things like that where it's like okay this is i don't know if you ever played um a bard's tale did you ever play that no i didn't it kind of reminds me of that where it's like it's a very humorous game but it keeps to the lore yeah but, but sometimes you're thrown you know thrown into just oh that guy was a funny one-liner from a quest style yeah you're right yeah, like the, the humor's good though that's good that's good that doesn't break immersion it's kind of like a, a jokey joke exactly but they did it but perfectly. it's not just it's not just straight up like pvp arena yeah like in your face this is yeah it's dumb it should just be ma's arena and that's what it's called as addressed in the game adventurers shouldn't be addressed as players they should be addressed as adventurers because that's what we are and that's that's it. It shouldn't go any further than that. Totally. It's, yep. They should just follow this rule. This is a, an important rule about immersion. Don't call people players. And Amen. At all. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. The next point I've gone here is also kind of immersion breaking. The leaked reward shop at Catherby. Why the fuck is that there? That is the most out of place thing I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen it? Yeah. I wish I hadn't. Yeah. Why Why is that in the, the small fishing town and farming town of Catherby? The little magician with his big stone that's glowing. Honestly, remove it. Remove the lot. Everything that links with like rewards, um, like events, etc. Put everything in Diango. Centralize it to Diango. Keep everything there. That's his job. We don't need two Diangos. We don't need a league shop one. We've got Diango for everything. Keep it to him. That's my opinion. That's fair. It just centralizes everything. It makes more sense. It's more consistent. And it's not immersion breaking. Django's a toy maker. 
Uh, he makes fancy dress. That makes sense. The angle. Perfect. We don't need a wizard in Cathabee with glowing eyes and shit. Right. We don't need it in the game at all, to be honest. <laughs> Just get it, delete it. All right, what's the next one? Um, so this is more about world building and immersion. So more NPCs and wildlife and just like things going on around the world. Oh, like uh, oh, like the PvP arena where two bots are fighting. Right? Yeah, just stuff like that. Where it just feels <laughs> like, like the yeah, honestly, no, yeah. No, like I'm that. actually, I am actually completely against that particular point right there. Well, I, not necessarily players. There shouldn't be people role playing as players. I think that's yes, dumb. No, but there should be people fighting, but not player npcs this, this is the this is my problem is they've started leaking this in where they it's almost like they're trying to fool you into thinking these are players yeah. fighting now i don't think amir's arena does it quite as much but like hallowed sepulcher has random like oh yeah npcs that look like players like why you can add an npc there which they yeah. are npcs technically but don't like quit trying to it's, make it's them seem Britain like people it i the only time I kind of liked it, and it was kind of funny, and it was in like the cutscenes was like cow kill one three three seven. Yep, I was just thinking that. I like that. That's funny in a cutscene, like for a quest as a little joke. But I get more like worried. a part of like yeah. content like that. I think it, you're better off just having actual characters like a thief, who's also in there, not a, a fake player. It's just weird. Yeah, it's weird, especially yeah. when they're trying to dress him up exactly like it's a fake player. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, because okay, but... because of, yeah, but yeah, I think around the world we need more NPCs and wildlife. Just the world having more life to it. Totally. Like in Varrock, having more NPCs just walking around, even if they've got like routines where they like walk to the shop and like imagine that. Because what I love, they did this with sleep. Do you know the the, the walkers that walk from Canopus all the way to sleep? Mm. I think that's so cool. Like that's so genius. Yeah, that's that's great. I actually and I would love because it's the law and it's the mystery. Yeah, but then if we add more like NPCs and like wildlife and stuff around the world, it just makes the world feel more alive and involved and intertwined it's, as one whole world. Especially if there would be little, like not even mini quests, but I'm talking like you talk to these people and you actually interact with them, saying like, "Hey, yeah. like, the, oh, this person from this town." It's that like for the people walking to sleep, like, oh, I need to go visit this person. You visit them, and then they have a dialogue, and you go visit another person. Just some random thing, yeah. and then you get something like, here, here's 100 GP or whatever for you. Just like little Easter eggs. I love the yeah, Easter I love eggs. That. Yeah. Like, it's all these small little details that you could sprinkle in throughout the entire game quite easily, and it adds so much. It's so much for so little. Yeah. Oh, you know what, really? Is a, this is this is a really sad point that I yeah. I remember as a child wishing that this could be a thing. Obviously, I don't care anymore, and most people don't because they're super into efficiency. But I hated the fact that almost every single crate and drawer you open has nothing of interest. Yeah, like almost everything just has nothing of interest, and it's like, yeah, I know, I know not everything needs to just have some, but it would be cool if. Here and there, you just got some random shit. A needle, a thread, a chisel, a hammer. Just like random yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's good because the only people who are going to be searching those is noobs. And they would honestly could do with those items. Like, yeah. Just randomly. Like um, like sometimes when you find a needle in a haystack. Yep. Like and, that. That's cool. And and think about this. Like think about like for the random noobs that are just exploring a new town. They're just searching stuff. Imagine mm -hmm. if 
somehow they could code so that you can get one it's not it's not a recurring thing but it's like if you search this drawer it's a one-time thing where you'll get a thousand gp yeah you know like little things like that i actually think that'd be great but they have to code it so it's a one-time event so it's not yeah. just oh let me just keep world hopping <laughs> in a bunch of whatever. there is there is one cool cupboard in drainer that has garlic in do you know the yep, one yep yep just stuff like that it's cool it makes yeah. sense yeah i think and that's it's, awesome yeah i, I wish mean they it's would infinite do that. garlic you can keep getting it out forever see i wish it's not like garlic's the most yeah. useful thing yeah it would be cool if they had things that were one time for players yeah one time and then after you've done it the one time um after a set time or maybe after a system update it would reset them all and just have random things in after the one time so that's you can still search it later on and maybe there's a piece of thread in there instead i'll be honest i'll be honest i actually like the idea of very very stern on the one time one time and nothing ever again so you're not so there's always you can search um well okay like for things like threads and needles and spades Mm -hmm. or whatever they could do that but like for individual things like oh i found a note or i found a a random boots yeah or a pair of boots or a, a you know a, a 200 gp it's like i think like the gp yep. and stuff could really help out noobs exploring new places where it's like okay i've just looted this entire city basically and i've gotten my reward and now i'm done with this city so a new week it's not like oh time to go re-explore the city again it's like no i've already done yeah. it on this i think that would be the way to do it yeah opinion. that's fine yeah like you could find like a steel dagger or something that could be an upgrade for a player that they'll yes. <clears throat> randomly find like a little upgrade and like whoa yes because <clears throat> this update is is aimed at like noobs obviously like we would not be go searching around little drawers exactly stuff. it would be for just a little bit more fun yeah. exploring for your first time yeah because the thing is when you first start runescape you don't really know what you're doing and you are searching everything looking for stuff like yeah. i did i'm sure you probably did and Dude. actually finding stuff and getting upgrades i think would be quite cool yeah like obviously it, it wouldn't be efficient but they're not efficient yeah they're not trying to be efficient yeah they're just finding stuff and they're like oh this is cool a little dagger little boot exactly and okay so for for the items that would okay i'm gonna go really hard on this point right now is like the items like chisel spade whatever hammer those could all be very consistent but imagine if a town had a certain amount like this town like if you if you were to loot all of Artie, it's going to be randomly generated for each individual player so you know if let's just say there was like you know, 20,000 GP in Artie. And if you were to search everything, you're going to get random amounts here and there. And if you search the whole place, you'd get a grand total of about 20K or whatever. Yeah. Um, maybe less. Who knows? But something that's appropriate. But it's not like you go to the wiki and you say, okay, this is the particular spot where you get this. This is the particular... No, they randomize it for that city per player. So it truly... Yeah. I don't know if they could code it that way, but that would be great. They, they, they can. They've done it with the party room. That's how the party room works. Okay. That would be so it's, cool. Yeah. They could do that. But yeah, you find, a, you cool. find a little kitten. Imagine that. After you've done Gertrude's cat, you find around a kitten. Yeah. And, a, yeah. and then you don't have pet insurance, so you get to keep it forever when you die. Yes. That'd be good. Oh my god. This is the fantasy world that we're not living in currently. I know. I wish. Unfortunate. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Yeah, but I, I think like NPCs and wildlife just around the world just really brings more life to the game. Yeah, and and some need to be non-noob friendly. This is the biggest disappointment of Isle of Souls, 
is Isle of Souls yeah. came out and I was so excited to explore it. Yet it's a big ass wasteland of just nothing going on really. There was yeah. that one dungeon. There's a little chest like, oh shit, like there's a new chest. First of all, that was a such an exciting update for me of just knowing, hey, Isle of Souls, there's a new dungeon and a chest, but it's dog shit. Like it's literal yep. dog shit. I'm like, why did you make this dog shit? And also, why the fuck does 99 Thieving still fail all the time? I hate that. Yeah. I hate that 99 Thieving is not 99. Like, there's, there's, like you can't get past it. Like, you can't, like, what the hell is going on? Why am I failing? Why am I failing sepulcher chests twice in a row at 99 with a lockpick? Yeah, I really... I don't know about the balance of this game. Like, you can fall off the log at Ardy at 99 as well, can't you? The Ardy log. Um, yeah, Shortcut. yeah. You you fail at um, Wilderness Agility Course at 99 too. Yeah, I, I don't understand how to balance this. It's 99 Agility needs to be non-fail everywhere organically around the world. Like, around, like, the surface of Gilinor. You can still fail, obviously, yeah. doing certain things, but across the board when it's the same with cooking it's brilliant that they have a cooking cave where you no longer burn the fact that at one point you were still burning at 99 it's like i haven't mastered cooking yet clearly like i haven't yeah <laughs> to be honest at the the time when the cooking cave came out i thought that was absolutely insanely overpowered it Me was too. such an upgrade over the cutting gauntlets but oh yeah it was but you gotta yeah but you you agree with me that like mastering I a do skill like it though. It, it yeah, makes if you sense. master a skill, you shouldn't really be failing it still, because it's like, what more can I do? <laughs> Dude, <clears throat> you know what a big problem is? Is you are yep. still crushing lesser gems at 99 crafting, and the cape doesn't no have way. any perk. Yeah, you yeah. crush a shit ton of them still, too. Like, opals. Um... Does it change the rate at all with the level? Yeah, it, it, does. Kind of, it does. It does slightly, I think, but it never slightly. stops at 99. That needs mm. to be a change ASAP. Like, the crafting cape needs to make it so you never yeah. crush, crush them again. Or just have a skill in 99. and have That it would there. even be better. I think cooking should do that, too, to be honest. That yeah. It's weird that you need the cooking cape to be on. Yeah. But the thing with thieving is, I feel like you have to fail with thieving. Thieving, you, balance, thieving you do things. have to. But, um, be, because, like, for example, uh, with NPCs, it makes sense... That even a master thief, you know, in, if we think of like real life, would get caught here and there if you just nonstop pickpocketing somebody, you know? Yeah. So that would make sense. Um, but th literally looting a chest should be yeah. guaranteed. Like, dude, it's it's actually like pisses me off that the stone temples in um, Shaman, like you're still yep. failing it all the time at 99. That's not like they're even that good. So. They're not good. I know. They're, that should. So why not? That should be. If you're 99, you can just sit there and maybe you get stunned or something here and there. Even though I would be against that. Even like just literally yeah. make it so if you're 99, you're getting this, and that's your reward for getting to 99. Yes, yeah, there will be bots fair. that abuse it. Ban the bots. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I've, I do have some thoughts on that overlap with thieving a bit as well to do with clue scrolls uh, I've got a lot of thoughts about the balance of clue scrolls and the inability to collect elites realistically and I do think there's a big gap in the thieving market for clue scroll acquisition Amen. that kind of stops with ham members and I think it could be expanded upwards to cover all clue scroll tiers up to elite Amen. Uh, 
Do you want to see the slide that I've made on that? Oh yes, all, I would love to see that. All these bullet points, by the way, I've got an I've got entire slides per bullet point explaining everything with examples and stuff. Um, I'll find the thieving one because this. I'm blind. There's only slides. There's 52 slides on this. <laughs> I love it. Right. So this is more of a clue scroll from skilling overhaul. And I've kind of put up like a, I've made like a proposed table of where you would get tiers of clue from and at what rates. And honestly, it fills in some dead content as well. So, Ooh, baby, here's the, the I've sent you a the chart if you want to look at it. Yep, it's pulled up so, now. So, this covers woodcutting, mining, fishing, hunter, thieving, and runecraft. So, I would want to rebalance it so that you don't get beginner clues from redwood trees. You get elites from redwood trees uh, on an average of every three hours passively. So, I've kind of like got base. I've got like two categories. So, I've got passive which I would say is woodcutting, mining, fishing, hunter, and runecraft. You will passively get clues while doing that. We're thieving. That is not passive. This would be a direct, you are thieving this for the clue scroll. That's why the rates are different. Like, for example, you wouldn't passively steal from ham members to get an easy clue. That's an active. You're actively stealing from ham members to get an easy clue. So I've, I've, re, I've kind of like balanced it out so that the higher the tier of content it is, the higher tier of clue you get, and the longer it takes to get it as well. So it skills from beginner, passively being one hour, from like cutting normal trees, mining like tin or copper or essence, fishing shrimps, pickpocketing men and women, and runecrafting like iron, uh, air, mind, earth, and water. You would on average get a clue scroll every once an hour, and it would be a beginner clue scroll. And it would scale up all the way to like redwoods and magic trees getting elites every three hours with like rune rocks. Uh, sharks, anglerfish, black salamanders, black chinchampa, uh, blood and wrath runes every like three hours. But then for thieving, this is where it's different since I said it's active. So for beginners, it would be men and women. It would be like one in 50, the same as what easies are for hand members. And for medium clues, you could steal from guards or Fremenic citizens because they are dead content. And it would be one in 200. So this is a new alternative way to get uh, medium clues. Well, guards are actually skill. already um, one in one hundred and eight, I believe, with uh, medium diary. At least foul right. guards. Yeah, but yeah. Well, that one could be that, but in general, these are just the numbers I just went with. That oh, wait, went with, like, oh. a time scale. I'm sorry, I apologize. That's killing them. You're right. This is yeah, this is even. Yep. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and then for hards, Yanel, Watchmen, and Paladins. Who the hell thieves them? No one. If you want some hard clues, get yourself down. That brings some content back to life. And then for elites, gnomes and heroes, who pickpockets any of those? Yep. And rarely, if they're stuck an elite clue on there, it would give a reason to do this dead content. Yes. To get elite clues from thieving. Thank God. From dead content. I'm so glad somebody else thinks the way I do. Yeah. But um, that one, I, was, I put it at one, one in 300, which to be honest, I think elite clues are even now, the easiest way to get them is still, I think, it takes too long, even when you're actively searching for them. Mm -hmm. If it was up to me, I would make an... If you're actively looking for clue scrolls for elites, I would prefer them to be about one in 30 minutes. If all you're doing is trying to get an elite clue, and it's not passive, like it's not from a boss, Yep. 
because that would be like a passive clue. Where if it's active, you are thieving norms. Yep. I think th- like 30 minutes of thieving norms and getting fuck all apart from frogs, legs, and five GPs. I think getting a leak clue every 30 minutes would be fine. Totally. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm looking at, so my concern is, so when it says oak trees, um, yeah. 1.5 hours for an easy, is there even a chance of getting an elite with oaks? Or so a hard or a medium? Average, this is average. This is average chance. But I know there isn't. So from easy, from oaks, you would only get easies. It's based off the tier of the content that you're doing. Okay. So it's specified. This is my concern when it comes to um, uh, just the the default skilling. For example, like, first of all, I would love it if room crafting was given clue geodes. Clue, like, yeah. geodes or something like that. You get them. Um, I'm okay with how they currently do them where you actually get a chance of all four. But there should be ways, some sort of clue blessing or something that can increase the chance. And the only reason I say that is because for the most part, I would like it if um, you like, okay, so here, here's the reason I'm kind of saying this is because like, for example, mm-hmm. Arctic Pines are dog yep. shit XP. Are people in- do them now though. Well, they don't they just do it just for the recolor or whatever? Which is yeah, nice. for the yeah. logs, they're quite expensive at the minute. Yeah, so Arctic Pines, but okay, so before the update, they were ab- completely dead content, absolutely zero reason to do it. Um, yep. But they should have increased, you know, the clue rate for that particular thing. Same with like yep. big net fishing. I think that would be great. Yep. Um, I still like the idea of you still being able to get a chance of all four different clue types. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the way to kind of balance it is similar to what they've done with Penguin Course, where like Penguin Course offers nothing, but there's a great yeah. pet chance, and you could kind of just yeah, decide I feel like they did that by case accident, by though. case. Case by I case. I don't think basis. they intentionally did that, but yes, I agree. Probably not. They don't intentionally no. do like hardly anything. But <laughs> nope. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. I think it's good to like kind of like steer it into the direction of dead content having a higher okay. chance okay so so they they could steer it that way as i was saying but in in regards to what you've put what if the oak tree just to keep it simple just looking at wood cutting mm-hmm. oaks were significantly more chance of getting easy but there still is that very rare chance of getting elite where redwoods is very low chance of getting easies and way higher rate of getting elites but elites would still take around you know three hours or so yeah but that is how it scales. So it's like the higher the thing, the lower that elite chance or the easy chances and kind of just scales. Like yeah, that. That could, it could be done that way as well. Where it's kind of like <clears throat> every one and a half hours, you will get a clue nest and that's 50% chance it'll be easy or 50% chance it'll be randomized between the other four options, beginner, medium, hard elite. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, can, where can, elite, yeah. yeah, that would work, honestly. Then you could just chop uh, like redwood trees, and then every three hours you get a nest where fifty percent of the time it would be an elite. So technically, that would be six hours on average. I guess it would have to be the numbers would have to be adjusted to take into account for that. But yeah, I think yeah be fine. This, there, there's so much more to. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Actually get the balance right, but I, I understand your point. Yeah, but the whole concept, I think, I think having clues more consistently, passively, and actively from thieving come from skilling is fantastic. It really varies up the gameplay. It adds more opportunity to explore the world, do clues, yep. um, and just stop the just a break from the monotonous grind if you choose to do it. And make pyramid plunder give clue scrolls when looting earns. Yeah, just do that. Why not? Yeah. Honestly, why not? Yeah, that's my thoughts on um, clue cool. scrolls from skilling specifically. Cool. <clears throat> if you want to talk about the bosses, on the other hand. Um, similarly balanced, I think elites, so bosses should always have, I mean, all bosses do drop elites, right? I don't think there's a boss that doesn't drop an elite, but the rates of them is just ridiculous. I think it could be balanced quite nicely around how good, like how compelling it is, how compelling its drop table is without the clue. Like, if it's got a terrible drop table, it's not worth doing. Make elites more common. And if it's got a really good drop table, make elites less common. And average it around about one hour, one and a half hours passively from bosses. Yeah, it's it's tough because for me, I'm just thinking, okay, like, it really should be a case-by-case basis mm-hmm. with these instead of... I know Jace made that tweet like across the board. The, and he wasn't saying do it to all of them. He's saying these would be appropriate rates if we're you know looking at consistency. Yeah. Um, I enjoy the fact that some bosses don't give clue scrolls. Yeah. You know, few do. But like some, you know, maybe don't need them if they're just going to absolutely just shit out stuff. Uh, yeah. And we could kind of see that where it's like, okay, you're either going to get great loot and really rare clue scroll chances, or this boss is really shitty, but there's a pet to it. There's some crappy unique, but there's some great clue rates. For example, I think like when you were bringing up KBD and the fact that, you know, back in the day it was a D med and that was very highly sought after. And now it's just the shitty boss besides like going for a pet. That would be the elite on that quite commonly. Exactly. That would be the perfect place to like start. Giving some or the giant mole or something. Yep. Or chaos elemental. Actually, does that have D pick on it? I don't even know. Yeah, it does. Uh, right. They could still do the like they, these are things like just case by case. It's like we could <laughs> yeah we could have yeah, yeah. an open dialogue with this. Like hey, like would this be appropriate? Yeah, I think it would be good. I think it's good for the game. Just honestly, just it brings it more in line and it like gives every boss its own thing and yeah. its own use and yep. reason to go to it instead of just like well must be time and just getting all your money yep because you honestly if you want to make money you don't have any choice you just do must be really or the other big droppers like i don't know yeah hydro or whatever there's no point in the other buses but this gives reasons for everything totally which is great it's kind of like pets pets do that pets make people go to do buses that they would never do yeah yeah, collection, collection log, log does that as well. Just yeah, here's here's a reason. Yeah. Um, just 
to continue on clue scrolls briefly um mm -hmm. i'm gonna just bring this up you can share your thoughts after is i really think the mimic rate of elites needs to be buffed currently it's one in 35 for a mimic mm. from an elite where it's one in 15 from a master really really think that should be cut down to or cut i guess increased to one in 25 yep isn't it um much easier to get master clues than elite clues would you say how long does it take to get a, an elite on average for an iron man or a main just anyone just a, a main for example well a main it's like a, a like a half hour at shades of morton to get an elite yeah, and how much is it for a master if you were just like spamming mediums or whatever, or whatever the best way is? Well, it would be the same thing. It would literally just be like open implings to get your hard, yep. medium, and easy, and then just go get an elite from the same source shades. With yep. Iron Man, it's slightly different, but it, the the problem is, is even though, yes, I understand that masters should be the go-to tier because it is the most challenging, and it yep. should be the high, the most highly rewarding... It's not balanced fairly, in my opinion, with elites. Like I really do think the mimic, or sorry, the um, yeah, the mimic rate should be increased with elites, and also, and, and I don't know, like there just needs to be so many different clue changes. But that would be nice. I also, I don't know if you ever heard of this suggestion from Combat Achievements, yeah, where like Master and Grandmaster tier give very slight boosts so for example like getting a master passively from a casket would be slightly increased and then the mimic chance would be slightly increased so instead of like one in 15 from a master be one in 14 at grandmaster hmm. and i those are kind of irrelevant but the mimic rate is really what i'm after with the yeah. elites because it, yeah i think i think with these changes uh, making elites more obtainable it would mean you'd be doing more mimics anyway I think reducing would be fine, um, but I would probably say one in thirty, which is double the rarity of masters. And I feel like it just works more, like it feels more right, like one in fifteen and one in thirty. Yeah, because I feel like one in thirty-five is a bit arbitrary. I don't even know why it's that, but, but yeah, I think with more options to actually get elites, I think that would help with the problem of that anyway. Of yeah, getting the mimics. Yeah. Because yeah, I, it, clue scrolls are so badly balanced. It's insane. Like I feel like masters are just easier to get than elites. When elites technically should be easier because they're they are easier. They're, they're a lower tier than master, but the way the balance is really weird. Yeah, yeah, and and what you were saying now, I'm kind of getting your point of like you know if you were to do a lower tier, if you were to just hunt other clues, you're never getting elites passively. You're getting masters passively. That's the only thing yeah. you're ever getting passively from doing other tiers. Yep, like so. Jace does when he like opens a casket, he gets masters all the time. Exactly. So it's he's passively getting masters. When That's you don't why I want get elites. You have to actively do it. Exactly. And it's absolutely terrible. That's why I really want the buff to elites. So elites are given a little bit more love and uh yeah and yeah. i think the uh the thieving method of actively going out for an elite by thieving is also yeah there, there just needs nice. to, there just needs to be more active ways yeah there needs to be various ways of getting an elite within that half hour you know yeah pinpoint range basically of like yeah. okay here's five methods that are pretty solid yeah and it's not like it's in like good money or anything it's 
Yeah. In fact, was, don't make them good money. Literally make it just yeah. make it nothing. Make you lose money and get it in a half hour. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, you would. You'd be getting your head punched in by a gnome. Yeah. It'd be annoying. But I guess if it's worth it, go for it. Get the elite from the gnome. That'd be cool to see more thieving methods actually used for something. Because yep. who the hell's pickpocketed a gnome before? Nobody. Because like, it's this high goal and it's got nothing on it. There's no reason for this high requirement for nothing. Yeah. But it would be cool. Just This is how you get elites. This is a cool way, a high requirement, a goal for thieving to get elite clues in the future. Mm-hmm. Quite good. All right. What's the next point? Uh, small, small details around the world. So I think the small details are fantastic. Like, you know, when they added like battle staff, crafting, animation, stuff like that, where yeah, there's animations on players. Yeah, that was great. Where you, it just makes the world feel more active. You can see people doing stuff instead of just stood there at a bank doing nothing. <laughs> so I think more animations of activities that players are doing is great. Yep. I think when you do fire making, I think having unique log models per log that you burn would be quite cool. So you could see what people are burning. Yeah. I think that would be nice. And it also kind of ties in the idea I had about like, if you lit a magic log next to a magic tree, you would passively get that invisible woodcut and boost Ne- like instead of having to have players cut the tree with you yeah that'd be kind of cool kind of it would tie in with that yeah um another thing as well i posted on reddit a few months ago a teleportation animation thing basically it's an arrival animation for teleports i loved <laughs> that did you see it yes that was, me. You that was that. you dude do you have oh, that yeah, it was me yeah he's the late. this is awesome and it's no it's no time loss either yeah, you read that. Did you read that comment as well? Let me see this. Yeah. So I just think this ties the world together so nicely. Like it just, it fits so good. Like seeing people appear from teleports, just like appearing, it's yep. just like you don't even know if it, it doesn't feel magical at all. Yeah. They've just appeared. Yeah. But if you add these animations, these unique. Like an arrival animation specifically for this point, it just feels like they've teleported from there and then they've they've like come from the teleport here as like a fluid motion from one point to the other instead of teleporting and then they've just appeared. So cool. Yeah, I would love that. Imagine just like walking the G and people are just like whoop appearing in like through teleport orbs and stuff. It'd be really cool. <sighs> and I think as well, a more a more large-scale overhaul to teleports would be great as well. I love unique teleport animations. How cool are the Dogishin, like, spear orbs? Do you know where you, like, teleport a Dogishin? Yeah, smash I the use floor. them all the time. The problem is they just take longer. <clears throat> yeah, but I, it, it's easy enough to make a short, cool animation. Yeah. But I think for, like, the normal teleports, it'll be really easy just to have different colors. Yep, So we've already need. got the colors. We've already got the colors picked out. We can see what color they are. And the player on house portals... Mm-hmm. They've all got colors, like Lumbridge is blue, isn't it? So if you tap onto Lumbridge, let it be a blue orb. Bloop, bloop, blue. It just adds so much more variety to magic and just makes it feel more, like each spell more unique. Yep. I think it's a fan. Oh, that, that wouldn't even take too long to do, to be I honest. I know. That is, I mean. <sighs> it's just a recolor, basically, and a, an arrival animation, which is the same as the teleport one, just in reverse. That would be great. And that would add a lot to the world and it would it would feel so much more immersive and so much more cool and magical the world would just feel great for such a change like that 
I love how um, in the graphic, your XP lowers after teleporting. Yeah, it's in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did uh, that um, on Photoshop, actually. No, it's a, but no, it, it looks brands. absolutely phenomenal. Like that whole thing is just great. I think that yeah. is that would be so cool to be in the game. Like everybody, there is there is not one player that would not like that. Yep. Like I was looking on the comments, there's like zero negative comments. It's got like like ninety nine percent upvotes. Yeah. Clearly, people would love this in the game. Jagex, they don't even ninety nine percent up upvote. Yeah. Bruh. That is some crazy, like, dude, that, for a 2007 skate Reddit, that is probably the highest ever. Like, yeah. nobody. Like, there's always trolls that are downvoting great updates. Yeah. But everyone wants this. I, find me one person who thinks this is a bad idea. Who prefers literally, just literally. No one. <sighs> That's an insanely but, great suggestion. But like I said, like, many times before, it's these small things that tie the world together, and it just makes it, it just feels like a whole world a magical mm -hmm. world. And that's what we're missing these days. We're not getting these small details. Like, they're not looking at the game as it is and thinking, how can we improve? What can we do here? What can we do there? They're just thinking, what can we add next? Yeah. But it's not about adding stuff. It's about improving what we've got. And then once everything's fantastic, then maybe we can think about adding more stuff. But there's a lot here that we need to do to address to just improve the game that we've got currently because right now it's in a state to be honest and it's getting worse so this next point we've already touched on but if you want to add anything else yeah the drop tables um yeah just stuff like even in like toa torstal seeds in a year have gone from 60k to 6k that is ridiculous <laughs> they've absolutely destroyed the seed economy yeah it's, it's dude, so bad oh speaking of seeds can we talk about Farming contracts, briefly. Yeah, I've, I've, are they good? I haven't actually done them. I've heard Dude, good things, but... Farming contracts, first of all, mm. it's a great idea. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they executed it so poorly. It's yeah. this idea of, oh, you don't want to do this contract? Oh, okay, you can just do this other one. Oh, you don't want to do that? Okay, you just do this other one. With mm. no punishment. So... In my in in the perfect world that I'm thinking of, I'm thinking farming contracts are. You must do this contract to do the next yeah. one, which would make it so. Okay, if you get a redwood contract, boom, you you there's no way out of it. So now you can just yeah. chill. But no, instead the meta is like skip, skip, skip. Get the easiest one. Skip, skip, skip. No punishment whatsoever. Unlimited skips. Yeah, I don't like that. Like it's it's so poorly executed, and that's literally what's just been shitting out seeds. Like the reward yeah. was first of all they were so busted for so long. They finally changed it where it's not as incredibly busted, but it still is really good. If they would have just made it so, you do these contracts. And honestly, I would have loved it if it was like a point system like Slayer, but it's just for the skill. It's like, okay, yeah, you do a contract. You don't get a seed packer there. You just get points. Okay, there you go. You did your contract. You had to do this. Maybe you can get skips if you want. I find it completely unnecessary personally to have skips. Yeah. Um, you should oh, get a sure. huge... You should get a huge penalty if there was skips, but it should literally mm. just be, you must do this contract. If you don't have the seed, if you're some new account, you just somehow can't get it then you know you could have some punishment taken and you can skip yeah. it but it could be like a streak system as well 
before you start getting points, you have to do a streak. Yeah, and, and it doesn't even need to be that convoluted with Slayer because it's not its own unique yeah. skill. It's literally just do the contract, and it it also should have been like um, if, if there wasn't cancels, you can have them pre-grown. That's totally cool. I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they really should have just made it so you can't cancel them, and then it was a point system where you buy the seed packs in there or. Even better, at a higher price, you can buy individual seeds there potentially. If you know yeah. at, at a significantly higher price, that so they're not getting abused. Because yeah, for the most part, I just like I just want some fucking snake grass seeds, and there's like the only way to do it is just doing unlimited skip farm contracts and just I don't know, I don't know. I I yeah, think they that, didn't execute. That it. definitely needs looking at, but once again, they're not looking at it, and they don't. Well, they don't really appear to care, to be honest. They don't. Um, they, yeah. And it would be nice if they did care, but... I don't know. I don't know what the issue is at Jagex. Why are they not, like, worried about the state of the game? Because the they numbers just, are showing the game's growing. The, the game's fine. The numbers are showing that every update's ah, yes. a good update. Yeah. TOB I mean... was a massive failure, by the way. <laughs> was no one doing it or what? <laughs> on their end they're just saying oh nobody's participating in this this is the oh, massive yeah. that was a gr- oh, yeah. one of well, the greatest like the inferno updates as well yep it's like the inferno poor update terrible horrible. terrible update horrible 20 people update. did it <laughs> yeah nobody did it day one this is the worst thing we've ever come yeah. out with yeah. what a terrible update no one's not one person has done it in these two or three days yeah back to the drawing board <laughs> yeah i don't Giants know why the success on numbers yeah then it stopped numbers is not a success it's in not. this scenario with a game like this numbers is not success it's not you can't base everything on numbers you can't and then it stopped doing that do you remember when like mod Mackey was looking at data for like multiple years before he like nerfed anything how long do you need to look at numbers for to see something's busted oh i can't remember well do, do you remember mama Mackey though don't you yeah oh of course yeah, well, you would yeah. always look at data. You wouldn't mm. make any change unless the data was in, and the data would take years to come in. So you would just sit there, watch the, the charts of the GE, the price of items go down before he realizes the problem when it's already too late. Hmm, I see. But yeah, I feel like they need to be more... They need to go for gut more instead of just waiting and waiting because, like, yeah. ugh, so many things that they're just... It's just... I don't know. It's obvious to me. I yeah. don't know if it's obvious to them, but... There's so many issues, and they just leave them forever. Yeah, yeah. And no, you're you're right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, catering to Iron Man. Next point. Yeah. So I think it's fine to make content that's good for Iron Man, but I don't think it's fine to make content specifically for Iron Man. Do you know what I mean? So like, um. Well, I mean, a lot of the drop tables with all these resources on are very, very for Iron Man. That means they don't have to do anything other than bossing. Yep. No, you're right. So, drop tables yeah. have all been kind of... Uh, I'm 100% I'll admit that almost every drop table has been highly... For Iron Man? It's not like it's entirely for Iron Man, because clearly yeah. drop tables beforehand also gave variety of stuff. But Because, like, for example, Zora... Iron Man yeah. had just come out. They were not catering to Iron Man at that time, and they still just shout out everything. Just like, yeah. here you go. So it's not completely, but there is definitely a, a high incentive to... I think as well, 
the thing is with the drop tables, it's that it's mainly drop tables that caters to Iron Man, but I feel like the drop tables they only put on stuff that is useful. What happened to useless drops? We used to get drops that were crap and just leave them, but everything's useful these days on the drop tables because they only put useful stuff on. Yeah, long gone are the days of shit drops. Yeah, and then you get two hundred K drops every kill. Yeah, the, yeah, the the shit drops now are like, oh, I got a just a sure piece, like, oh, yeah, boo hoo, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, like, I think there is some good updates. Um, I think that what what's that dungeon with the big spider ring called again? The fourth house. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, where it's got the, the um, Seracnus and stuff. Yeah, yeah, fourth house. I dungeon. think that's 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 quite an Iron Man dungeon. It's it's all like self-contained. Yeah, I think it's quite cool. I like it. It is cool. They did a great job at it. It is Iron yeah. Man catered, but at least it fits and nothing's overtuned. Yeah. Like everything's yeah, like. Yeah, I think that's that's a good example of catering to Iron Man, where I think the drop tables are horrendous because it honestly it destroys the economy. Yeah, which Iron Man, well, it was supposed to not affect, but there's with these there's drop a... tables it has. There's a lot of cool things that have come from Iron Man, like some great updates, in my yeah. opinion. Like sandstone mining, I think is great. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. That makes sense. Yeah, I think I've got another thing about is um, like packs in shops. I, I fucking hate packs. Like, imagine a world without packs, item packs. I hate. Like, there's a lot of untapped gameplay potential. That has been absolutely destroyed by just having packs. Are you talking about like shop packs? Yep, I like shop packs. Okay. Any yeah. other examples or <clears throat> just, just those specifically, just so I'm aware? Just shop packs or okay. room packs. Yeah. Plant pot packs. All every pack basically in the shops yeah. that spamming it's items. Very private servery. I have newt packs. Like they could have added like hunter where you can hunt newts and catch them and you know what I mean? Yep. But instead, we've got a, a pack shop. That's stupid. Yeah. And as well, there is an issue with RuneCraft. Who RuneCrafts <clears throat> like basic runes? You just go to the shop and get packs of them. Yep. Honestly, I think for the, the basic runes, so air, water, earth, fire, yep. <clears throat> body, and uh, mind, multiply the amount of runes you get by five when you RuneCraft them. So, what do you know how it scales up? Yeah. So I like I think it's like eleven. You get two air runes. Twenty two. You get three or whatever. Yeah. Just multiply all those by five. So at level one, you get five air runes per essence. The same XP. The XP is the same. You just get more essence. You, they, you get more runes. Uh, l- let me just share what I had thought. So when they first came out with uh, like the Ring of Elements and the Guardians of the Rift and everything, and they changed yeah. it, you can now craft like two hundred thousand airs an hour, which is and fair. Then, yeah. Yeah, at 99. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, one all, but all the other elemental runes are, especially fires. Like, fires is like 50K. It's like, you know, a fourth yeah. as much or something. So they need, yeah, like you said, they need to make all elemental runes the same. So yeah. at 99, they should all be 200,000. In fact, I would even say you should be able to craft like 500,000 at yeah. 99 and every elemental rune. That would yeah. clearly incentive, and that would be a great. That would be such a cool because, like, it, it it's actually kind of fun to craft those elemental runes now because yeah. they're so fast paced with the the new ring and every single altar is really close, so they're yeah. all around five hundred thousand. Yeah, and then body and be, like yeah, body and mind as well. 
Because like all of these are just like stuck at like five GP because that's the shock price, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But so also, I'm I know I'm just I'm super passionate about this one because I've mm-hmm. I made a ramble on it. But like one of them is uh, like chaos runes. They're capped at times two. Like bruh, you yeah. make chaos runes. First of all, fix the fucking like natural altar for it. I guess you don't really need to do that because you just go through the abyss for it. But it's like. Yeah you got to make that five times, like five times at 99. Yeah. Like you should be crafting five times the amount and cosmic should be times three. In my personal opinion, yeah. I would even be okay with times four. Um, yeah. I see no issues with increasing the amount that you get per essence. Cause we've already got multiple runes. They're just, it's honestly, it's just not good enough though. Yeah. It doesn't scale and, enough. And, and this would make rune crafting actually like a skill people want to do. And it's actually useful. You'll get yep. all your runes. You have to go to a stupid shop and just buy packs of fucking and just shit. Just get rid of the packs entirely. Yeah. So bin the packs. Yeah. Get rid of all of them. Even like plant pot packs. Honestly, make plant pots harder to obtain. Dude, who cares? Get rid of runes off of drop tables too. Like oh, yeah. significantly reduce those. Rune crafting yep. would be super profitable if you stopped giving like three thousand death runes from one TOA. Yeah. Just, like what the fuck? Yeah. Honestly, all resources that are gained from skilling should be heavily, heavily nerfed slash removed from all drop tables. Mm-hmm. Heavily, heavily nerfed. Specifically boss ones, but uh, resources like um, skilling stuff that you get from skilling, the main place you should get them from is skilling, not bosses. Because yeah. right now, the best way to get any resource is from bossing, which makes no sense. What is the point in skills if everything comes from bosses? And again, just going back to the really early point I made, yeah, that there also needs to be quality skilling updates that are yeah. engaging and not just, okay, this is the most boring shit of all time because yeah. we're so pigeonholed in this idea that skilling needs to be boring and accessible to every single toddler. You know, at day one, this needs to be like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But that's pretty much it for the packs. Just remove them. I'll honestly, I'll make, I'll open up gaps in the market for like plant pots. They'll go up in price. It might be worth you know making them with clay, which no one does because what's the point? But I'll actually give I'll give uses to things, and I'll I'll open up like possibilities of like I said before, like hunting newts for eyes of newt. Yeah, stuff like that. All these these packs are just preventing potential updates, and we've also got. You know, the Tower of Life, that cool basement thing. Yeah. I love that. That's sick. I would put a bank in there, and I would make that be the way of obtaining these items. Because I think you get, like, spider eggs from one of them. Yep. And you get, like, um, unicorn horns. Mm-hmm. It's all these 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 items that are quite... Um, they don't really have a way to obtain them, like, like very well, anyway. Yeah. So I think it's good to, to lean into it. Allow it. Yeah, totally. That needs to be it needs to be buffed. That place needs to be buffed. Yeah. That's um, great. It's genius. Yeah, I think it also make it a little bit more like um fast paced, I think. Yeah. I, I think the, yeah. the stalls and stuff need to be looked into. Yeah, the flow. The flow. The flow needs the to be floor. better. Yeah. Also, just another point on, you know, making ceiling better. The the I need to make this point because it's so 
it, it, it ruins the game botting like yeah. that needs oh, to yeah. be addressed and the the player base needs to understand like we need to like come together more and really make a mm-hmm. point that this is ruining the game because nobody's talking about it everyone's just like oh yeah. it's inevitable so i'm just never going to talk about it and nothing ever gets done like i do- wonder if there's like somewhere they can verify what is running i mean a lot of games have got anti-cheat but runescape does not have any they always say they do there isn't any there, there never the, has been i know and and the, there could seriously be like just jagex i understand you're making money from this but it's ruining your fucking game so put yep. more pour a little bit more money and more employees into doing this and seriously like you could do this unpaid too like you could literally just actually get trusted players really yeah, like tr- mod, but like like police but hidden not on like a crown on your chat yeah just have players that are trusted like i know you yes trusted players that have been around the community and and if they abuse it you ban them like you can ban the people you're giving these trusts if they're abusing it so there is a trust and you know maybe even like the payment for their trust is okay here's free membership on this one account like just something so simple that costs you nothing this is free policing and of course they don't give a fuck because they're making tons of money from all these bots but if you actually cared about your game you do that and also the biggest thing you need to add is you need to bring trust back into the report button nobody is reporting anybody anymore Every, nobody it's, believes that the report button does anything it's so inconvenient to do it as well there's no convenience in it you have to stop everything you do and to report someone yeah, and it's, it's horrible no one's got time for that so you need to make a report button work and you need to give email replies or not email but like at least your inbox replies of hey that person you reported we've banned them thank yeah. you dude if you had an automated reply of that that would be one of the greatest updates like ever yeah. because it would actually make people report players and if you receive enough report if a player received a bunch of reports because people are actually using it now and it's convenient to report dude you could clean up the streets of gilinor so fucking quickly like yeah of course, they don't care because there's money involved, and it's like, God damn it! <laughs> like, yeah, I think it would be it would be quite cool as well if uh, the probably wouldn't do this, but if someone got banned, it would be cool. If, like, if it told you what their bank value was and how much money's been removed from the game for that ban. Yeah, they, they don't even need to go that far. It's literally yeah. just, hey, that player is banned. Thank you. Yeah, they do that on Twitter. You can report accounts on Twitter. I've I've, I've reported tons of accounts on Twitter. And then when they're banned or receive, you know, whatever, an indefinite thing or whatever. Yeah. I, think um, it, it, I think it does that on Overwatch as well. If you if you report someone on Overwatch and then they get banned, it says that. It's genius. Um, it's yeah. the best thing ever. And it makes it total sense. It shows people that it works. It shows people it works. And that's important. I know. And it's we've never had that here. And it, I report players. I've even done this. I don't do it often. But I remember doing this. Like, I've, I've reported thieving bots. And... The next month, I'll check up on them. I only did this, like, I probably did this, like, six months ago. I was just curious. They're still yeah. doing it. They've gained, you know, 120 mil thieving XP. It's like, nothing fucking happened. Like, how, oh, my God. Like, it's so enraging. It just makes me, like, why am I reporting? Why am I wasting my goddamn time doing this when nothing's happening? Yeah, it's the same with the wilderness bosses as well. The amount of bots out those is insane. And they've got, like, tens of thousands of kills. I know. And they're just, they're like, rank one in the world of kills, and they're just not banned. 
and it's clear they're a bot. Like it's yes. blatantly obvious to everybody. Like yep. the the thieving bots, dude. Okay, so the ones at Prif, you yep. can they they go into this one house that I thieve in, and they will also run to the bank. So they'll open the door, run to the bank. But whenever they open the door, they wait like three ticks exactly to actually run in or out. So yeah. I just kept closing the door until it got jammed. They do the exact same movement. It's it's just like. Dude, this is so blatantly obvious. If you gave me a trusted player that's been here forever the power to get rid of this player, it's like, if I get it wrong, that's one thing, you know? But when it's so fucking obvious, they're doing the exact same movements, like, over and over and over, like, oh my god, like, there needs to be players that can police this shit. Yeah, I think that's something that they should really look into, to be honest. Like, that is important. That... Bots are one of the biggest issues this game has right now. That's All, up there. Also, probably the biggest, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. Also, like LMS, like like website advertising and staking advertising. Like, yep. dude, if you had police in the game that you give trusted players, and they can literally just say, "You are banned." Not you're muted. You are banned for doing that. You're not advertising websites on this game. Just. As soon as you've done it five times in a row, you're banned permanently. Just you're out yep. of the game. Like, why are we even giving mutes? Just just ban them. Like they're just blatantly breaking the rules over and over and over. It's like just oh my god. Yep. I, I really don't know. I mean, I guess the pin membership, so it's good for Jagex that they're there. <laughs> but it would literally make you more money to ban them and they have to make another account. Yeah. Well, true as well, yeah. Yeah. I get so pissed off at this stuff because it's never addressed and it will continue to not get addressed. And I'm going to keep yelling. Yeah. Anyway. Too busy, too busy, like looking at a new skill which we really don't need. So, <laughs> I know. I mean, are the skills that we've got not enough? Why do I need another one? Like, it, I mean, it would be plenty one. Holes in the current it, skills. Yeah. It'd be one thing if you cleaned up every other of the updates that are completely useless and broken and stuff and then worked on a new skill. But it's like, dude, you're, we're working on something huge when there's so many issues that need to be addressed. Yeah. They're trying to build something huge on a foundation that's quite <laughs> fucked at the minute. Yes. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Like, all the stuff that we've gone over today, I feel like, like there's a lot of stuff. But I feel like, just look at this stuff. These are issues in the game. Changing this will enhance the game tremendously. And there's a lot more to go. <laughs> we're like half, we're like halfway through this list. I know. All right, next one. All right, silver jewelry. Well, specifically the bracelet of slaughter and expeditious bracelet. So currently, it's ridiculous, right? It's the most OP bracelet I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So, it extends tasks by 33% because like, it's 1 in 25, no, was it 1 in, it's 25% chance that when you kill a monster, it won't count, and then that stacks on top, so the, the 1 in 4 then stacks and stacks and stacks, so it ends up being 33% extension, not 25%. Mm-hmm. Um, this wasn't even pulled. This got added, unpulled. <laughs> the only thing that was pulled is, do we add silver jewelry that can be enchanted? Yes or no? Yep. And that was it. Then we got this. Slayer made 33% faster because of silver jewelry. Honestly, if it was up to me, I would I would actually just delete these two bracelets and just give them totally different effects. Yep. Yeah. I actually agree with that. It's I think really, they're ridiculous. It's really stupid. 
They're just like, so weird. They're so just like private server yeah. and just busted for no reason. Like, why did we come out with this? Yeah, I hate them. Yeah, they're I not think great. Do. Yeah, just give them something like unique, more like even like um when you're wearing the bracelet, one of the bracelets, it makes it so that um if you were to fail an obstacle, you won't fail it and it'll take a charge. Something like that. That's just a little idea. Yeah. No, there's a, there's, a, there's a billion different um yeah, there's so jewelry much effect done. ideas. There's so much they could have done and they chose two of them to be insane unpulled like XP increases to Slayer. For silver jewelry, silver, it's worth nothing. And it's worth something now. Slayer, that's that, well, well the, yeah, the, the barely. topaz are shot up in price significantly, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, it's weird. Um yeah, it's strange. It's like, I don't think of those necessarily, but I do understand there's a problem with it. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. The next the next bullet point. Um, so if they are going to add a new skill, which honestly, the, they are going to add it. Mm -hmm. It's going to pass the poll. It's going to be added. They're going to get what they want. I don't like what they're doing with the high scores, though. What's this legacy high score thing? Who's going to look at that? What they need to do... Lock everyone, right? Everyone who's 200 mil all right now. Lock the order that they're in currently. So links tighten at the top, whatever. Do 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 all the way down. When the new skill comes out, and once these 200 mil all players reach 200 mil all again, put them back to the top in the order that they were previously, because right now they're basically destroying this this decade long like marathon that's gone on they're destroying it for a marathon of one skill instead of like the you know what i mean mm -hmm. see this is the tough question is first of all i do not need to be involved in this discussion it should yeah. be among the players that compete for ranks like i would even say like dude if the the people that really care about this are the people that have achieved a high rank yeah. And it only affects the 200 mil all players, and there's not many of them. Exactly. And from so, what I've heard, they're all for this this idea. There would need to be a discussion between, I would even say, like maybe top 50 or top 100 players. I'm worried yeah. about saying top 100 because there would be obviously everybody that hasn't achieved is like, yes, let me get a top rank. Yeah. Um, but there needs to be some serious discussion about, like, what do we do in this situation? Because personally, I think it would be cool to kind of shake things up and see who gets it. But at the same time, I completely understand those that are the top 10 want to keep their ranks. And yeah. the people that care about the ranks are those top players that care about it. But then there's rank 26. So what about him? He wants to get that chance of shooting up there. And this is the problem. I think it needs to be discussed with those players in particular and not the rest of the player base. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a really, it's a tough call, and I am not the person to, Yeah, know. I've talked with Jace about this a lot, and there's a lot of other people who are up there, and from what I've heard, they all like this idea, this yeah. specifically. Uh, I think everyone really wants to keep the ranks, because um, when the new skill comes out, there will be a race to 200 mil fishing, I mean, sailing, not fishing, mm -hmm. 200 mil sailing. And whoever gets 200 mil first will be rank one sailing. 
and for well forever. Yeah. But then when all the current Remolo players get it, it's going to completely jumble up this this decade long thing that's been going on. Yep. For no reason. I mean, we've still got the ranks. You can still see who got sailing first, second, third, 200 mil all. Yep. So you've still got the order there. But then you'll also preserve the integrity of the current high scores at the same time. It's the best of both worlds, in my opinion. Yeah. It, again, it it's just like it's subjective because the person that's yep. ranked 39 and he's Yeah, they would super- obviously... Super, they super motivated. Yeah, he would love to get top page with this. But music. is that fair if if he That's, just overtakes everyone else who's again, that, put the that, work in previously? Again, I think the only way to do it is to have a discussion between them. Have yeah. serious, honest dialogue with the Jagex team and those players yeah. and really come together and be like, what is the most fair option? Because honestly, like if, if it were up to me, I think it would be cool to have... You know, as as much as I hate to say it, like it would be kind of cool to have a legacy high scores as long as it's, as long as it's like, mm-hmm. it, I think ideally, and this can't be retroactive because I don't think they've saved the data for it, but it would be cool to see like a year thing where like twenty third end of twenty thirteen high scores, this is what they look like. End of twenty fourteen high scores, this is what they look like, and yeah. then you have a list that's like showing kind of the eras. Like, that would be fascinating to see. Like, the locked in at the end of each year. Like, boom, here's what it looked like. Here's what it looked like here. And so you have this era where, you know, imagine the game goes on for another 30 years. Are we going to yeah. continue with every new skill? Let's let's say five new skills come out in that time. Like, are we really still going to be, like, locking in? Or we could see, oh, wow, let's go back and see the high scores from 2013. Look at these OGs on here. These were legends. And mm. I think that would be the most optimal way. But again, we I don't think we have that retroactive data. I would be surprised if yeah. we did. It would just be based on screenshots. And I can imagine it would only be the top 25. So I, the, the entire high scores, I highly doubt this history data on those. But I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. It would be <coughs> interesting. But yeah. Ugh, and again, like so many players don't care. But that mm. in my vision is like the perfect ideal of having yearly screenshots of like here's the top 100 or whatever players yeah in certain things yeah but i feel like jagex currently are just going to go with the uh the easiest the legacy the easiest idea that they haven't they haven't really discussed it with anyone they're just like oh well this is what we're going to do and that's that but this is not yeah. what the top people want from what i've heard yep and, and those are the people that care yeah, it's the people that affect and it's the people that, that care. Yep. So they should really look at what they're saying and do whatever the majority thinks is best for them yeah. because yeah. they're the only people that affects. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so the, the next one. Yeah, mining rework. So this is a hot take. I know Automology would hate this, but honestly, no one mines ores anymore. Apart from people who are power mining them, everyone just sits in the motherlord mine because it's AFK, right? Yep. I think honestly, we should. My opinion, I think ores should be like how trees were, where it's like one in eight or one in whatever, where you get multiple ores. It's less click intensive. You can still do a click intensive, tick manipulation, drop, etc. All that would be the same, 
But if you just wanted to casually get ores over time, you could just like click a gold ore, mine away, get a couple of ores, after five or so, depletes, next one. I think that would make people mine so much more. And it would take a lot of people out of the muddle of mine. What do you think? Let me think. So one of the problems currently with mining is yeah. even if that change were enacted, it yeah. wouldn't change anything because everyone would still go to motherload mine. Everyone would still go to volcanic mine. Everyone would still go to blast mine and mm -hmm. three tick 4G, whatever gem mining. It's like n nothing would change about it necessarily. My, in, in my view, I think that First of all, the gnome cube is mm -hmm. essential to solving mining as a, you know, just wrist-breaking activity for those that actually want yeah. to get significant amount of ores. Um, the the biggest problem across the world is lack of banks, like lack of close yeah. access to like for example, like an ore sack would be great. Yeah, a like huge that. a huge ore sack, you know, that maybe can only be deposited at a bank, and you can just sit yeah. and mine for. Ever. Or, for example, like coal trucks. Coal trucks needs to be looked at. Coal trucks could be so great. Coal trucks could even, like, I would be okay with a coal deposit where it's like, okay, it could, there's, yeah, what? Yeah, it could just act as a, just act as a deposit box straight to your bank and that's it. Exactly. Like, it could be something like, so for your example of like a, a place where you just mine nonstop, sort of. Yeah. I would love to see the coal trucks be given these deposits where, mm. You know, you're actually in this place that's just filthy rich in coal. And so you got these new kind of rocks that you can just sit there, you fill up, dump it at the carts, and it carts it over to your bank for a fee. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Like in lots of different mines, you could have them dotted around uh, mine carts in, well, anywhere. Like mm -hmm. like in the Heroes Guild, it could even be just like a little mine cart coming out the wall. And yep. you could mine the rune. Just dump it in there. Yep. The Prif mine has done it pretty well. The, yeah. the biggest problem with mining across the world is respawn rates are incredibly bad. Seconds should just be buffed. Yeah. Success rates Why need, not? across the board, success rates need to be much higher. Silver should be iron. Like, silver should be the <laughs> yeah. same rate success rates as iron. Gold should be really high up there. Gold and coal should be significantly better. Mithril, yeah. Addy, and Rune are just out of control slow. Like, those all need to be buffed, and the respawn yeah. rates need to be drastically buffed. Yeah, the thing with Rune, though, it's very expensive just because of Alk. So you wouldn't really be able to increase it too much with Runeite. But with the other two, you could. The thing with Rune is... Um, like seriously, I would be okay if uh, what's what's Rune Alk's value like twelve k, eleven k. Let's just say let's just yeah. say twelve k for some. Yeah. Actually, let's say let's say ten k for simplicity's sake, just for this little yeah. situation. I'm thinking. Imagine you could mine like three hundred Runeite per hour tick manipulating or something, where yeah. you're making three mil an hour. That's not even that crazy. Like, it really isn't. If you were to be 99, let's just say, like, 85, you're only getting, like, 2 mil, you know, yeah. doing, like, a tick manipulation. Maybe, like, a mil if you're just chilling out. Um, these ideas of, like, being rewarding is, like, totally fair in my personal opinion. But you'd have to yeah. kind of rework how Runite is around the game. Yeah. I would put the respawn rates, like, a lot quicker because it's... It's just world hopping at this point. Like no one's actually waiting for them to respawn. So yeah, just just make it faster. 
maybe a minute or something, honestly. You could mine one, yeah. have it, like I said, multiple ores per, and then by the time you finish that, switch to the other one. Same as like how trees used to be, but yeah. Yeah. Like we'll cut one magic tree and then switch to the other one while you wait for that one to spawn back. Yep, yep. I think that would that would honestly revitalize mining and take people out of Motherlord mine. There's more variety. People will be across the world mining different ores, getting them in, and obviously remove all these from monster drop tables, uh, boss drop tables, reduce it drastically. So the only place that ores are coming from is people mining ores around the world. Yeah. No, I I think that would be great. I think like... Yeah. And I love the horseshoe around uh, Brimhaven Island. Yeah, the peninsula. Yeah, I like just, it. Just give a yeah. little like banker there, a little bank chest or something, and mm -hmm. like imagine gnome cubing around that little thing where it's just so <laughs> simple. You have an ore sack. The the ore is super easy, so you're just consistently getting three ticks. It's, you're never missing, and you're just going around in this little circle. And you're just having a grand old time. They respawn quick enough for the whole loop to be done just consecutively. That would be yeah. such a cool little spot to mine gold. And then you don't have to have ore packs or uh, yep. buying gold ore. You just have this like nice little area. I'd fucking love that. Yep. That's how it should be. Like There's so much potential for ways to acquire items in the game that are just being destroyed by shops and packs. Yep. Where this could be integrated into gameplay and skilling. And it's just a waste of potential. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, so we touched on this briefly before, like the run energy rework. So I would like to expand on that as well and just add resting and musicians. Uh, did you play when resting and musicians were in the other RuneScape or not? No, but I think I've heard from enough people to kind of get the gist of it. Yeah, so you, like, you basically right-click your run thing and press rest and you'll sit on the floor. And it'll regen your run rate at 2x speed. And if you do it next to a musician, it's 3x speed. <clears throat> and it was quite cool the way they did it. They added, like, bards around the world. So there was one just, like, north of Falador with his little guitar. And you would see people sitting down. And it actually had in-game music as well that you could hear, mm -hmm. like, his little guitar going. It was just cool. It just added... Like, it was, once again, for, like, immersion, like I said before, just adding these NPCs around the world that have, in this case, it would have a use as well. And you I don't... don't see an issue with stopping and getting your own energy up. Why not? I really liked... Um... Just being in a bar would restore yeah. your run energy drastically. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Like, yeah. that that would be so cool if they added more bars. And that was like a hub, especially like for free-to-play. It's like just yeah. you go in there. If, if you're around the area, just in the vicinity, you kind of gain. And then as, as soon as you're in the place, you're just drastically just pumping up. So then you have players and you have a, like a spark up a conversation with a random dude that's there. Yeah. That's good. Just add little social spaces for people. You know what would be actually even cooler? <clears throat> think, yep. about, think about this. You go to a a pub and your run energy actually increases beyond 100. Mm. So you going there actually has an even bigger effect. So it's like it boosts up to 120 or something. Yeah. It's so, almost like stamina kind of, isn't it? Yeah. I, I mean, I mean to be honest, like I'd be okay with it even going like further, like maybe 150 or something. Just something where yeah. it's like, dude, this is it, it'll it'll never be worth it for efficient players. By the way, like just even yeah. getting to 150, you're just gonna drink a stamp. Like it's whatever. But for free yeah. to play, oh my god, if you could boost up to 200 sitting at a pub for like a, a minute, that would be great. It would like you would rest at a pub, 
before you go on a long journey. Yeah. And that makes you feel like part of the world. It, it gives you that oh, sense of adventure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That would be That's so great. cool. You know what would also be kind of cool is if like... Um, Maybe if getting a beer helped in some way, or like a yeah. maybe maybe getting the beer, <laughs> this would not fit like obviously <laughs> the lore necessarily, but maybe that would like be able to boost you up a little bit as well. Yeah, like, I thought about that as well. Making beer act as a like a, an energy portion whilst inside of a pub. Yeah, something like that, dude. Honestly, but, beer should just be energy pots. <laughs> imagine just running around drinking beers. Yeah, I mean, why not? Just have it like a a minor. Um, yeah, I don't know how good of like. Um, a message that sounds out to the people like from i mean it's alcohol. low it, it's it's <laughs> but, lowering your attack constantly yeah so that's true you'd have that yeah but. i heard people well i heard i uh, saw um a suggestion about being able to rent a room there just instantly like put up to 100 percent. so you could either wait in there for it to go up or you could rent a room and it, like teleport you upstairs and you wake up and you're at like 150 percent that would be Something cool like yeah, I just think there's a lot of cool like potential in like hub areas, if yep. you know what I mean. That could be like focused around pubs. I think it would be quite nice. Yep. Yeah, Especially I'm for, like free to play and getting into the game. Yeah, the more I'm thinking about it now, I'm just like honestly, I think the best route to go is if you're in the pub, mm -hmm. you can boost up to two hundred slowly. Yeah. I mean, it's not not slowly, but pretty quickly. Give it like a minute or something. Or yeah. minute and a half or two minutes or whatever to get fully up to 200 you spark a conversation with another dude that's doing the same thing say where you're about to run to or whatever and then you go on your way it could even yeah. be quicker than two like i'm thinking a minute maybe like, a minute a minute's fine why yeah. not yeah i mean it's a minute of you doing nothing that you could have spent going on the adventure so but boosting the 200 is huge yep that'd be great and there's not really any problems with it what well, i mean there isn't the game's not really balanced around like run energy it's just kind of an annoyance, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what is balanced around run energy? Only the wilderness, really? Kind of, because you make it run out of energy and kill them. But other than that, it's just kind of there. Yeah. You know what? Annoying. What 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 are your thoughts on alters shooting your prayer up to ninety nine, but also your run to ninety nine? Uh, I don't think it makes much sense. Mm. I'm just curious, just because then, I mean, pubs would still be better because you could overboost to 200 and prayer yeah. or the altars would just boost your prayer and I run. Think it, I think it's better to leave them separate because I feel like if okay. you've got altars that do your run energy as well. That's true. People just like, oh, well, it's just faster to just do the altar and just leave. That's true. That's and it point. just takes away from the pubs. And alders already have their purpose. They don't need buffing or anything. That's true. Yeah. Good point. Okay. Yeah, that's yes. great. So the next one I've got, this is more about diversification. So I know you didn't like the idea of um, dragon bane and stuff like that because it locks things in. This is kind of the opposite of that. This opens things out. So currently with melee, we've got stab, slash, and crush. But with range and magic, we don't have anything. It's just magic or range. Mm -hmm. So if you break range down into the categories of arrows, bolts, and thrown, so that'd be like arrows, bolts, and like darts, um, knives, etc. And you break the defenses down of monsters into these three categories, you could have a monster that's like weak to arrows but has a high defense against bolts or thrown. 
So you might be better off like a magic short bow or a twisted bow as opposed to a blowpipe. Mm-hmm. This wouldn't have to like retroactively affect previous monsters. This may just be for like new creatures that they add where they want to like diversify the weapons that people are using instead of just spamming blowpipe on low defense creatures. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And the same for magic as well. Air, water, earth, and fire as a weakness as opposed to just magic. That would be amazing. It, it would also be cool, like, just in regards to magic for right now, is, like, mm-hmm. making it so all strike spells deal the same amount of damage. All yeah. chaos do the same, like, all, or, um... Yeah, why should fire always be the best? Yeah, it's they, like, should, they should all do the same. No one uses anything other than fire because fire is the best on every category. Everything. I know, it's stupid. Where yeah. with this, like, for example, fire giants, if we made them weak to water spells, people would be using water spells on fire giants, and that would be so cool. That'd be amazing. That'd be like people water spell and fire giants. Awesome. That just so much more diversity in in the things you'll be using to kill certain creatures. Totally. And I think this needs to be like looked at more because right now it's just either magic or it's not, yep. as opposed to like it's like sub sections, sub categories. Mm-hmm. It would also mean something like the the nightmare stuff, the harm one, mm-hmm. would and, potentially have more use. And think about this. Okay, so I'm just looking at the um, the basic spell book. Imagine there wasn't wind strike, water strike, earth strike, fire strike. Imagine being able to clear the spell bug up where you still have all the same spells, but it's just now strike and strike bolt. And mm-hmm. there's just one spell for strike. And it and the thing is when you click on it, it depends on, you know, the runes you already have, or it's like it's it's just auto selecting what staff you have or whatever so if you have like a watch or, or maybe even simpler you just click it and then there's another thing or even right click imagine you right clicked um strike and then there's a, mm-hmm. a down list that says or, or air water earth fire you click that and then now it's selected on that right like that would be the first okay so let me just say when i look at the standard um the standard spell book it's a yeah. mess Oh, yeah. But I think we need to add reordering and hiding like they did with the prayer book recently. Add that to magic as well. The thing is, book. is I'm, I'm just thinking right now, like, dude, there you could simplify this so much by yeah. just g- going, like, strike. Now you've you cleared up. Jewelry enchantments as well. Yeah. Just enchant jewelry and whatever you use it on is the one that it works with. Yes. Like, exactly that. And, you know, you would... You could even have like a pull down where it's like, okay, you're enchanting these. So you're just going to select that enchant spell as I'm doing sapphires now. And then it's selected on that. If you want to change it, you just right click, go down to, okay, I'm going to do rubies now. You wouldn't even need to though, because you're using it on a ruby one. So obviously it needs to be ruby anyway. So you wouldn't even have to do that. It could just be automatic. Yeah. But if they, I don't know, in regards like what runes you have and stuff, there might be some coding problems. It's like. You could just make it so much simpler by having these pull-down options. But this would, again, have to assume that we are going to rebalance the standard um, spell strike or the elemental um, spells. Yeah, 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 I think it could be cleaned up a lot. I mean, the bolt enchant, for example, that's all in one spell, isn't it? Yeah, that's beautiful, beautiful. Except it's still glitchy because it doesn't ever show you what runes you need unless you have them out. Yeah, that... I don't know why that's not been fixed. Yeah, that's but. a mess. But <laughs> yeah, it could be they could really put some work into the the spell book and improve it quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, they, they could. Okay. Um. Oh, by the way, with ranged arrows, mm. bolts, and thrown, I think what what were they suggest? It was like pierced, blunt, piercing, blunt, and like 
magic based or something right. ranged or something like that. that that would mean having to create a bunch of new arrow types where this already has the types built in so i don't know how that would work because you would have like blunt dragon arrows well all arrows would be piercing <laughs> right so arrows would be, be piercing right yeah. and, and then, then bolts would be like blunt or something i don't know bolts would I mean, uh, that's a good question wouldn't it essentially be this just with different words? Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah, exactly what it would be. But I'm just yeah. thinking like because and and the reason I say this is to fit more of the thematics of like okay, yeah. let's say you're yeah. killing Grador, piercing would be more useful there than blunt or whatever. I don't even know what blunt would be though. What the hell is blunt like? I have no idea. Uh, who the May hell shoots a blunt object? Yeah, the old sharp aren't there? <laughs> Maybe blunt would just count as. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. That's but the, yeah. the my problem is like, what's the difference between an arrow and a bolt being shot? Like, what? Like, why would there be? Because in regards to this range, I would also want to see defensive of monsters change as well, where these things yep. are weak to this style of range. Yep. But the whole like arrows and bolts, like, what? What's actually the difference between them? So that's where I'm trying to get the the yep. whole differentiation. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that one requires more thought. I would say. Yeah, for sure. To come out with like a law explanation, but I think the concept itself, having diversity in, love it. Yeah, love yeah, it. is is a really good idea to lean into. Yeah, yeah, and it it could even ooh like think about this like think about if we were to rearrange it so it's like power. It's like your range defense. Okay, so the the reason I'm thinking of this is like I'm thinking like a blowpipe would have very low power, but with low defense, like naked creatures, blowpipe's gonna mm. annihilate, but it has very weak power because you're literally blowing a dart. Like that's not gonna but if yeah. you had a fucking heavy ballista, that thing is gonna go so hard against armor. <laughs> yeah. So they could have some like gauge of like this thing has insane range. Uh, yeah, that kind of goes back with what we already have is like accuracy kind of, but it's tough, yeah, but that would have to be have a lot more thought. I still love the idea, though. Yeah, yeah, I think it's 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 just good just to have diversity in monster defense instead of just being ranged magic. Break it down just like how Melly is, make it consistent across all three styles. Yep, that'd be great, and it would just it would just honestly enhance the potential of of new monsters and defenses and weaponry quite a lot. Yeah. Okay. okay. The, the next one. Yeah is about Zorossian items. So I'm pretty sure when Old School first came out, there was only one Zaros item in the whole game, and it was the Ancient Staff, right? Mm-hmm. What's special about the Ancient Staff? Negative one prayer. Yeah, because the Zaros item. So why has every single Zaros item since that, when Old School came out, been positive prayer? Yeah, makes no sense. It shouldn't be, right? It shouldn't. Everything, in my opinion... A whole overhaul of all Zorossian items, including like um, Torva. Yep. Make a negative, right? Mm -hmm. But make a negative equal to positive. So if you've got negative 20 prayer bonus, it's the same as having positive 20 prayer bonus. Not only does it fit the law, it also adds like a pro and a con of do I want to stack Zaros items to get my prayer really negative? Ooh. Ooh, that is or, genius. 
Yeah, I came up with this. I haven't seen this anywhere. That is or, genius. I was like, what are you or, talking about at first? Yeah. Or do you want to go Ooh. fuse arrow items and try and go positive prayer bonus, even though it will pull it down a bit? I think it does give a lot of choice in what you will wear. Because a lot of the powerful items in the game right now are becoming Zaros items. And I think this will really shake things up. And I, I feel like, honestly, the Zaros items are just too powerful right now. And I think this one weakness, this one little difference, will make a big difference. Okay. think. Hear, hear me out. Yeah. I don't know all the god lore, but mm. I'm just thinking, what if Bandos, Zami, and Zerosian were the three that went negative? Yeah, because they're like evil. Armadillion, yeah, Ceridoman, and Guthix. Is it Guthix? Yeah. Were, yeah. were the positive. Do, yeah. That, that would, would be quite cool, wouldn't it? That would be cool. And then you actually can go one or the other way so that it actually mm-hmm. makes sense to match up, sort of. Yeah. I think it's 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 honestly a cool idea. I'm surprised that I've come up with it, and I'm surprised that I've not heard it. That is genius, but, dude. But it makes so much sense in the law. The Rossian items are supposed to be, like, evil and not holy and bad and take from prayer but if you go all the way dark you'll be helped by the dark lord so that is, is positive that is awesome yeah and it just makes the Zerossi items just so much cooler these these items have negative bonuses in prayer like nothing else has that and that's how it should be it's so cool it just makes them feel mysterious and powerful even though it's something so simple it's so badass at the same time Dude, this has been a lot of fun so far. Like, I'm seriously, like, I've heard so many awesome ideas I have not heard before. And this is... Yeah. Okay. I've done a lot of thinking. and Right. So I do do game design at college, and I'm going to uni for game design. Mm. I would... I, game development, actually. But um, I looked on the, the jobs for Jagex, right? And I would love to work there. I've got a lot... I feel like I've got a lot of good ideas, and I oh, yeah. really do want to fix... I want to sort the game out, honestly. There's like, there's no like leader, do you know, like the role mod my had. Yeah. That's, that's been empty for like two years. Dude. It's been empty. You need to apply. But the thing is, the, the, the thing that they are looking for is someone who has been in the games industry for like ever and who have already managed an entire game. Yep. But like, does that make them more qualified than someone who's like lived this game I and breathed know, this game forever and understands it in and out? Who's more qualified to run the game and like push it in the direction it needs to go to stay alive and keep yep. thriving? Yep. I, I would love to work there. I feel like I'm going to be blacklisted after this podcast. They're going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is like that's really what we need. Like when we see great developers, think about it. Like Elena Husky Arcane fantastic yep. and you know why because they have maxed fucking iron men and they actually mm-hmm. played the game before they started working like they are actually like good at the game and know what's going on not just some mm-hmm. rando that's never played a game before and they're like oh i love i love video games guys i love, love tune yeah. do you remember yeah. do you remember the guy that took over after matt Keith, that guy who had never played runescape before yeah his, the his... um the, the guy from texas the american guy yeah, yeah. How? What was his name? He doesn't even know what... I can't remember. But I don't know how the hell they wanted him to run the game. I'm sure he's he was, the games in the past, but he, he didn't know what this is. He, he was clueless with something. Yeah, he, he'd never even done Cook's assistant. 
He was learning. They about literally the just game. got him because it's like, oh, he's had plenty of experience with games. Yeah, games. It's like games is not. Oh my god! Like just because you Rune work with is... games doesn't mean you have any qualification yeah. for like the future and vision of this game. Especially this game. This is such a unique game. So unique. It's not a fucking raid yeah. Shadow Legends. Yeah, like if someone's been like the lead like guy of another game, come into this. If they know nothing about RuneScape, how the hell are they going to steer the ship? They need someone who knows all about it and understands the ins and outs of what makes it great. Completely. But yeah, that's I pretty much can't apply because I haven't been a leader of a game before. So, well, I mean, I, technically, I have a college, um, but not like a huge team of developers. But I would love to, if I could. But I doubt it. But yeah. Okay, um, we already kind of touched on this, but there is definitely yeah. more item name consistency. Yeah, it's we're pretty much covered all of it, to be honest. Um, the, the only, th- th- you know what the problem I have is? is yeah. and, and I know they've already done it in the past with Barrow's items, like air rims, robe, skirt. But most items in this game don't have um, the name with the abbreviation or the, um, you know. Uh, apostrophe of like okay yeah. th- this is like this person's specific thing um but then they did it again with toa like most items are like okay so if we think like grazi rapier it's not grazi's rapier it's mm-hmm. grazi rapier. so it's a- appropriate to say oh i got a grazi rapier but then they started yeah. coming out with osmumpton's fang and so everyone's saying oh i got an osmumpton's fang which honestly pisses me off a little bit because we all have that um problem how many fangs did he have yeah no, it's like it, we we got <laughs> And Osmumpton's Fang. We got a, yeah. a Tumakin's Shadow. Like, what the fuck are we saying right now? And I know that's already happened in the past <laughs> with Barrows. Uh, people say, I got an Aram's Robe Skirt, which, you know, obviously yeah. makes no sense either. But I wish, this is just my personal gripe. I know it doesn't actually matter. I just wish they would say Fang of Osmumpton. Yeah. It would just be. Robes s- of Arim. Yes. Robe Top yeah. of Aram. You know, just like. like I, I- don't think the the barrow stuff should be changed, but I think definitely for the future they should, yeah, be more consistent about it. Yeah, I there is a lot of there's so much inconsistency with item names; it's ridiculous. Yeah, I think that it just bothers me a little bit, mainly because of like the culture that we have in this game already, where we literally say a something, a and this or whatever. Yeah. So it just bought every time I hear it. Every time I hear. I got an Osmumpton's fang. Like, do we are lit- we sound like five year olds right now? What, 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 <laughs> what are we saying? Yep. Yeah, that's my personal gripe, though. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, and then the next bullet point. Um, it's mainly about the user interface and the right click menus being more consistent and more streamlined. The Max Capes right click menu is an absolute mess. Honestly. Totally. Um. And it's completely different to how it is in the inventory as well, so it's not consistent between inventory and equipped. Mm-hmm. We need more consistency across the board for all items. It should be the same. Honestly, it should be the same between inventory and equipped. Like an amulet of glory in your inventory, have it right click and then like like Woodrainer or something or Edgeville from your inventory, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And with the max cape, there's a lot of stupid, honestly, decisions on that. Like they've got the teleport, so. Do you know how it's got like other teleports and you click it? And then it's got like chinchomba locations and then you click it. 
and then it gives you the two enchantment locations. Instead of that, why didn't they just have the two enchantment locations like before it and just click one of them? Why yep. do we need another interface to click through to click two like one of two options? Just put them on the interface before and skip that step. Do stuff like that. You know what also bothers me is like you'll you'll right click teleport with your um let me try to I'm trying to think now. Is it Okay, well, I'll just bring up something easy, like the uh, the achievement diary cape. If you right click that, it yeah. pulls up a like a clue scroll interface, basically of oh, okay, out of yep. these options. But then if you right click like your glory, it's down in the chat box. Yeah. Instead of it's like those need to somehow be redone where everything's either in the chat box as like a little like finger press so it's appropriate for mobile or whatever as they're trying to do which is <laughs> which honestly is like it's not that big of a deal i'm actually okay with that them mm -hmm. kind of mobilizing things as long as it's yeah. all consistent across the board yeah because as they've done with like so if you go to a furnace with ores like it has like you know nine different ore options and they shrink all the buttons so if there was like a way to do that with teleports like if you know you have yeah. the diary and it's just okay down in the chat box now you have 16 different or however many there are um yeah i, I like the way they did it with the jewelry box in the player owned house that was a really good way yeah the where they've got each of the things and then the teleports on them yeah my um my only problem with that is like i almost wish all of it was either in one location and i actually would prefer it to be in the chat box yeah that this is my own personal take on things. It's the same with like crafting. If you're crafting now, there's an interface that pops up in the main screen. So you can't see your screen anymore. Whereas if you go and Smith bars, it's down in your chat box. And then certain things are in the chat box. Certain things are up there. It's yeah. like, I almost wish like settings and stuff and player shops, you know, like those can all have like interfaces that take up your whole game, but like teleport stuff and crafting at a certain place I, I think that should all somehow yeah. be done in the chat box that's my personal take though yeah i agree to be honest i think there needs to be some uniformity between all teleports and having them in the chat box instead of just covering the entire screen yes is a much better way of doing it yes it really is and you could you could i'm pretty sure you could quite easily fit in all of the oh yeah the, you can and, and the teleports in the chat box yeah quite easily. And 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 they shrink things like they, they're able to shrink things mm -hmm. and they can make it like a little button like a little like um yeah i could come out with like a little you could probably come out with an amazing graphic as yeah. i've already seen so yeah like oh. they could do it with like the the max cave teleports and the uh, achievement directive yeah teleports. Just it, have them all down there don't have yes. the stupid weird where you have to go next page next page have it all in a, like, a grid-like fashion where you have all all of them on one single yes chat box without going to different pages all the bloody time. Yes. Have it all there. Click it, click it, boom, done. That would be incredible. And you could still yeah. click the and you could still click the letter. Yep. And the letter of what it is. Letter, and it would it takes over the chat box, so yeah, it makes sense. Exactly. And it would be even better. So I don't know if you've ever like tried to like reply to like a DM or whatever. Or you know, I don't know, you're talking or something and then you yeah. accidentally go to your jewelry box and you're still like mid typing <laughs> and it just teleport to somewhere random i've done that a few times I can i've not done that but i can imagine it yeah i guess that would still be a problem yeah. but at least it's not taking it would cover your chat box so you're aware like oh i was just yeah. typing and now i gotta click this yeah it makes it makes the user more aware of what's happening and typing would affect the yeah. like what's happening in the game yeah same with um nexus portal nexus yeah 
There should be an animation on that as well. I don't know why it's just instant beep boop and you're there. Yeah. The portal. Be cool. Like they could have they could have such a cool animation where you like jump into it and then like teleport and then when you appear you like come through like a crack in like in the sky and drop down or something. Like a really quick That'd animation. Be cool. You know, it's so badass, but it's all shit now. Yeah. The the other problem with a lot of um the player owned house stuff is I've realized they're adding tick delays to things. Yeah. Where if you have a mounted glory you're there before you're even there. Like you're teleporting as you're got, like on the very true tile yeah. you've arrived there. It's instant. With the portal it's nexus, instant. it's like you have to get there, wait one tick, and then the inventory and then the interface opens. Same with the dig site pendant. You gotta actually arrive there mm -hmm. for one full tick, then everything starts happening. Stop with that. Yeah. It's different when you have like the one click. Like if you go to your last destination, it then it instant teleports you. But it still takes that one tick yeah. of you standing there. It's not going to get you it right before. I love the ones. I love like the jewelry box. It's like, boom, as soon as you're there, you're there. The mounted and, cape, and, boom. Like the very tick you've arrived. they have a teleport animation too. They actually have an animation yeah. on like the, the Nexus, which is just like. It's just you're gone. It feels, it feels private servery, honestly. Just it, it having does. no animation for such like a powerful teleporter. Is just like why? Why just put an animation on it? It's it looks so badass and cool, and then it has no animation for the player when yep. they're using it. Yep, it could be cool. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then the next bullet point. This is more about. We talk, I talked about it briefly about like the Averna hilt, just being an Averna defender, just flat out. What's the point? Just make it tradable. Like Zarite, the Nihil Horn. Nihil horn, whatever. Mm -hmm. They should just make that Zarite limbs. It just it feels better having Zarite limbs drop from next, and then you make the Zarite crossbow instead of the horn. How do you take a horn and make it into a, a crossbow? Yep, I don't get it. It just it seems like the limbs is such an easy, the easiest choice it really was, and then decided to go absolutely weird with it and gave us Nex's horn for some reason. <laughs> Just, totally. Sometimes the easy option is the right option, and they should have just called it Zarite Limbs. Um, yeah, and like make the Nightmare Staffs all tradable with orbs in. I don't see why they're not. You might as well make Crystal Shards tradable because they're, they're kind of tradable anyway. Yeah, why it's not literally the same with Laren's keys. Like, just make them. They yeah, already have. Just make them tradable. Like, <clears throat> um, the fortified version of the Eladinus Ward. Wait, did you just say the Eladinus Ward? It's Eladinus Ward. Eladinus Ward? <laughs> yeah. Trolling from before. <laughs> Make that um, tradable as well. Because yeah. the thing is, having the Ward fortified version, when you yeah. put the, the sigil on it, it does have higher requirements. But they're kind of treating the whole game like we're all Iron Men. Like, the non-Iron Men people... Might want to buy it. Why do we need like ninety? Was it like ninety prayer or something? Put on. It's already got high stats and like high requirements anyway. Mm -hmm. I feel like that one could just be made just tradable as the fortified version. I mean, it doesn't affect me. I'm maxed. Yeah. This yeah. is just my thoughts. Yeah. Like this, none of none of these. These are all objective, or subjective, or whatever. None yeah, of these just really what benefit you think me directly. Would, what you think this would be a good just for update. the the game? Yeah, just for the game overall in general. Totally. Just like making, and as well on the GE, half the stuff. There's loads of stuff on there that's not even on the GE, like Amulet of Glory 1, 2, and 3. You can't trade those on there. The 5, you can't. 
there's like loads of missing items yeah, arbitrarily they need to and i don't get it just... but the things they've consciously chosen to not put those on and i don't know why just let if it's tradable let it be on the ge simple as that's yeah. my opinion yeah like if no one wants to buy an amulet of glory 3 fair enough but at least have it there because yeah. some people might because i might want to sell one but i can't i have to waste all the charges or charge it up to yeah get rid that's of it. weird um yep. i love the next one rooftop agility visual update right so the rooftop agility i don't think it's terrible i just think visually it could do with a total overhaul it looks like ass um well it was one of the first updates to old school there's like no visually anything to it oh there like, is at the, the canifis where you're oh yeah playing harry potter randomly yeah i don't know what that's about it's not a pool vault pool vault and you're <laughs> yeah like, it's so ridiculous. jank they could fully just like go over all the rooftop agility courses visually just update them give them unique animations make it feel cool when you're doing yes. it instead of like you're on a private server make it feel cool because you have to do these courses thousands and thousands of times yep. at least make it look cool and I like know. feel badass when you're doing it especially like like the like imagine the end of Artie where you actually jump off and your guy's like bouncing on the things all the yeah. way to the end because like that doesn't even ha it require your guy to move it, you could just make some super cool animation yeah and i think as well a lot of things with rooftop agility they put on different like y levels like floor levels so you can't see people yeah, below that's so dumb I, I think it would be cool obviously they have to for the when you're on top of the roof you have to because you're like above the roof you don't have to but technically it would look weird if you're on the ground you've got roofs hidden though they would just be running in the sky Oh, the same that's, a, that's a good point because of the, yeah, I forgot yeah. that people have roofs but, off all the time. But for like, at the very end, when you're on top of the stalls, yeah, isn't that it, plastered above? Just make yeah. it the same as below. It would be funny seeing people doing agility above, like you're thieving from the store and people are just like running across the top. It'd be funny. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, it would be cool. Just do it. And it was as well with um, redwood trees. I don't know why there's so many floors to redwood trees, but I feel like like I, honestly i don't even think there should be an upper level at all there should be no ladder you should just chop it from the base in my opinion because it kind of takes you away from everyone to be up there but if they did want it to be up there why not keep it technically on the same ground level but you're high up and you can see people below you chopping the magic trees okay i'm sorry i have a quick thing i was just thinking about this yep is there a way do you think for jagex to code if you have roofs on you can see the people that are up there and it's all the same level. And if you have it off, somehow they can code it. So anybody that is up on that fake level sort of is just gone. Hmm. Probably. If they could, probably, but if they could yeah. do that, like having roofs on would be so cool to just see people yeah. all around you running circles while you're down there, like doing I whatever. I would love that. That'd be fucking I know awesome. this would definitely be engine work. Oh yeah. But I think it would really enhance how the game oh, feels that would be so like a lot going into arty i would actually literally like i would consider putting on roofs like yeah genuinely same people running around on the roofs jumping across and stuff yeah the, the cool. problem is now there's updates where like you can have it so where it's kind of on where it's like you can peek through roofs and kind of turns yeah. on and off which no That's no, no the, the thing is it could still work though it would just mm -hmm. it would just have to flash the players off as well if somehow they yeah. code that that would be amazing I certainly think it's doable, but it would require engine work, and they're busy um, making sailing at the minute, so 
that's where the engine work's going at the minute. Oh, dude, imagine imagine running into Canifis as a noob and you're seeing these people like pole vaulting <laughs> over you right there. And then with the you, actual animation. And the animation of them biffing it. Oh, <laughs> And the fall on the back and hurt the head. Dude, I would actually like love to fail. Like at least the first five yeah. times, then I'd start raging again. But like just watching <laughs> watching people actually fall to the ground on Sears course. Yeah. Oh my god. I would god, love it. That'd be sick. Like these things just make the game feel good. This is about game feel. And having uh, animations like this that ties everything together makes the game flow and just feel better. And especially if you can see people above and below. That just makes the world feel more alive and it doesn't feel like you're in a game going to a different level. So, oh, I can't see the people anymore because I'm in a different level and I'm in a game. You know what I mean? Yep. It kind of takes you out of it a bit. But if you could still see, like, see people below from on top of the roofs, that would be so cool. Yep. I mean, they did it with that, MLM. You know, they got the higher level. Like, obviously, it's an easier yeah. one to do, but... Yeah, that's literally just a higher level of yeah. the same Y level. It's where this is actually going to a different, like, map space yeah, above. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a different layer of the map. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much work that would take, but it would be, I think it would be worth looking at for Jagex to, to do that. It would make the, the whole game feel a lot cooler. It would. Oh yeah. my God, that'd be so cool. Um, yeah, and then yeah. I'm trying to go to the next point. So the next one, right. The Achievement Diary set. I hate how this looks so bad. What do you think of how it looks? Oh yeah, it's stupid. Like you look like a trans black. you look like a transformer. The the candor and yeah. headgear itself looks so stupid. I hate that I have it's to wear most, that stupid helmet everywhere. It's like so overly designed and overly complex. It doesn't fit with the style of the game and the colors have nothing to do with achievement diaries. Like achievement diaries are green and white and then we've got a purple and black as the reward. Yeah, it's... Why? And they're kind of built to look like combat armor when they're not the utility armor. Well, the, the more of a utility set. They could do a full visual like redo of this whole thing and theme it more around like um like a more utilitarian outfit. Yep. That that scales up and it's more themed around the areas that you get it from. And it's more of the, the green and white color scheme. And it would match the skill kit beautifully and it would go beautifully with the uh the max achievement diary and, kit. And imagine on the pants, like I'm just imagining on like, um, you know, some of the tiers pants, you have mm -hmm. a myth grapple that's just there. Yeah. Like you don't even have to, and then fix myth grapple shortcuts. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. That I haven't wrote that down, but I've been thinking about that as well. Yeah. The way they fixed it in the other runescape is they added hidey holes next to the grapple points. So anytime you want to do it, you would just, you would just basically build the hidey hole and put the grapple in. And you would just click it, and it would just do the whole animation. And the grapple never comes into your inventory or anything. It just does the animation, and then you're on the other side. Dude, imagine being able to wear new and improved Mauritania legs, which are actually mm -hmm. cool. And they have a myth grapple next to it, so you also teleport yep. to Bergdorod. But you can also use all those myth grapple. And then add some more myth grapple shortcuts. But make them yep. all actual shortcuts, please. Make them good. The only good one is the... the Watchtower one or whatever it is. Yeah. The observatory, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> the observatory one's the only good one in the whole game. Yeah. The rest of them are quite shit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they could do with another hole, but it's just these things that Jagex really should look at, but they're just not. Um, Void Waker visual. Oh yeah. Do you want the right so I've I've made a model for this. You show me it. 
Um, so basically, the Void Waker, I don't know why they love purple and black so much, but <clears throat> the Void Waker, in law, it's like a Void Knight piece of equipment. Ooh. So I kind of designed this model around like the color scheme and the thematics and the crystal. So you still have the crystal, the blade, and the hilt that you would get from the three bosses, mm -hmm. but but it thematically makes more sense. I don't know why the fuck it's purple and black. Why they, they love, love purple, purple and black? And black so that's why. It doesn't head in. Reserve purple and black for like ancient items, like Zarossian items. That's what purple and black is. Yep. This is void. This is a void item. It's the void waker. Make it void themed make it match the void set it makes so much more sense and it looks so much more unique and more cool and oh yeah ass. and old school and old school yeah this looks fucking sick i, I think love i'd it. love that yeah i mean it doesn't it's not hard to i mean i'm quite decent at modeling i could even be a apply for like a modeling job at jagged but <laughs> no <laughs> like, i can do like everything in the whole game design thing i, I know a bit of everything so like I understand every division of a team. I feel like I could I could lead old school. <laughs> you're, <laughs> the well, new, you're the new dictator over old school, please. Yeah. I'd actually take that. Yeah, I would love it. Oh my god. Yeah, these are like, just there's so many phenomenal. Yeah, there's so many so many good ideas that that we're just missing out on. That would just like change the game for the best. And yeah, I, I hate how the void weight looks, honestly. They tried to make it kind of look like the Karasi sword, but not at the same time. Which was like the the RuneScape like RuneScape yeah. three equivalent. Mm -hmm. But it just doesn't. It looks it looks stupid. I don't know. I think people don't really look at things and go, "Oh, that looks cool. That looks bad." They're just like, "Oh, look, a new weapon," and then they don't really think about it. But I look at things and I'm like, "This does not fit with what it is and what it's doing, and the theme and the lore of it." It needs to feed into itself. It needs to make sense in the world. Yep. Yeah, that, that's a fantastic design. I would love to see that get changed to that. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Um, um, so, next one. Go for it. Yeah, so the next one is about, like, recolored models, remodeled. So, like, I feel like this might be a bit of a hot take, but similar to what they did with the, the Wilderness Boss rework, where they were originally recolors of like other NPCs, they kind of like visually updated them and made them not recolors anymore. That actually had their own unique models and animations. I would like this treatment to be applied to like the Cave Kraken uh, and the Audium and Malediction wards, especially the Audium and Malediction wards, because I don't know yeah. why the. They're just literally recolored obby shields. Yeah, that's all they, that's all the team had. They had five people and they're like, eh, yeah, just fucking recolor. Like it's it's time to update these things. The Kraken, I know it's quite iconic. I understand that. Just like like um Vetion and all that. They were iconic. And they mm -hmm. still are. Even with the new models, they still look like Vetion. And you could do the same thing with the Kraken. You could visually update it. Because it's tentacles. Don't even match the tentacles of the Kraken itself. It's got spikes on. And then the Kraken, like the actual head, has little sucky things on. Mm -hmm. Like the tentacles don't even match each other because those tentacles are from um, the player owned house plunge pool thing, you know, the, <laughs> the slime pit in the player owned house with the tentacles. <laughs> That's what those are. Oh my God. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> did, when you, so you were talking about obviously like the mo uh, ODM and malediction words. I was just thinking yeah. like, this is a whole nother topic 
about shields in general and honestly mm-hmm. armor in general which is a this is something that personally i would love to see is like dude there should not be strength bonus added to armor like there really yep. shouldn't we've already gone down that road so it's very very difficult to revert it obviously i mean but, you could you could just change it to zero and then it would riot yeah but pe- you could do it but the, the thing is is like imagine this like imagine a world imagine old school runescape was armor is defense and defense yep. is actually damage negation yep. and imagine agility was your chance of dodging and the less armor you have on, the higher chance you have of actually dodging because you're not as heavy. So it's like Dark Souls. It's like, mm. it's literally like you could go around killing shit with just a sword, basically. You know, an amulet, a, you know, amulets could have some bonuses, a sword. Yep. And you are still doing just as much DPS melee wise with that. But if you wanted to actually tank stuff, you'd wear armor. And that would, that would be where, you know, Monsters can actually hit you, but you know mm. you could have super high agility and have some other gear that's more agility focused, where you're literally dodging shit. Like, dude, I just really wish that they could kind of like go back to that. And then, and you know, what would be really cool is if shields actually had damage negation. So if if they changed yeah. nothing else, like let's just say they kept the game the same, I would really love it if shields themselves had damage negation. Like, yeah, to like lower the max hit that you would receive yes and because we are living in defenderscape and just everything just offense it would be really cool if we could have some like legitimate shields and honestly i don't even think it would be that so again this is assuming nothing else changes obviously i would like the whole game to be revamped but that's my personal take but in just regards to what we have i think it would be cool to go back to shields where you have a shields actually do something and it's damage Mm -hmm. negation armor could still be just whatever there is no maybe damage negation that's just simply just increasing the chance of missing but shields having damage negation oh i would love that and it would maybe even help in the future of pvp as well because pvp max hits are going crazy already and they're going to get worse yeah well how does the elysian spirit shield work because that has that kind of doesn't it yeah, but it's not that's, guaranteed. It's like it's not guaranteed. It's like twenty five percent, or it's seventy percent chance to negate twenty five percent of the damage. So it averages out to about seventeen point five damage reduction. Yeah, and so imagine obviously everything, every other shield. I feel like that would have to be like the peak shield, like the best shield in the game. No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't even need no. to, the the Ellie could be buffed, and then mm. every other shield has just similar, you know things where it's just yeah. it's very low but it's guaranteed it's like okay if you're wearing the shield you'll get a guaranteed uh, and again this is my own personal take i obviously this is like a kind of like a band-aid solution because i really wish armor didn't give strength bonus at all in fact yeah. this is the this is what pisses me off the most about how gear gives strength bonus is you have now completely gate kept yourself from adding really unique weapons such as one tick weapons two tick melee weapons you can't add those now because you have gear that's giving you plus fucking 80 strength punching like you're you're literally punching stuff you have plus 80 strength. like what you're wearing fucking heavy ass armor and somehow you're stronger like bruh like this should be slowing this should be making you weaker literally 
And yeah, so imagine if it did though negative strength bonus. Yeah, no, I actually think some should. And th- again, this is my own personal take. Like, imagine you could run around with like a swift blade that's actually like two tick and or, or like a mm. double handed dagger or something. But you're like a stealth dude, so you have this super OP weapon that you're just stabbing people with, and that's like kind of I don't know. I just think they're. You could have so much more variety with weapons, and you wouldn't be like, oh, this weapon's a six-tick weapon, which means inherently it's going to be way worse than every four-tick weapon just because of attack speed. Like, attack speed alone, the faster your weapon is, you're getting all those bonuses multiplied significantly just by your armor, which is so stupid. So stupid. I feel like that's like that's a huge change to the it would, entire it, combat it could, system of the it could never game. it could never pass it could never it even enter ne- the game it's just a fantasy of mine that I think would yeah. do I, mean, I do like I do like the ideas I do yeah it could never like it, it could never work. come in the game it wouldn't happen yeah it would change too much I think oh like, it would every, be it would change everything it would be worse than a prayer book and uh, a whole nother like shamanism and a prayer book mixed it would be mm-hmm. worse than that it would oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah still, but I would like this still my dream, to see huh? the. It would be interesting to see it, but it would completely turn the game upside down. At oh, the same time. it would be a it would be a mess. And imagine yeah. you added everything else as well, like range styles and mm. elemental styles, and everything has its weight. Like that would be that would be for RS four. You know, if we can never come yeah. out with old school RuneScape two or RS four, I would love to see like some yeah crazy balances. Right, so then the next point I'll go on to. So this is more about area redesigns, mainly focused on like the earlier old school stuff where it's kind of scuffed. So like, the th- right, so Cerberus's lair. I like the Keymaster area, but the actual lair itself looks very, eh, like artificial, like a weird like red lines with flames all over, and then a river with a head that obscures like the attack that the boss is doing. Mm. I feel like the whole lair could be completely scrapped and rebuilt from the ground up and look way more better. Like I guess Cerberus's cave could look so much cooler than it does right now. The thing is, is I'm I'm actually okay with some of the newer bosses that came out after old school. Mm. But I worry about redoing too much stuff where it's like we've kind of lost that charm. Because um, when I think of like new areas, they're mm-hmm. just kind of like Toontowny, no nostalgia to it. Like, yeah, I get worried a little bit. But I do understand your point of like some things are just like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, and with Cerberus's lair as well, like with the Keymaster area. I don't really get why they've got in three. Like, why is the three Cerberuses in three different? Like, shouldn't it just be one? Yeah, it should. And just make it instanced. Why not? It's it's a solo boss. Just make it instanced. Like, yeah. stop pissing around. Well, make then you couldn't have Coxie's alt method. Unlucky, it's isn't instance, it? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for, I think honestly, it makes more or just sense have, for it to be or have an instanced area. Yeah. You know, if so, if you but still want to, f- yeah. Yeah, I thought it should just be one Cerberus. It feels weird that no, no, yeah, yeah, Cerberus still, still have world. one thing, but the lever would have a right-click option, like instance yeah. or public or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you could still do his little method, exactly. Or you could everyone else could go on the private one, yeah. kind of like the Kraken. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but I feel like 
even the keymaster's area could be like fleshed out a bit as well like make it look more lived in because mm -hmm. he's just kind of stood there and there's nothing of his in the area you could have a little bed or a table or something just something to make it feel like this is where he lives this is where he spends his life because right now he just kind of stands there and waves his lantern about yeah that's a good point just a um, bit more more personality to the, the area that's all I'm thinking big ones, especially KBD, even though it's nostalgic at this point because mm. it's just the most basic ass thing. Mm. I really like they could they could make KBD KBD's layer dope, but keep still keep it old school with like the same kind of like art style and like yeah. nostalgia. Just make it cooler. Yeah, I kind of like KBD's layer. I mean, it looks like a dragon's layer and it looks cool. And it does look lived in by the dragon. There's bones all over, scorch marks, That's coins true. dotted around, chest. It it does feel like the lair of a dragon. A yeah, I, black I, dragon. I just think the biggest thing that's annoying is like it's just a square. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, yeah. but whatever. I, mean, who knows? I, I don't mind it too much. You don't, I don't need mind to change that one too much. Yeah. The thing is, like, I don't mind Serb. Mm. Really, I think I actually mind KBD more. But again, yeah. it's like. I I think that um, the thing is when they were designing Cerberus as their lair, they didn't have like a full vision of how the boss fight was going to go. Because I remember back in like 2015 or whenever it was, I watched the like the development stream of this when they were making the lair. And I remember it was Mod Ghost. He was talking about the big head, Do you know, the big soul bearer head thing, the really yeah, stupid yeah. looking massive head. Originally, I think that was going to open up and have the loot inside of that. That was originally oh. what we were planning. That's what they said. But now it's just kind of there, and it, <laughs> it does, does nothing. nothing other than block the fucking ghosts. Yep. You can't see them. Just at least remove that and like rework it a bit. So I feel like it just like it goes against like the actual fight itself. It like hinders the fight. Yeah, like the design of the room hinders the fight. Oh my god! Specifically that though. Yeah, and then some other areas that I would like, I think, could do with some polishing is like the crash site cavern. It looks like the, you know, there's a few areas, some caves that all look the same. The crash site cavern, catacombs of Karend. They've got this weird like wall texture where it's got like these weird wiggles in it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't know yes. what the fuck they were doing when they were making these I wall know. kits. I know. But it looks so bad. Dude, it, I hate it, how that cavern looks. The other problem with the, yeah, the demonic cave is like just the leveling like everything's just hilly it's like it's mm -hmm. like what the fuck is can this place just be flat like please yeah. like just and then the upper areas don't even the feel like you're outside of the map it doesn't feel like you're meant to be there because it is outside the map <laughs> that's why it looks stupid it hasn't been designed to be an area that you're meant to go to and they didn't change it when they made the upstairs accessible it's... i think it could honestly be spruced up a lot it could look so much cooler it's and bad. I don't know why it's like a cyan color, but I'm curious what your thoughts are on the chambers rewards because that that would yeah. be amazing to have a change to. Yeah, so Cox is another one that has the same wall kit as like, um, uh, the Crassite Cavern and yeah, that waviness. Yeah, that weird that weird wavy thing. But this is the green version. <laughs> at least it's not purple. It could, it's yeah, it's not purple. At least like yeah. The, catacombs so we've got purple version cyan version and green version now all the same thing pretty much <clears throat> they could just i would honestly change out the wall kit for cox make it look more like a, a chamber with like moss um make it feel more immersive 
Yeah. Like you've seen like Rids 2 and Rids 3. The environments are fantastic. Oh, yeah. They're beautiful. Compared to Rids 1, it looks like ass cheeks. The bosses are brilliant. The bosses are fantastic. I think they're perfectly those. But I think the areas that the bosses are in could do with some visual work. Totally. I really I really don't like how the the caves look. It could look more, way more like a cave than the green squiggly thing it is at the minute. And also like at the end the rewards with um like raids two and raids three, the rewards chambers are fantastic, it's great. But with like raids one, you've just got this tiny little shitty box with a light beam on it. Horrible. And it it in the chat as well. Horrible. Yeah. They could they could they could have literally added a, like his actual chamber at the end. You kill the arm and you gain access to Zarek's chamber. Yes. And you have a bunch of like cool chests, kinda like TOB. And then your big maybe a grand one in the middle if you have a purple. They got and then you loot his chamber. I would love this. This would be so cool. How much epic would that be for Cox? That I would really would... bring it up to the standard of the other two raids in terms of like graphics and uh, how you're rewarded at the end. Totally. It's so fucking shit. This little this little green rotten and, chest. And and the stupidest thing is like you literally see the chest like when you're you see mm-hmm. the chest and the exit while you're fighting Ulm. It's like what like yeah. Can we just make this they should literally just get rid of that little segment and just make it so this is literally the final boss there's no escaping like you had that one portal yeah. you went through and this is it and it's like and then, and then after it dies you have the then it reveals like um like a, a stairway down and you yes. go down into a, that's Zarek's actual chambers where he lived you could build a lot of lore around that as well you could have like that is his like place his beds there he's got like a book or whatever like Ooh. this is where Zarek lived and it just makes it feel so much fucking cooler. But no, just sick. a little little green box, basically. But yeah, I, I would love Cox to get some visual updates and um, quality of life, stuff like that. Just to make it feel a lot more cool, more badass. Because it wouldn't change the boss fight or the floor. It would all be the same. Yeah, just all the, the treasure would just lo- The treasure room would look oh, cooler. And the, walls, yeah. and, and and the, the chambers themselves would look cooler as well. Yeah, that would be sick. Yeah, that's all just graphics. That's like nothing else. Like you don't need to yeah. really do much. Um, yeah. Well, besides the coding, like obviously how the chests work, but that they've literally can just yeah. copy from what they've done with TOA and stuff. Exactly. So the next point after the um, area redesigns. So this is more focused around TOA about the the res in there because the Osmumpton's fan, the Lightbearer, and the Elidin's Ward are so common, they're worth fuck all. Like, the Lightbearer is like the best ring in the game that's worth 3 mil because of how insanely mm. common they made it. Osmumpton's Fang, one probably is the best sword in the game, it's worth, what, 30 mil? <clears throat> and the Eldenus Ward is like, that's the best magic shield in the game. <clears throat> I don't know what that's worth. Uh, probably it's not very much anymore. But the thing is, well, the issue with TOA is you can get every single unique from an entry level TOA, like everything, you can get everything from it. Yep. That is stupid. So, Osmonton's Fang, Lightbearer, Eldenus Ward, everything, make it all locked behind normal mode, at least. You cannot get it unless you do normal mode, which is 150 invocation. I think that's fair. Also, I would, I would make all of them, including like the ranged armor, all the same rate as each other, flat across the board the same rate it would mean purple chests would have to be rarer but these items are flooding in the game and there shouldn't be these items are so good and there's too many coming in yep. 
then it uh, like equalize the rarity of them well this is another problem is the accessibility like the, yeah. w are we just going to make everything accessible to everyone and all end game content is now accessible to everyone here everyone yep. come and it's, it's like it's you got to not do that with raids you have to make raids incredibly difficult that's the reason prices maintain their value and yeah. also in regards to Osmumpton's Fang, honestly, I don't think that thing ever should have got a nerf. I think what it should have had is a charge. I think yeah. Osmumpton's Fang should have been charged with wrath runes. Yeah. Like one wrath rune per one hit or something. Just something where it's like, okay, you actually can't get this at level 50 combat randomly and then have this as your greatest weapon forever. Because you would have to have really high room crafting. Like, I'm just thinking of, like, Iron Man, you know? Something like... Yeah. And you would now have a cost to it where, okay, do you want to use your rapier? It's free. Or you can use Osmompton's Fang, which never got nerfed. So and it's really good, but it has a charge to it. I fucking wish they would have gone that route. Yep. Well, right. <laughs> so, the, yeah. This sword is ridiculous, honestly. I think having charges on it would be good. It needs to have a cash sink. It also needs to be... I, I don't know if it's being like tax deleted from the GE at the minute, but it should be. So should the Lightbearer and Eldon's Ward. These need to be like flooded out of the game. They need to go. Mm -hmm. They need to be less of a common item because this shit should not be 30 mil. And it's, it's so strong. And Eldon's Ward would be more valuable if the Shadow had a way heavier cost. I'm sorry. Yeah. It needs a heavier cost. And for those that are like, no, like I got my shadow. No, it's like, dude, this is end game busted ass fucking item. Like this is so busted compared to every other magic weapon. It needs. What to does have it even cost? What, I mean, what I mean, it, it costs a lot. It's like 1.3 bill or something. What? What are like the runes that you need to charge it? I think it's literally just five chaos and a soul rune or something. Really? Let me see. Actually, wait. And it's five tick, keep in mind. So it's yeah. It, it's even, you know, less than that technically. But let me see. Uncharge. Okay, maybe it's two soul runes and five. Yeah, it's two soul runes, five chaos. That's nothing. It's literally nothing because it's also five tick. Put wrath runes on it as well. Make it five wrath runes and five soul runes or something. Yes. Something high. Yes. Okay. It Just could make it expensive, and it could literally have been like even if it was like, you know, I don't know, five soul runes and two wrath runes or something, something yeah. where it's like okay, if you're incorporating the wrath runes with it, that automatically would be good. Um, yeah, I think it should be wrath runes and soul runes because the law behind soul runes is that while the soul alt is meant to be in the desert, so it makes sense that yeah. it would be tied with soul, and then wrath. Well, it's like the most powerful destruction uh, rune in the game. So have those together on that. And also, make it so nothing drops wrath runes. The only way to get them is from runecrafting. Yes. That's the only way, right? Yes, yes. They that would make runecrafting wrath runes fucking sick because all these rich people will be buying them for their tomb again. Yep. That would make runecraft. That would revitalize runecrafting again. It would make Dude. runes worth something. At least those ones. Dude, did you hear of my... Um idea for uh the soul room crafting altar so i think it's supposed to be in menophause yeah um, it is yeah according to rs3 lores and i was thinking dude imagine 
crafting soul runes. First of all, Abyss kind of negates all of this in in a yeah. in a sense. But imagine the soul altar had like a pathway, kind of like sepulcher, like a floor five sepulcher path to get to the altar. Oh from, yeah, from the entrance. Um, <clears throat> kind of reminds me of like the death altar where, like, through the the maze. Yes. Yes. See, yeah. I I don't know. I kind of wish, kind of wish in a way they would. I don't know. Do do something like to make. I don't know. I guess they don't need to, but it it would be cool. Or or you know even even make a new sort of like abyss 2.0 or something where there is high risk high reward where it's like you run with your essence but if you fail you lose all your essence or whatever and you obviously yeah. lose time or if you make it you get like double what your output would have been or something just yeah that'd been cool but they've got like the soul and blood on zia which i fucking hate yeah that <clears> it breaks law it's law breaking shit like you can't stupid. build you can't man make these in like to, it doesn't make any sense and the like, altars look like fucking galactic like they look like little yeah. like starships like some sci-fi machine yeah the blood one is what the hell is going and on and i hate the soul one too the soul one looks like it should be animated but it's just not it looks fucking stupid <laughs> with the little like swirly thing that's just static <laughs> it's bad it's, it's bad ass. Holy shit. I'm getting PTSD yeah. from all these shitty updates <laughs> in the past. Yeah. Like, these old updates do need looking at and addressing and changing and updating and just bringing up quality of the entire game. Bring it all up. Yeah. Oh, all... some shit in this game. The reason I even brought up uh, the Shadow... So, let's mm. just imagine it was five Wraths and five Souls. Like, super heavy yeah. cost. It's for endgame players. It's not for these noobs to go get lucky on one and then start using it all the time. Like, in Bri yeah. you've completely lost that progression of getting your Trident, getting your Saint, getting whatever. You need heavy cost. That, that can be the gatekeeper of these items for noobs, you know? Most yep. noobs aren't going to want to pay that hefty cost. But for those endgame players that just have insane banks, like, yes, you're going to use it all the time. Um, that is good for the game. That's super healthy for the game. It's great for the economy. It, it adds more money-making methods through wrath runes yes. and soul rune crafting. It just, everything brings, like, brings the skillers and the PVMers together. Exactly. It's what we need. And and then Eladinus Ward would be more expensive like it literally would because yeah now you actually have this option okay like, like you know what i'm not gonna i'm not willing to spend all that money so i'm just gonna keep to my saying but now i have a seller in this ward and it actually has a use yeah. exactly yeah and like i said i think they should all in general be rarer brought up the same rarity as the ranged armor because honestly totally they're all about as good as each other as rewards i don't know why those ones are more common also in hindsight obviously we didn't have this vision beforehand but I mean, normal mode should have been 200 and expert mode yeah. should have been 400. And then yeah. obviously the end is 600. That would have made more sense overall. It would have obviously matched the difficulty. But again, hindsight and the updates that came following, we couldn't see all that. Yeah. And as well, I put the um, the shadow behind uh, expert mode. So if you yeah, want the shadow, yeah. you have to do expert mode because that is the big boy. That's yeah, what you want. Totally. So totally. Lock that behind expert mode. Have everything else behind normal mode. Totally. Done. All the same rates on the other ones, yeah. Yeah. It is a bit stupid right now that you can go and add zero and get all of this shit. It's fucking stupid. Totally. It shouldn't be like that. Another I mean, so cheap. I, I actually don't have that big of a problem with people doing entry modes and getting stuff because it's so rare. It's like, okay, yeah. whatever. I don't... You're not... <laughs> 
it's just, it's just like somebody walking into level three and having a chance of a Tebow. It's like, you still have a chance, but you're not going to get it. And if you do, okay, you got incredibly lucky. Make a Reddit post on it. Yeah. I don't even think there should be a chance. Like, even if it is rare, why, why should they have a chance of it doing such like a, cause like anyone could do a zero, like even like a top player could do yeah. zeros, even though it's rare, like do they deserve even if they got lucky, do they deserve like such a powerful object well, for such an easy challenge? Well, that's the, ex- I mean, I, I go back to everything. Every other thing, you always have a chance. You could be in a nightmare mass, at, you know, when nightmare first came out, you could just pull a yeah. harm orb at level 40. Just, you're just trolling, but you get lucky. Yeah. So, yeah, true. I don't know. I don't that, really have that. That is different to this since this. Since this is scaled and you choose the difficulty, it, it does make it no, a no, it, yeah, yeah. You do have the option. Which, if we want to go down that road, I'm totally mm-hmm. cool with it. I just don't have that big of a problem with how they've currently done yeah. it. Because it, honestly, it just incentivizes doing the harder modes and it pushes people to go further with them, like their skill, mm-hmm. and to understand that, like, you want to push for the expert mode. You want to mm-hmm. get that good. You want to keep practicing. But if it's just zero, what's the point? You can always get it. Like there's nothing to drive towards at this point. Just yep. whatever. Yeah. It, it removes potential goals. Yeah. Like in if, terms of like themselves, their own skill at the game. Totally. If we could, yeah. If we could somehow see and have the update come out as is right now, it would be cool if it was 200 normal, 400 expert, mm-hmm. and then all items besides shadow come from 200 plus, and then shadow obviously. <laughs> Yeah, and also remove the fucking ridiculous amount of resources. It's unnecessary. Like yeah, it's why the fuck do we need hundreds of tostal seeds pouring in? It's unnecessary. Like per per like, chamber as well. It's stupid. Like obviously, yeah. If you're doing like super high experts, yeah, but it doesn't need to be that high in quantity. It's also like those fucking cache of runes, three thousand potentially like, death runes, blood runes. It's like again, like all that does like. All that does is hurt rune crafters and skillers. Yeah. Like these PVMers could gain money in another way, but instead it's just fucking over the skillers by just <laughs> driving the shit into the game that yeah. should only be coming from skillers. I know. It's bad. Yeah. And also, yeah, the tostal seeds have gone from 60k to 6k, like a tenth of the price in a year, all because of TOA. Ridiculous. Yep. A tenth of the price. It's horrendous. So bad. Uh, the next one is about the occult necklace, how absolutely ridiculously OP it is for what it is. 10% magic bonus for a drop, like a common drop, to be honest, from the Slayer monster. Yep. I would knock it down to like 2%, redistribute that percentage throughout different magical equipment. So, I mean, this, this, take this off. Yeah, I think 2% is fine. And yeah, just redistribute it through other stuff. You can buff like the weapons and stuff and the armors to give more um, more power mm-hmm. and just take it from this this necklace. Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah. I, I was even thinking, like this is this was always my proposal is make a cult 6%. Make, yeah. the, make the tormented bracelets like 4% instead of yeah. 5. So you've already lowered 5. Make eternal boots have plus 1 um you know give maybe mage book plus one or just like those random things plus one arcane plus one just something a little bit spread it spread it throughout all the equipment it shouldn't 
this much power from one little necklace is just stupid honestly yeah i, I mean and i would yeah. i would even say lower the thing is people freak out so i've already i've already just been like okay maybe just plus six but it could literally be plus four uh, um the tormenting would be plus three um yeah. augury could be plus five i would or yeah I would have loved if Augury was plus five and they redistributed the other ones because then Augury would be useful in every magical situation. Yep. It would actually make it a useful prayer. Yeah. And I also wish... It's pretty shit. I also wish Augury would negate guaranteed 5% from incoming magic attacks. So you're praying and it has actual defensive qualities and it cancels out in a PvP situation if you're both praying Augury. Yeah. That would Potentially, be yeah. great. And I think the occult should only come from the, the thermonucular, not normal ones. That's this fair. should be yeah. a drop from just the boss, not the fucking normal ones. That's fair. I, I would agree. Because people that. barrage them, you kill hundreds per hour. You you they're pumping these things into the game, and it's like the best magical necklace in the entire game. Yeah. Ridiculous. Or, what um, what is the drop rate from normal? It's like one in five twelve. Yep. Yeah, you could have made common. you could have made that like one in five thousand. And then had the one in normal drop. Yeah, one in thirty-two thousand. Like the D chain from the yeah. normals. Yeah, that's fine. Make the boss worth doing instead of just for the pet to make it actually have this best in slot magic necklace. Because right now the boss doesn't really have much over the like. There's no point in doing the boss honestly, other than for the pet. Yeah, and the it's jar. Shit XP. Yeah, and the jar. Yeah. The uh, speaking of Slayer stuff as well, like drop rates. Like, dude, I pray that they never go down that route again of making off task things five times as rare fucking yeah that's stupid stop. that is so bad what's the point dude when like, i had to go already yeah go on. when i had to go for my dragon harpoon from worms mm -hmm. i had to literally skip like three thousand slayer points worth just to get a fucking worm task just so the rate's not one in ten thousand just to so reduce stupid. it to one in two thousand like Dude, you already are getting the benefit of the Slayer helmet and exactly. Slayer XP. Like, You're, it's already less efficient doing it that way. Yeah. Now you've just made it like a million times even less efficient. No, Jesus Christ, that pisses me so off dumb. so much. I don't know why that's not been changed. I don't know why that's still a thing. Like, it's so easy just to undo that, but they just they don't they just don't they just don't do anything. I don't know. It's stupid. I hate it. It's arbitrary as fuck as well. It makes no sense. It's not consistent with anything in the game. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Then the next point is Nightmare Zone. Remove it from the game entirely. Good. Right? Fuck Nightmare Zone. It's dog shit. No one does it to enjoy it. They just do it for the free combat XP and the ring imbues. Remove Nightmare Zone. Remove ring imbues from the Nightmare Zone. Obviously, there will be no Nightmare Zone shop. Remove it from all the other shops that they added to. I'd remove ring imbues entirely, add a new boss or new bosses or new slayer creatures that have an item upgrade that you can attach specifically to each ring, which would then add new big drops, new potential rewards from bosses. I would also pull back power creep. And honestly, it was up to me. I think this new God Wars Dungeon 2 thing that they're doing with... Um, actually, it's not really that. Um, with these four new bosses... Because you're getting the four new rings, I would honestly scale it back and make it take the place of the ring, the imbued rings. These replace imbued rings. That's what I would do. Yeah. Because I feel like 
we need to do some opposite of power creep, we need to do some power regression, we need to pull it back a bit. Because this power creep from these imbued rings was the most pointless power creep I've ever seen. It literally doubled the stats of all of these rings Very for stupid. nothing. For nothing? For clicking a, like, yeah, king in for a minigame and then clicking cheating. a button when you yeah, come out. For botting, yeah. basically. Essentially. So yeah, <laughs> remove imbued rings, make the new imbued rings be the new ring upgrades, like Ultor Ring or whatever they're called, from the new Desert Treasure 2 bosses. And then uh, the other imbued rings, what other? It's like the uh, the the Zenite ring. Yep, suffering. Do you think, just, just honestly, just nerf it. Or even have an upgrade somewhere else where you can buff it back to those stats. But I think... I actually... I, dude, like the normal suffering mm -hmm. could just be the normal suffering at plus 20 because it's still yeah. a useless ring. You could ring. even do that. Yeah, you could just keep it all at plus 20. Yeah, um, just let that be the default stats. Fuck the imbue part. Just make yeah. that be the default ring. Yeah. Yeah. I'm They did a great job with the recoil situation on that. Yeah. 2,500 rings, 100,000 charges. We're good to go. Yeah. Locked and loaded. Let's fucking go. Easy. That's how it should be. 100,000. Genius. That was great. It is. I remember uh, when I was first in Iron Man, like getting that Zenite. My first Zenite I spent on a Ring of Suffering. I thought that was the most awesome item in the entire game. I thought it was so fucking cool. Just the fact that it's just loaded with recoils and it's got prayer bonus and defense and just. It was just everything about it was so cool. Yeah, I still love it's that a ring. Very, very strong defensive ring. Yeah, it's cool. Very, very. Like for a ring having all those defense stats on it, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, I like it though because yeah. well, the main reason it has to be that bus is because we have a berserker ring, and mm. soon to be whatever the hell it's going to be with plus twelve. <laughs> yeah, which I think is a bit much. Further devalues the ring of suffering because nobody's already yeah. using that anyway. Honestly, like I said, put it down at 8 and just remove these imbued rings. Let this be the replacement. People will probably be mad, like, oh, no, there's no new powerful ring. But honestly, it needs it, it, it is for the, the greater good, honestly, of yeah. the game. Because yeah. that would hold power creep back again and it would replace some stupid rewards. You would still get these rings. They would be expensive as fuck because everyone's just had a downgrade, essentially. Mm -hmm. I think it's fine, honestly. I think that's, I think that's a good direction. Um, yep, I'm already seeing this next one. Lovacang, Arceus, and Port Piscorilius. Redesign, yeah. So, they need to finish with this. They need to hurry up and get the Zia redesign done because it still looks ass on the north side. Like, I, I like how the, um, the, the farming one and Hesidius and, um... <clears throat> Shazian. What's the fighting one called? Shazian, yeah. I think they they look really cool now. I like them. They do. The Shazian's a bit like it's it's hard to get around. I feel like they need to add a few more pathways because I feel like I click yeah. somewhere and it's like I'm rerouting like crazy. Yeah, I really like the aesthetic of it though. It's really cool. Oh, it's, it's very unique. It, it fits in old school and it looks really unique. And I I like the immersion. Like you feel like you're in a forest. Like these cool tall trees. You feel like you're in a different land. Totally, which you are. And that's how it should feel. Yeah, Hesidius um, is great. Hesidius is great as well. Yeah, yeah. Did you the only thing? Yeah, go, go for it. Right, so the the only thing I fucking hate those Bolognova plants or whatever they're called. They look so stupid. Yeah, they're like the really, bright pink and shit. They're really stupid. Um, I think they could do with a redesign just to make them look like an actual plant instead of like a stupid big. I don't even know what it's meant to be. 
Um, I think I could do with a visual redesign just to make it actually fit in because it really does not fit in in any way. It's the weirdest private server thing looking at. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they're just like painted bright pink with like fucking I mean, yellow and shit. Personally, I wish they would have just never had Tithe Farm in the first place. Just delete yeah. that shit. And I yeah. really wish instead of Tithe Farm, they would have added some really good want like p the content that people wanted like making a fun awesome mini game to make your own wines of zami like they tried to do that with the vineyard it's like the whole place is kind yeah. of a shit show nobody knows how to do it nobody knows what the hell's going on it's inefficient make something that's actually worth doing that growing your own like this is obviously before snapegrass had its own patches so that's a different story but yeah snapegrass would have been like a great i don't know yeah like that, that could have been like another solution to to get more items into the game that fits in. It makes more new money-making methods. It doesn't just spam it through boss drop tables. Mm -hmm. It adds a new way for players to, to like create these things themselves. And yeah. it just feels much better, and it just feels right. Instead of just getting a stack of noted 100 Samurai wines. It's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, and we're so used to it. We're like, oh, that's normal. I fucking hate it, me. I hate noted shit. It's so bad. It's bad. Yeah, uh, Gentle Tractor is the guy that's designed um, those Lova Kang and Arceus and Port Piscorilius design. They look phenomenal. They, his his take on Lova Kang is mm -hmm. everything's underground. Yeah, I've seen it. It's sick. So it. sick. Yeah, that's how it should be. Why the fuck are the dwarves on the surface? <laughs> like, there shouldn't be ever. So stupid. That whole that's place. The point of them is underground. There's nothing underground. There's literally no underground there at all. And it's a dwarf city. Dude, it's just like... Let me look at it. Oh my god. It's just a bunch of lava with spaced out massive yep. buildings. It's dog shit. <laughs> it's the same with our case and same with Port Piscorilius. Yep. They are absolute dog shit waste like, of space. This is... When I look at Arceus, this is something a six-year-old could have drawn. Like, oh, a city? Yeah. Okay, let's make this random little library with four squares... Mm -hmm. And then a little town right here, and then another square for the church, another square for the bank. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's so shit. Honestly, Arceus has the potential to look so fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Like, the magic theme. It could look amazing. I know. But it's not. It's fucking shite. It's so bad. But yeah, those three, I don't know why it's not higher on the priority list. Those three need sorting out. They need to be brought up to the standard of the rest of Zia. Badly. Once that's done, everything will just feel fine over there finally after all these bloody years of it being an eyesore it's still got three cities that are eyesores god damn they look bad it. they look so bad yeah i hate i hate going there you're like running around this big open empty nothingness just it's running pathetic yeah miles between buildings and the buildings are massive <laughs> and there's nothing in the buildings yeah it's just empty <laughs> with like these weird like line floor patterns <laughs> Yeah. as well everything looks toon towny there's oh yeah. and the just massive crystals that have no examine option just yeah just just yeah that yeah. is very not old school at all everything should have an examine option if it's like an object it, that's just part of yes you need that the crystals just don't i, I don't know why i look I'll, stupid as well but yeah I'll be honest, sepulcher needs more examine options there's there's a lot of things you can right click in sepulcher that have nothing yeah, that I wish, yeah. I wish they would have gone a little bit more detailed on that. Still, yeah, have, they, still have, they still have time. Yep. Well, for now. Yeah. Until they kill it. Yep.
Until we hit that glacier. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> iceberg and we'll go down. I gotta relog. I'm about to get six houred. Oh god. Um Okay. Next point. Guilds. Right. The invisible boost. I hate it. It feels like you're forced to go to these guilds instead of incentivized in other ways. And now it's kind of like flipped to the opposite way. Now the Woodkin Guild, since you get no of the other bonuses. It's like, it's so badly designed, honestly. It's really not good. Bro. The guilds are just ass cheeks. Let me sh let me show you something. You can keep, you yeah. keep going, but... um. Oh my god, they gave this... What is it? It's it's a picture of um Okay, how do I oh my god. It's a picture of the original this is my this is my favorite picture ever mm -hmm. of um old school RuneScape updates. Uh is just let me take a little screenshot of this. It might be kind of loud for my viewers. Take a share X real quick. So I'm gonna show you this. Just, just like oh yes, this is the grand tree. They thought <laughs> that this was a good design for the guild, bro. Oh, yes. the... a, this is something a six-year-old makes, literally, like a six-year-old. You know makes why? This. So this project, because I was like. I was very into like following the progress of the game. This project was made by Mod Jed, I'm pretty sure, and there were no artists involved. Jesus Christ! That's why the guild looks so artificial and dog shit. Eventually, they did get someone to make redwood trees. I think it was Mod West. I'm not sure, but it's literally it's literally the grand tree with a ladder up the side. That's it's literally the grand Jesus tree model. That's what it is. Fucking Christ! It's but yeah. The the whole woodcut guild looks absolute dog shit. I think they should scrap the guild. Start again, get an actual artist to make it, and make it feel like a forest, like a natural forest rich with wood. Because right now it looks so private surfery, artificial, fucking trees in a grid pattern. It doesn't feel like what the woodcutting guild should be. Dude, it, you know it, you know what this you know what the trails look like? They look like I have started a new map on Roller Coaster Tycoon 2. And yeah. I'm building pathways, and I stop at a certain point. And these magic trees are fucking kiosks where yeah. the people can go and, you know, buy umbrellas and shit. This literally is Roller Coaster Tycoon 2. And the redwood trees are the little fucking Ferris wheels and shit. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? It's so bad. But yeah, it's, it's still dog shit now. I mean, the redwood trees look a bit cooler since they're not a grand tree anymore. But yeah. the whole guild itself is so artificial, and honestly, it's the woodcutting guild. It should feel more like McGruber's wood, not some, like, man-made, I don't know, path with trees on. Stupid, horrible yeah. abomination. I would, I would scrap it, redesign the whole, like, area, and incorporate it more into the, uh, the woodland there. Uh, and make it feel like part of, like, um, a protected area of the woodland that the, the woodcutters have made like a guild around and put the fence up to like protect nature or whatever like it could feel way more like authentic and natural and more like an actual woodcutting guild than it does now it looks shit yeah and also make the ants like worth doing because they're dog shit yeah ants ants have a lot of potential 
Yeah. Yeah. Just make you get way more logs when you chop it. You get fuck all, don't you? Yeah. Just the problem make you is get, like loads of logs. Problem is, they you definitely need some sort of log basket that can like. Because the noted logs are just weird as well. There's but... a bank. There's a bank down there. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, that's right next to the bank. You can kill it and bank it straight away. Okay. Yeah. So that I would be. That's that would be great. Issue. That'd be cool. Yeah, but I hate the invisible guild boost thing. Yeah, that's it just like de- it, it completely de incentivizes ever doing anything outside of the guilds. Yeah, like, like the mining guild. I think. Why would you mine anywhere else other than there for like coal, iron, gold, rune? Because you've got this bonus all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I don't l- like it. Yeah, I like the idea of guilds being more like. Um, not the place to train necessarily like yeah you can have like some training spots kind of like some mm-hmm. but not over over the top training but mainly like okay where you get your equipment and where you can you know like i don't know get special clothing or whatever the fuck you want to wear for your stuff like like yeah. it would be cool if like the like the woodcutting guild is where you got lumberjack and like chopping in there is no it's not a better training method but getting there you get points or you get this currency and then you can go to that like the, like forestry should have not been at drainer should have been in the woodcutting guild like okay this is yeah. the woodcutters guild you get some new shit here and you know whatever I don't know yeah yeah definitely I would love to see that reworked yeah um, I feel like guilds. They should they should not really be the they shouldn't be like the best place to train, but I feel like they should maybe have the most variety of things there, kind of like the fishing guild. It's not necessarily the best place to train, but it's got a variety of fish and fishing spots. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Like the mining guild's pretty much like that, but it has this boost for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And the woodcutting guild could also be the same. It could just be a lush forest, magic trees, yew trees, maple trees, just a, a large variety spread across a woodland. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. It's it's about like the variety than the efficiency. More options while you're there. It would have been cool as well if like the woodcutting guild, like for example, the woodcutting guild, like let's say had like six redwoods in there, but the whole guild is up in the trees. So it's kind of like the <laughs> gnome strong or the gnome stronghold where, yeah, um, up by the grand tree, there's like little paths getting to the next trees, and you got shops or whatever. Like, I don't know. That would be, yeah. be kind of. That'd be dope. Yeah, I don't know how exactly that would work. Me neither. I'm just. But... I, I'm almost like imagining like how like you know in the center of Perif you go up there and there's a bunch of like crystal hallways up on the second yeah. floor and stuff. Like something like that would be cool for the woodcutting guild. Yeah, again... that's kind of like what Priftness is like in RuneScape Three. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Priftness in RuneScape Three is all up on the crystals. Mm. and there's like mining spots thieving spots and agility course it's all up on the the top where the old school version's on the ground below oh interesting yeah okay maybe that's what i'm kind of thinking of then yeah well yeah the woodcutting guild doesn't need to be like that but yeah i think it should definitely be more organic like it's the woodcutting guild it has to be organic it looks artificial as fuck oh yeah so bad yeah then the next thing um Honestly, we need more quests. We barely get quests. I don't know what happened because they made a blog post like a year ago or something where they were talking about bringing back old quests like um, uh, Wild Gothic Sleeps and stuff and the other gnome quests and a bunch of other quests. But then we've not heard anything since. Like, I was down for that. I love those quests. 
Yeah, thinking I don't know what you think. Yeah. I, the thing is, I'm not really a quester, but mm-hmm. I do like, as you say, just giving the world of Gilnor more life. And yeah, more lore. Yep. Make yeah. you feel more connected to the events of what's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. Like I think retroactive, like retro role actively. We should add the spirit of summer and summer's end quests. Mm. You, are you aware of what those are? No. So the spirit of summer and the summer's end quests. It was two. It was a two part quest, like two, like a sequel. So the spirit of summer, you help this little girl in the wilderness, and <clears throat> there's this beast in a cave called the spirit beast, and she's in the spirit realm. So you have to travel this other realm in the wilderness. It's kind of like the inverse wilderness. So the dead trees in the real world, like alive magic trees in the spirit realm. So everything's kind of flipped. So you go in there and there's this spirit beast in this cave and the quest um, through both of them is essentially to, to kill it. And when you kill the spirit beast in the real world, it becomes the corporeal beast. Ooh. And that's how the corp beast was introduced. And I would fucking love that if that was introduced to old school. It's such a fucking... It was honestly a sick quest. I love them. Really, really unique quest with a, an insane reward. And it, it makes you feel a connection with the corporeal beast. Like you understand why it's there and how it got there. And you caused it. But right now it's just, just in a cave there. that was added yeah. in an update for the just because. Yeah, that would be cool to get some lore on that. Yeah. I, I'm That's also some cool lore. I love it. I'm also really down for just more mini quests, like things that like yeah. you don't need it for a quest cape, but you just add more life to just random stuff. Yeah. Just and and little rewards, like okay, you know, you can do like it, they're almost like side quests that really have yeah. no real purpose, just mini things to do. Like yeah, I mean, they added cool. they did add the Barrows mini quest, which is just essentially do a Barrows run. <clears throat> recently, I don't know if you knew. Did they? Yeah, it'll be on your quest list. It'll be not done. What is his <clears> faithful <throat> servants, by the way? That's it. That's, that's oh, it. that's the one. Oh, I haven't done do, it. Do a barrows run. It's, I think it's going to be a requirement for the new Desert Treasure Two. So that's mm, why they added it. Interesting. Okay. But um, yeah, I think I think it's good to introduce like new big content through quests instead of just like adding it. Like Volkath was through Dragon Slayer too. Like you you understood why it was there, how it was there, like the law behind it. Instead of it just like imagine if they just didn't add Dragon Slayer 2, they just added an island with this Volkath on it and that was it. <sighs> Introducing it through a quest just feels so much better and it yeah. lets it like reach its full potential. Definitely. Yeah, I, I think there should be a lot more focus on quests. I am excited for Desert Treasure 2, the quest, but I'm not I don't know about the I mean, I feel like they're just going to fuck the boss drop tables up, so I'm not looking forward to that part. Yeah, and there's four of them. <laughs> yeah. It's not just the one. Thing is, not just the one do, yeah, it's going to be four fucked drop tables. <laughs> but the thing is, the do, they are fantastic at quests. The quests they have added to this game have been brilliant. Yeah, Honestly, they fantastic. They've been really fun. And old school. They keep them old school. Yeah. Like, I love that um that one that added with the, the Musper at the end. Like, that quest was brilliant. I loved it. And then they just fucked up the boss at the like the rewards is like the drop table is just ridiculous. It just ruins the update, honestly. Yeah. It could have been one of the best updates old schools ever had if they just didn't fuck up that table, but they fucked it up in the worst possible way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really bad. Right. Um we already obviously I've already had my multiple rants on bots. So. Yeah. 
we've already pretty much covered that. I fucking yeah. there needs to be a focus on the removal of bots. I think um, they're trying to move towards getting everyone on the, the the official like old school launcher and making an official like old school account like the what's it called the Jagex launcher mm-hmm. making Jagex accounts. I feel like they've got a plan with that to like eradicate bots and verify the launches that are being used through it. Um, but that would mean everyone who's playing would have to play through the launcher. But honestly, I think if they're able to do that, get everyone moved over, and if that solved the bot problem, I think everyone would be absolutely fine with moving over to the JX launcher. Yeah. I, would, that, I think that could solve it. If that if, could solve if it, they hell yeah. how they do it. That'd yeah, be amazing. Because um, of the official launcher, you can only launch RuneLite and the official client, nothing else. So Dude. if anything else was launched, like a bot client, yeah. theoretically it should be aware and ban them or just not launch. Dude, that would be like the most glorious. Like, man, if we if there was actually a way, like they're going to get around it somehow. There's going to be yeah. some sort of, but in, in like a perfect world, if that could actually be the case where there's literally no more bots. Bro, we could really make some like all these changes that we've suggested about like skilling and like keep making the economy actually work. It would bring everything. It would oh. bring everything to life. Everyone would be working with each other. The skills would be getting the supplies for the oh, PBMers. That'd be amazing. Uh, everything would just be working in harmony. It would be fantastic. That'd be amazing. I'd love it. <clears throat> and then the last bullet point. Can't believe we got through the list. Yeah, the holy final shit. bullet point. So this is about polls, the poll system. Honestly, I feel like Jagex, I fucking wish. So Jagex really should be more competent than the average RuneScape player to know what is good for the game and what should be added. So I don't know why it's up to the average RuneScape player to vote on what to add to the game. Truly, Jagex should be aware of what is good and what is not. And... I don't think polls are necessary anymore. I think the only thing polls should be used for is like in general polls to get like a consensus of what type of content that players would like to see. Like if they want to see more quests, more skilling stuff, more slayer stuff, whatever. That type of thing. And then they could like pitch um, to us and say like um, here are some quests that we could potentially look into the quest lines of which one are you most interested in and do it that way instead of being like would you like monkey madness 3 yes or no would you like this reward from monkey madness 3 yes or no do you know what i mean yep be more broad about it and get a a more bigger view of what the players want and then let it be up to them to decide the balance and what is good for the game really they should know what's good and it's annoying that the clearly don't that's the biggest problem it's like yeah, in yeah. A perfect world but then we saw forestry where we kind of just let them handle it and i'm like jesus Christ. exactly <laughs> there needs to be more like i don't know there needs to be more it's... there needs to be someone there to like say no this is bad I and this know, is good because I, I feel like everyone's just allowed to do whatever they want and they're just like fuck it i know get it in it's yeah i'm glad they're it doesn't seem like they're just being I don't know. They they're gonna come out with bad updates, and it looks like they're at least aware. Like for example, them scrapping ruinous powers gave me so much hope. I'm like, thank God. Yeah. Like, thank you for understanding. I I 
my personal take is, I don't know. I'm so scared for part two of forestry. Like, there's just going to be so much more random shit going on. It's just going to push it even further in the wrong direction. (laughs) They should stop now, look at what they've done, realize this is not the best idea. Let's simplify this, remove the leaves, fuck the, the other shit. Yes. Um, and uh, honestly, I like making fire mating slightly more useful by giving it like an invisible woodcutting boost or something yeah, when you're like that's... fire next to the tree. I think that's totally fine. totally fair. Yeah, yeah. I also wish just under the thing of like take more community suggestions. I really hope they come out with more um, player designed content, like yeah, at least opportunities for players to design content. I know that's like really kind of. Like, that's a big project to take on. But, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Like, I just think of, like, just the potential we have for skilling updates and the potential we have for... There's so much. Just but so... they're too busy pissing around with a new skill. Yeah, I'm, for a whatever little, reason. I'm a little bit worried about that. Like, they obviously know that, you know, a new skill will just be a huge player surge. Oh, yeah. That's why they're doing it. They're just doing it for, like, the headlines and shit. I know. They're just doing it for the little short-term bump in players and fuck the long-term. That's how it sounds. I know. It's worrisome. It's going to change the whole game. It's changing everything. It doesn't need to be. Yeah, it's worrisome. Yeah. Okay. Um, Connor, this has been a real treat for me. Seriously, this has been awesome. I'm glad you've enjoyed it. Yeah, this this reminds me of the BC Guppy cast, reminds me of Gentle Tractors cast, reminds yeah. me of just pl- you're a player that's clearly aware of what's going on in the game. That's made very clear. And you also have obviously a lot of passion for what you're yeah. talking about. And just based off of like the the slides you presented and the ideas you posted on Reddit, like it really goes to show like how much you care. And so I really appreciate you uh, coming on and talking with me. Thank you for letting me come on. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. This was, (laughs) I'm going to be honest, this, I, I didn't really know what to expect, honestly. And you Uh blew any, you know, expectation I even had out of the water. This was fantastic. And I think the listeners will really enjoy this one. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it's, it's a long one. So I (laughs) I hope people made it at the end. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, if you have made it to the to the very end, uh, let's say type um, type uh, pineapple down in the comments if you're on YouTube. Pineapple. Pineapple. <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay. By the way, down in the description, yeah. everybody, um, Connor's links will be down there. His Twitch and his Twitter. Yeah. Um, Anything else you want link? Um, not, that's pretty much all I realistically use. Okay. And you yeah. stream variety. How, do you? Sh- what's your schedule looking like on so, Twitch? So at the minute, I mean, I guess it depends what I'm doing in real life. But at the minute, I stream on Mondays at 4 p.m. like UK time. And yeah, it'll be different, whatever. Like every Monday, it's, it's, it's going to be different. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I, don't, I can't say what I'm going to be streaming because it's it's variety. Okay. But normally it's like classic games or indie games. Pretty much just really good games. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Just do the you, good ones. Do you ever stream RuneScape? Nope. I've never streamed RuneScape. I just watch it. That's crazy. Yeah. Damn. Do you ever have any... Do you have any plans of streaming RuneScape? Um, 
Not really. I mean, there's plenty of RuneScape streamers to watch, so I feel like it's just going to add more, I don't know, more to the, the already overflowing pool of streamers. <laughs> I'd rather do something different, like what I'm doing at the minute with like retro games and stuff. Yeah. It's more fun. It's different. That's cool. I I, th- I think it's awesome. Good. Okay. Um. Yeah. So everyone go drop him a follow uh, if you're interested and also follow him on Twitter. Obviously he's got some amazing takes and he retweets uh, some of those great takes as well. I've, you know, I was kind of browsing your Twitter earlier. Um, yeah. So yeah. And also if you guys want to support the cast down in the description, there's a Patreon link. Feel free. If you would like to support you get your name on the title screen and yeah. Uh, I guess anything else, Connor, any uh, last words? Um, one thing right this is because someone told me to say it but yeah right this is gonna sound so stupid but i'm gonna say beans in a really weird voice okay okay beans <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it oh my god okay you know what we just grab the pineapple type of beans down in the comments beans. <laughs> holy shit <laughs> <laughs> all right guys uh, i appreciate you all listening uh once again to the cast i, I truly do appreciate your guys's um i should say what's the what's the uh the audio version of viewership listenership um i guess so listenership <laughs> listenership yeah. now thank you guys for uh listening as always and we will catch you in the next one peace Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.